and we're live. What's up, man? <laughs> hey, we're live, episode seven. Uh, welcome everyone to another episode of Talk of All Trades. Thomas Esteta, always accompanied by Cody Stevens. Today we have a guest, Mr. Sean Gary, a good friend of ours. Uh, don't get the chance to see him that much, but uh, today he has uh, decided to grace us with his presence, ah! and we are forever grateful for that. What's <laughs> up, dude? What's up, brother? We've been over here yapping the whole time, trying to not talk about stuff. No, yeah. it's, it's been so long. And it's that's like, tough, up, man. That's tough. Exactly. Yeah. We're like, we're like, everything we talk about, we're like, hang on, we need to save it for the cast. Yeah. Yeah. We're trying to catch up. It's a, it's a very authentic thing. Yeah. I love it, dude. Like yeah. the energy, it's you can easy to match, no doubt. Yeah, dude. No doubt. Well, I'm excited, dude. I'm excited to be here. I've never done anything like this and you guys asked me to come and i was like cool right. dude we'll just hang out Hell yeah i actually didn't even want to ask you what the podcast was about or anything i was like i'm gonna show up and just see what it did yeah i was like what are we talking about i don't, I don't care let's yeah just, yeah let's talk so, so anyway cool. so, well, so talk of all trades like i kind of mentioned to you earlier it's yeah. about when, when we have our guests on it's usually about what what they're like an expert in so to speak so right on i know that uh we know you from the music community as a yeah. musician uh, an accomplished guitar player for several bands currently with a nova skyway uh, and sound barrier too. oh and sound barrier okay Correct. i didn't know that didn't yeah know that. we'll get into that okay cool yeah no, absolutely <laughs> and, but also too here was a here was a cool little bit of trivia for me hooking up with cody and lane back in the day and then you know of course you know always you know jamming at uh tms, Texas Music, yeah, TMS. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and then they told me that you were you were their martial arts instructor yeah when and i was like excuse yeah. me i was like sean and i was like <laughs> and i didn't see it i didn't understand it you know yeah. what i mean yeah. and uh, and apparently you've been doing that for years yeah, so, my whole life, man. Yeah, so that's mm -hmm. like, yeah, so that that's like another thing that we can obviously yeah. speak about as well. Yeah, absolutely. It is crazy, man. It is wild. I saw those guys at uh, at Francisco's downtown. I didn't see both of them. I think I saw Lane maybe, and he goes, "Mr. Gary," and I was like, the "Fuck, never heard that in this parking lot." And I was like, "Oh shit!" And he's like, "I play music with these guys," and I was just like, "Oh, that's insane, man." Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, definitely cool, man. Super cool. Hell yeah. yeah. What would you like to talk about first, man? Actually, how about this? What did you do this weekend? How was man, weekend? this weekend was good. What's today, Sunday? Mm -hmm. Sunday. Man, it gets by. Yesterday, I got <laughs> burned up like crazy, so Friday night worked. Uh, so I own a martial arts school, right? and we do as much stuff as we can for the community and for the kids. Right. Like, as much as we can do, we go to schools, we do you know, pep talks, we do all kinds of stuff, whatever, career day, you name it. So once a year, we have our summer party, and I, uh, I got some big blow-up bouncy houses and... Uh, what else did we have? We had a food truck come, Sauce Ooh, Time dude. food truck, guys. If you know Sauce Time, uh -uh. oh, mm. dude, best food truck. So good. Really? Yeah, so he came, bouncy houses. I got a snow cone machine, and it was like three, four hours, man. I got burnt to a crisp. Oh, dude. But the kids were partying, dude. Water guns everywhere, pow, blasting each other, dude. It was a blast. <laughs> nice. People, I met some people, they were just, a couple little kids ran up to me, and they're like, I had a great time. And I was like, thanks. And then another one came, and I didn't know these kids. I was yeah, like, who yeah. are these kids? I look up and there's this lady and she's like, hey, my name's this and that. And I was like, never met you. Usually it's just our students, but, right, right, but right. everybody was welcome. Yeah. She's like, oh, we just live in the neighborhood behind you. And it looked like it was a great time. So we came over. I was like, <laughs> badass. Dude, that's yeah. what it's all about. It was awesome, dude. So Get we did that yesterday, man. Yeah. yeah, it was like four hours. I went home and realized that like I got home and yeah. I had nothing to do. And that never happens. So I had like six hours and I was like, what am I going to do? Yeah. So I took a shower, man. I played some guitar. I mean, you know, one, once a month shower. So I had that yeah. time. <laughs> shower, played some guitar, dude. Tried to lotion up this burn. Oh, yeah. And just chilled. It was awesome. And then last night, I uh, just stayed up too late because a buddy of mine came over late. So that's it. Today yeah. I had band practice. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right. With, uh, with which band? Anova was this morning, but oh, okay. our drummer got sick. And so it was just me and the bass player working on mm. 
on some uh, new jams. Okay. Nice. Right yeah. Ke- Keegan? No, wait, no. No, that band is a guy named Corey. Corey. Miles. Yeah, he's great. He's a great bass player, man, and he's got a lot of. Uh, he's really good at recording, man. Like, yeah. He's he's really good at running the 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 software. Right. And I'm not great, so so he's pretty quick on it. Boom, boom. We go lay down stuff. But yeah. then Keegan is a bass player for our other band, Sound Barrier, which right. is two of the guys from my old band, from Oceans. Oceans, yeah. yeah. Me and Keegan and Anthony. Oh, after man. we left that, we all started. Yeah, Ant's still with us. I love Anthony. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a string section, man. We've been writing some some great shit oh, in that sweet. band too. Hell yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's awesome. It's heavy. It's fucking cool, man. Yeah, we're definitely have to check it out. That's the that's a, a new feature that we have on Talk of All Trades now, um, amongst uh, others. Uh, any <laughs> a few, yeah. few upgrades. Yeah, yeah. If anyone's been following us for up to this episode, you know, we just had one camera angle. Now we have multiple. Hopefully, our viewership oh, yeah, has yeah, seen yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. Our audio has 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 uh, increased or improved as well. And now we have the option to uh, show things like on on YouTube. And and be able to to share that with y'all. So we're definitely going to show off a sound barrier and a Nova Skyway. I don't have anything from sound barrier to show off. We haven't. We're in the middle of recording right now, but okay. I do have uh, a Nova stuff. Yeah. Nova's put out some records and stuff, but sound barrier is probably, you know, we've got all the the pre production done. Yeah. yeah, on it almost, and then we'll start, you know. Hitting the heavy stuff. That's exciting. After that. Is it That's all exciting. instrumental or is there vocals? No, it's vocals. Vocals too? Mm-hmm. Yeah, who's yeah. doing vocals? It's a guy named Dalen. Okay. Uh, I don't even know how we met him. Mark met him, which is our drummer. Mm-hmm. Uh, he met him somewhere and he's like, hey man, the guy's really good. I heard him doing karaoke and he was doing uh, Cemetery Gates and he hit the last notes. Oh, yeah. And I was like, yeah. what? You Bring that motherfucker up here. Yeah. So he yeah. came up there and I was just like, all right, man, you sound good. Let's see how it goes. And yeah. He's just super committed. He's a good guy, man. So Dude, it's it's cool. Man. That's always been like my my dream. When right. I do karaoke, I'm like someone in right. here. It's like please someone discover find me. me. That yeah, discover me. Moment, you know, <laughs> I'm good. I promise. I swear I'm good. <laughs> you remember that movie? Rockstar. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. With uh, Mark yeah. Wahlberg. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was a good yeah something one. like that. Oh guys, we're gonna be wiping our faces every now. And oh, then. I know. Apparently, I know. pussies. Yeah. We're a bunch of whatever, <laughs> man. It's the Texas heat, and you got us in. Okay, you probably can't tell. Our viewership probably cannot tell. Right. But we are in a garage. Seven million dollar. Oh yeah, mansion. Yeah, we're in a seven million dollar <laughs> mansion's garage, all right. <laughs> and uh, we got it set up, but it's not climate controlled. Uh, that's going to have to definitely be the next upgrade. For no, the so, cast. so what it is, we'll just get some dry ice and put them underneath us. Oh, just, we'll look yeah. badass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, I've got one of those portable ACs, but it's too loud. I'd totally give it to you. Oh, yeah, no, that's just it. Like, with, thinking about with, it. Exactly, we were thinking ACs fans. Unfortunately, yeah. it'll just be that hum. Yeah, yeah. But we're gonna figure it out, man. We're gonna move. It's to all right. It's control. cool. This place is badass. Yeah, it's grassroots, man. So that's it. And baby. you know what? If you're from the south, you're used to this shit. You always got a fucking sweat rag with you. At least you should. Yeah, we just you know live in it. We just live in it. Just live in it. That's it. We just have to take our clothes off and do it. You know. Oh, good lord. <laughs> Call me for that. Do episode. what we gotta do. I know, right, Sean? Let me ask you something, man. So when I first met you at TMS, you were with Laozu. If, yes. If you don't mind, could you kind of just like take us through like the history of you with guitar playing? Yeah, hundred percent, man. Even how you started and all the bands, because yeah. like honestly, what I've seen from you, like I said, when I first met you with Lao Zoo, but what I've seen has been a progression. I yeah. mean, with Lao Zoo, Oceans, Nova yeah. Skyway, like you've definitely done things that. I kind of wish we could have done. Like you toured Europe before and things sure. like that. So if you don't mind, just kind of take us through the yeah, history man. of yeah, yeah, of Sean yeah. Gary, you, the musician. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, I want to look at both you guys the whole yeah, time. I'm right. just gonna look forward. <laughs> just take your, make your eyes go. Both look directions. at the dog, man. He's cute. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, guitar playing. I mean, I got into it when I was thirteen or fourteen. All right. I think I was fourteen. I was from Louisiana. I moved to Texas, and I don't know. There was this summer, dude. I always loved music, though, man. I mean, I was. I was hanging with my mom. It was just me and my mom, single mom, right? So 
we had an apartment and at night she would sit down and she'd watch, you know, Cheers and Wings and all yeah. them shows we grew yeah. up on, you know? And I'd have my headphones on and I'd be jamming, you know, STP or Nirvana or Soundgarden, you know, shit like that is what I was into. Right. And uh, <clears throat> always had, you know, just a love for rock and roll, man. I don't know. It just, it's what I grew up on, I guess. That's what it was. Right. Um, so anyway... Well, there was like a summer, dude, where I was at home and I was like, dude, I, I saw this video. You remember that band Sponge? Sponge. That does sound mm -hmm. familiar. This bro. is like probably like 95, 96. Yeah, and yeah, it wasn't yeah. even like, a, I don't know why they triggered it. I had already wanted to play guitar. Right, right. Like I wanted to because I saw, you know, Kurt Cobain and I saw James Hetfield at some point and oh, lost yeah. my mind. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, but at that age, you know, by the time I was like 14, I was starting to kind of listen to stuff. And I just saw this dude playing this riff. It was for this song. I don't remember what it was, man. But it was like, wow, 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 wow. And I was like, that dude's on a guitar? And he had a black strat, right? Mm -hmm. Black and white strat. Yeah. And I just, I was like, I'm going to get a guitar, man. Yeah. So I went to my karate instructor <clears throat> and I was like, I need to earn some money. I got to get a guitar. He's like, how much do you need? So I'm calling around town and shit. And I called that guitar, drums, and keyboards, that old school place. Yeah. And they're like, yeah. And, and I'm describing the guitar I want because I don't know what it's called. You want the one I'm like, Sponge Guy. I want had. the one from Sponge Guy. And he's like, I don't know what that is. And I was like, it's black on the outside and it's 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 white on the inside. And I don't think I ever even bought a record from that band, which is, I owe him a, to buy a record. Yeah. Sorry, Sponge. I just, no, I just looked them up too. They just, yeah, they yeah. just for some reason, hit me. Yeah, yeah. So I call him and I'm like, and I'm describing it. And he goes, yeah, I know what you're describing. You're describing this and that. And I was like, well, is it the one that's black and it's white on the inside? And he's like, yes. And he goes, I've got a cheap version. It's 150 bucks. I was like, cool. So hang it up. So I go tell my guitar coach my guy he was yeah, yeah he was like he was my dad like he wasn't technically my dad but he right. was my dad he I raised me yep, yep. um and i was like i need to make some money he goes well how much you need i said 150 and he goes all right well if you paint the entire karate school i'll give you 150 bucks <laughs> at that age i was like cool i did the shittiest job on that school i thought i was doing good but yeah, i was yeah. mowing through that bitch in a weekend yeah, yeah so i painted that bitch and come to find out later he had to go like remove all the overspray and oh, all that yeah. but either way he gave me 150 bucks you're 14 too it's not like you're some 14, professional dude. painter right. you know no he just <laughs> told me just don't get it everywhere and keep your roller wet and i was yeah. like all right cool yeah so uh so i did the place man and then my aunt took me to the guitar shop i bought it man and then went home and this is crazy it's hilarious because my two best friends at the time were guy named Chris, which is still one of the best friends, and this dude, Donald, right? Okay. And we were always hanging out. I get home, dude, with the guitar. Like, I'm going to go, like, I haven't, there's no YouTube then. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. There's no way to fucking learn anything. Like, okay. I just had to, like, you know, how am I going to figure it out? So I get in there, and I get a phone call, man, and it's Chris. He calls me, and he goes, hey, dude. I was like, what's up? And he goes, we're going to start a band. Mm -hmm. I said, all right, who? He goes, me, you, and Donald. And I was like, hell yeah. And he goes, you're going to play drums. <laughs> and I was what? like, yeah, he goes, you're going to play drums. And I said, dude, I just, I just bought a fucking guitar. And he goes, hold on. He goes, Donald, you're playing drums. <laughs> yes. Like, yes. So Donald's like, all right, cool, man. So uh, I think we never had like one jam session. It was always just me and Chris playing. You know, right, right. Down. No so, one complete jam session. Yeah. yeah. So that was the start, man, to not go into the entire history of the world. But yeah, started no. in other bands, man. Had a band in high school called Stygian Shore. Uh, Where'd you go to high school, by the way? Dobie. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was supposed to go to South Houston, <laughs> yeah, but I had yeah. some friends at Dobie. So it was yeah. back in the day where you could just use your partner's address. You could still do that, by the way. But yeah, but they catch you, though, now, <laughs> fast food, uh, Maybe they can. I don't know. <laughs> Thomas doesn't do that. In yeah, 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 we don't do so, that. Uh, yeah, dude. So, Dobie. Dobie, yeah. that was it, man. So, the old Dobie, the, the OG. Yeah, oh, yeah, I know. The OG. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we're class of 05. Oh, man, I'm 99. Uh, 99. 
So anyway, dude, yeah, that was it, man. We started jamming. I had that band. I think we played our first show when I was in the 10th grade. We played at Fitzgerald's upstairs. Right, I was gonna say because uh, upstairs because downstairs was under construction. I was like, okay. how did you get upstairs? We right. booked the show, man. We got like this show. We were kids. Yeah. Our parents had to bring us. Yeah, yeah. And it was yeah. upstairs with these bands, man. And I was like so nervous, dude. I'm sitting there playing. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was like super still, right? Just like not even moving. Yeah. And my karate instructor showed up to watch me because he's the shit. Yeah. And I get off the stage and I go out there and I said, how was it? And he goes, you did good, bud. And, and his friend was with him and he goes, yeah, man, but like you need to move more or something like <laughs> It's really boring to watch. The guy was like super straight up, and I was like, "Fuck, okay, man." It's the criticism yeah. you need, though. That's exactly. exactly the criticism you need. Changed exactly. my life. I from then on became the most active guy on stage. Oh, you definitely like, active. You're yeah, active on like, stage. Yeah. Like, oh, that you was the see day. Movement. I'll show you. Yeah, movement. I'll show, I'll show you, you movement, movement yeah. motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, man. And stop me if I talk too much about this. It's no, just, you know, this, this I asked you. We want to know. I want to know. This is good. This, by the way, this is all new information to me. Yeah, telling you, like I got Sean Gary Lauzu. Yeah. And from right. then on, I don't right. have any prehistory. Yeah, yeah man, I, I cool, got a little cool. Bit of Sean Gary, like USA Karate, and yeah. then like uh, oh, fast yeah. forward, you know, to inner fire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. So, uh, so yeah, man, that was you know that was that. We played that show. We and I just kept jamming, man. It was me, my buddy. He was my 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 brother, man. That guy was like inseparable from me, Ronnie. I don't know uh, if you guys remember? Ronnie. Oh yeah, Ronnie yeah. Gates. So Ronnie, from when we were from we met in the I was in tenth, he was in ninth, and we just locked up yeah. over guitar. Yeah. Like he was like, you want to play guitar? I mean, you want to come and jam? And we started learning Fade to Black from Metallica. Mm-hmm. And that was like, oh my God. And then it was, we were inseparable. Mm-hmm. So we wrote songs. We played in bands forever and then just started more bands. And then the Loud Suit thing started. Yeah, yeah. Later, that was like probably 99, 2000 okay. that that started. Jammed in that band for a long time. Bunch of member changes, this and that, dude. Did the best we could with what right. we had. Right, right. Uh, a lot of fun. It was it was fucking awesome. Taught me a lot of shit. Oh yeah. Um, and then that band around like 2010 or something, the, the drummer left. He was you know having some shit. He was just like, hey, I'm out. I was like, it's cool, man. So it was. I mean, it was. It wasn't like it's cool, man. I was yeah. very like heartbroken, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I'm you know everybody's got their reasons. Sure. So um, so anyway, we were in this room, and then a good friend of mine was my old drummer from Oceans. Mm-hmm. Uh, was Dauber. So he was in another band, and so I called him up. Because we were sharing a jam room at the time. And I called him up and I said, hey, dude, you want to start? Uh, I said, you want to come drum for Lao Tzu? We got a show coming up. Yeah. And he goes, fuck no. And I was like, god damn. And he goes, let's just start a new fucking band. We've been talking about it forever. And I was like, all right, cool. Oh, so yeah. he comes in. So me, Keegan, and Anthony just basically turn our equipment this way. Yeah. Yeah. And we got the other drummer. So it was perfect. So that's when we started writing the music and uh, started pushing real hard, man. And then we put out a record that... I loved, it was awesome, but it was all independent. Uh-huh. And uh, record labels were just like, you know, you already released. We don't know where to put you. You don't fit in any genre, and they just weren't doing anything with it. Right. So uh, it took until our second album, our EP, where we finally got signed with uh, Century Media. Nice. That's a, that's a pretty big, that's a big It was name. huge. That's it was a, huge, That's a huge man. name. It was, it was gigantic for us, man. It was really crazy. And uh, we, uh, so we put out some records with Century Media, man, and then Ronnie had to bow out. Right. That's when we got Cammy. Right, right. Uh Cammy came on in. She, you know, crushed it. And from there on, you know, we put out some records. It was all awesome, man. We got to tour, like you said. We were going all over Europe, you know, three, four months out of the year, sometimes more. It was insane. It was got to see everywhere, what dude. Is that like? Dude, it was fucking amazing. <laughs> yeah. I totally feel like I'm talking too much. No, you got me on a ball, baby. You talking about this, this is, is I haven't this thought is your about episode. this. Is a, this is well, I haven't a, thought about this shit. I've never laid my life out in a timeline. <laughs> Okay. Okay. You know what okay. I mean? I've never right. sat and gone. 
this is what happened. So right. when I'm yeah. talking about it, I'm like, God, this is me in a nutshell. <laughs> yeah, it's wild, dude. Yeah. So, so yeah, dude, we hit, once we started touring, our first tour was with uh, a band that you guys have to just get into. It's my favorite band. And okay. they're some of my really close friends, uh, Evergrey. I don't know if you listen to Evergrey. Anybody Evergrey out there? Oh my God. I never even, I've never even heard of that, Evergrey. Yeah, that's one of the great tragedies of the world is that people don't know who Evergrey is. Mm. Like, I'm just like, is it oh. one word, two words? One word. And is there an E or A for Gray? E. E. Evergrey. Evergrey. Yes. I'll hook you up after the show. I'll yeah. show you the records. Um, we, we can pull them up yeah, on YouTube later. Pull, pull oh, later. dude, they're but amazing. We'll Actually, check them out. we could check one out later. It's my favorite song ever written. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'll show you guys. Uh, anyway, those guys, fucking amazing. We do our first tour with them. And yeah, I'm yeah. like, awesome. We become really good friends. Come back. And then we just start hitting tours after tour. It took off, man. You know? Yeah. So, uh, so we were on the road, man. We would go boom, boom, boom. In the middle of all that, my daughter's born, which was just oh, wow. fucking amazing. Yes. And then Holly, her mom, my my wife, she was she was like, she was so gangsta about it. Uh, I told her, I said, she held it down, dude. I I told her before I even signed the contract. Yeah. I said, look, I'm gonna sign this contract, but I'm a little bit nervous about going. We're gonna have to tour and all this. And I was like, you know, I got like to be able to pay for stuff, like you know, I got a job, like this and that. And she goes, babe, stop. And I was like, what? She goes. What are you doing? She's like, if you don't sign this, what have you been doing for the past 15 years? And I was like, how amazing. She goes, we'll figure it out. And I was like, oh, fuck yeah. So I went mm. there and I signed it. Felt better, you know? So then, you know, we were on the road for a while. Baby girl was born, all that stuff. Man, went out there, toured pop, 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 all over fucking Europe. It was amazing. Every night, every night waking up, every morning waking up in a new country. Right. Right, yeah. Right? The, the like states. New right country. Yeah, the like states. Yeah, right there, dude. <laughs> Met amazing oh. bands. Oh, Oh yeah, I was like, yeah. what was that? Met some uh, amazing bands, got to become friends with people that, you know, I never would have imagined I'd even met. And I'm right. like close friends, like hanging out, like boom, still hitting each other up, you know, mm. going to their shows when they come into town, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it's just, it's hey, hey, really hey, bad. Real quick, and when they yes. come into town, you tell them you're going to go see their show. Do they, are they expecting you? Do they know you're coming? Most of the time I get a text message from them. They'll be yeah. like, hey man, y'all going to come out to the show? So, and then yeah. we'll go, they'll put us on the guest list and we go and hang out with them. That's They're what just, I mean. That yeah. you, so, so on, on, like, I mean, obviously you would support, you pay, you do whatever you do because you love these guys. Of course. But the fact that y'all have that relationship, your friends, yeah, dude. it's even cool because it's like, you, now you get a chance to reconnect and, yeah, and catch up and all that yeah. good stuff. And when you're living on a bus together, man, because yeah, a lot yeah, of yeah. times with bands, you can't afford to have your own bus unless <laughs> yeah. you're at a certain level, right? I'm not sure. We never had our, well, in Europe, we always toured on a sprinter. So mm. oh, the first tour we the toured on like a house. van. Yeah. The first tour we were on a 15 passenger van that we threw down and bought and this bitch was a hoopty. Oh. That motherfucker, man, you would drive it and if you just let go of the wheel a little bit, it was like a sail, dude. That band so like oh. only two people in the band could drive it and I wasn't one of them. Yeah. I was driving I was like, nope. Sounds I'm like the tie it. rod is out right. or something. Dude, the thing, I, we took it, we did everything with that thing. Yeah, Finally yeah, yeah. we sold that bitch. But out there we had an awesome driver okay. who was a Czech guy. Oh, mm -hmm. right. Who was a... Uh, he used to play soccer or hockey. He was a hockey player. That's what it was, uh, dude. And this guy, brute. he was amazing. This uh, guy yeah. was so dry. Yeah, yeah. So just like, hello. And dude, I <laughs> fucking loved him. This Denik, I love you. You're at wherever yeah, the fuck you are. Yeah. But he drove for multiple of our tours. We'd always get him. And so we'd get a sprinter, boom, boom, hit all that. Uh, the last long tour we did was with Enslaved and Neoblivascaris. Yeah. That was the European one. That was a few months. Right. And that's when we had... A bus. Yeah. No, no, no. That was a sprinter. I'm sorry. We didn't get a bus till we came back to the U.S. Okay. U.S., we got a bus. But you had to share it with other bands. Share it with other bands. That's what I was getting at. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, you're waking up, dude. You're sharing groceries. You you got Walmart day. Everybody knows Walmart day. Like, boom. It's like, hey, the schedule's up. And it's like, this day, we're going to Walmart. 
So yeah. get ready. Whatever yeah. you need. <laughs> so we wake up. Everybody's about to be up at six and be back on the bus by eight. Like, yeah. don't be late. So everybody gets out. Tour managers are spraying their heads off with water and the hose. And we're going in. Get everything you need, man. Bring it in and put it in your little section, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's it, man. That's you all you know? get. That's all you get, man. It's and like you commissary. Get, yeah. Like, are you going to eat it? Well, you're, you eat all that shit. It's commissary, man. <laughs> but, you know, you eat at the venues, man. The venues usually feed you and shit like that. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. yeah, dude, we just loaded up. We'd have all our, our friends. I mean, it was awesome. So we got some. We got an amazing experience out of all that, dude. Good, good. And could you write on the bus? I've always heard that was a thing. When you're on tour, you can write. A lot of like bands that. do. A lot yeah. of bands do. The bands we were, yes. You know, if you're a hard worker, I would say, we worked hard, sure. but we didn't write on the bus. Okay. Um, Nabla Biscaris, they were always writing. Okay. Kudos to those guys. Yeah. They'd have their computers out when we'd be in a venue. Mm -hmm. Um, and they'd be out just like working on guitar shit, whatever. Right. When we toured with Insomnium, their guitar player, Nick Cordell, who's an amazing guitar player, he was always writing on his own record, you know, trying mm. to get shit down. So yeah, absolutely. People do. We never really did. Right. You know, we'd get up, see the city a little bit, sure. set up, play, do the whole thing afterwards, get on the bus. And that's the life. Yeah. You know, sightsee right, a little wow. bit and you'll take it all in, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, me and Keegan got crazy because we were like trying to stay in shape. Oh yeah. So me and that dude would roll up. We'd roll up with the yoga mats and go do yoga in the park in these really? cities. Oh, dude, straight up. Or we, I knock on the venue. Can we get in early so we can work out in here? They said no. It was in the parking lot. Yeah. Hot concrete, man. Just getting yeah. after Good it. Lord. Well, at least I had your yoga mat. Did I bring weights or anything too? <laughs> I wanted to so bad. Oh, in yeah. the U.S., I wanted to bring a kettlebell, and the guy was like, "No, because it's gonna fucking wait." Yeah. You're driving. You I can't mean, have that shit yeah. just flying, flying around, around on the yeah. bus, dude. <laughs> knocking people out. Yeah. Knocking people out with the kettlebell. Yeah, man. man shit. Yeah. So that was super cool, man. Super awesome journey. I'm I'm insanely grateful for it. Just had great, uh, great musicians around me. Yeah, <clears throat> no doubt. What was your what was what was your reception in Europe? I mean, check it out. So like, you know, local band, right? We go play a show. Houston. Most people know us. Actually, maybe not. But either way, your people that come, your fans slash friends. You know what I'm saying? Right. You're in Europe. I'm probably, I'm, I'm, completely I'm, different. Yeah, you don't know any of these people. Completely you know what I'm saying? Dude. So, yeah. what, but what was y'all's reception? Did I mean did they did they dig y'all sound? Did they like what what they were hearing? Yeah, it yeah, was. Y'all make some new 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 fans, you know, stuff like that. Yes, hundred percent, man. Yeah. It was. Um, I love the states. I love our people. I'm grateful for everybody who always comes out. Right. Uh, hundred percent, man. But in Europe, I won't say but, but excludes everything before it, right? And in Europe, and in Europe, and in Europe, the crowd is completely different. So when we would go to play. I didn't know how to read them at first. It took me a while to understand how they operate there generally in the crowds in the genre we play. Mm -hmm. Not not everybody, but it wasn't just a straight like, yeah, moshing and shit like that. People right. were standing like this. More stoic. And I remember sitting there playing and just being like, man, what the fuck, right? Just tripped out. Yeah. But then between songs, you know, just boom, and you're like, oh, they don't think we suck. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. And um, I find that some of the, the people who appreciate it that, the most it felt like anyway mm -hmm. was there we had that kind of sound that appealed to them yeah uh a lot of people and there was uh, there was i'll share real quick this thing because it's uh it was it was one of those moments where i was like okay i've done this musical journey this is one of the most touching moments i've had in playing music and there was this guy that came in and i'm gonna get this wrong man so don't remember where he was from so forgive me he was either from Iran or I'm not sure where he was at. He's in the Middle East, right? Okay. Mm -hmm. But they had apparently wherever he was, according to him, there was like a, I guess you couldn't listen to certain types of music like metal or whatever it was. Mm -hmm. There was some kind of thing. From what I can understand, there was broken 
broken English there a little bit, right? So, right, right. But I mean, he spoke pretty well, and he and he told me we were in Canada at this time, by the way. Oh, so okay. this wasn't this wasn't Europe. My bad. But okay. This was in Canada. Sure. But the guy comes up, and it's him and his cousin, and he goes, "Me and Keegan are sitting at the the merch booth, hanging out, and Somnium's playing." He comes up and he goes, "Hey, excuse me, you know you," and he shakes my hand, and he goes, "I just want to tell you." I've heard your band. He goes, I don't know your face. I don't know your names because in my country, I got a burned CD of Oceans of Slumber. Mm. A burned. Because we oh, had to, burned. they had to share them between friends. From what I understand from him. That's how that went down. They had to, yes. It was like contraband. Yeah. They pirated. It's exactly yeah, they what just, it was. Yeah. yeah, you couldn't get it. I, I'm not sure how it worked, man. Yeah. I'm ignorant of it. But I know that that was what he was describing to yeah. me. Yeah. And I was like, damn, dude. Well, his cousin didn't really speak any English. He uh, was kind of standing there. Or maybe yeah. he did and he just didn't talk. Yeah. So... He starts telling me, he's like, I don't know you. And he told me this thing. He said, I don't know your name. I don't know your face. I don't know your story. Nothing. But I know your music. Yeah. And your music has touched me. It's it's saved me. It's helped me through times. And he's got like, he's kind of watering up at his eyes, Come dude. On. And I start watering up. And he's like, I left there. He, he said something to the extent, y'all are one of the bands that inspired me to leave there and come here to Canada and start my band. Dude. And his cousin, and he goes, and my cousin doesn't speak much, but the same for him and his cousin's like this. And yeah. I'm just sitting there and I'm tearing up, dude, and this guy. And I was just like, dude, I gave him a big hug. I yeah. was like, mm. that whole thing, like, I'd never seen you until tonight. Yeah. He's not the yeah. guy watching the YouTube videos. He doesn't have the fucking this yeah, and that, yeah, right? Yeah. He doesn't have the internet doing that. He's never seen us. He came to Canada, saw we were playing, went to see this band, yeah. and then... And I was just like, dude. See, but his story said he came to Canada because he was inspired by your record to begin with, your music. Yeah, and, and multiple like, others, I'm oh, sure. I'm sure. But, yeah, 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 yeah. But you were one of them. Yes. And he said, yeah, the hell with it. I'm going to Canada. Bang, finds out that you're playing in Canada. Right. How, how awesome is how, that? How dude? long that time? How long that time's been? Yeah, Canada's and big. He, I mean, I mean, yeah. it's giant. Just, he just probably drove a ways. Yeah, who knows, man? Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of open space, man. That's intense. And you know what else I find pretty cool about that too is that like like the fact that the music touched him. The the sound of the music. I mean, it'd be cool to ask him what what it was that really captured him. Like mm -hmm. Oceans of Slumber has a great sound. I've always mm -hmm. loved the sound of the music as well. Yeah. But, but the lyrics are in English. You right. know what I'm saying? And I wonder if maybe the lyrics t touched them too. And, and, I'm and, sure. if, and if it did, what, well, that's cool. It definitely you was. Know, just, most you know? most people out there are speaking fluent English. Sure. That I would run into. Yeah, anyway. yeah, yeah. You know, absolutely. So that was super cool, man. For that sure. is cool. That, that is, is cool. awesome, man. That, that, that you're able to find that connection, you know, lyrically as well. You know, yeah. Not just, but it's, it's, it's a well-known fact that the Europeans are, love metal music. They do. Like, they are freaking yeah yeah way better than or I guess oh they're crazy. way more than we do it's, that's it's like sure. they love music in general I think like EDM is a big you know it's a big music their, scene over their there their festivals are 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 intense I think yeah. their festivals maybe even put our festivals oh, to yeah. shame a little bit yeah. you know what I'm saying for sure. festivals are pretty nuts out there we played a couple <laughs> out there man we played Damnation Fest and it was like fucking just boom dude like it's a multi day it's a multi day. I don't remember if Damnation was because we only played one day. So oh, sure, sure. We were probably coming through, played it's the one fest, day and then went somewhere else. Yeah, yeah I yeah, don't remember, yeah. man. But that was. But there was a, a lot of people. Oh, dude, I got to meet so many people. I got to have dinner with some people that I'd never even imagined. It was just, it was wild. Dude. Yeah, that was badass. That was a huge crowd. It was funny though because I was on stage and my guitar. We used to do a song where I would jump on Dobber's drum kit and he would jump on my guitar. No, really? he'd jump on the piano. Oh, okay. To go play something oh, yeah. for an intro, uh -huh, uh -huh. and we're in the middle of damnation, dude. And I take my guitar and I set it down, and I always just like lay it on the floor like crazy. But I laid it, and there's a there's a volume pedal on my pedal, right? Mm -hmm. well, I use that to turn it down. Mm. Well, the guitar was like laying on it. I guess I just ran over there, 
and the stage was shaking because I'm doing this drum thing, and it slowly starts to push the volume oh, up. So just feedback. <laughs> and I'm just like, what is that? <laughs> did it work? Oh, dude, it was so loud. No, it didn't work. It was oh, terrible. Uh, it was I bet, terrible. I bet you that sound dude was like, what is this? Oh, Finally, Keegan ran over there and like stepped on the pedal oh, and held it down, yeah, man, because yeah, he yeah. caught what was going on. Yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was wild. But that was a, uh, yeah, that was that band, dude, and everything was awesome. We, uh, you know, anyway, eventually it got to a point where, you know, this whole time since I was a kid, yeah, there was the other half of my life, which my life is kind of to this point, other than my daughter and family and friends, of course, right, right, has been music and martial arts. Mm. So I started, you know, karate when I was like six, did it forever. And, you know, I even, once I got, you know, better and better through high school, I started teaching the little kids, right. assisting, you sure. know, and doing all that. So I did that forever, man. And, uh, at USA Karate. I did. That was back in the nineties. Where was USA Karate at? That was Scar on, Scar it still is. There yeah. is still, uh, they have two schools, um, good schools. They, uh, we were in a little strip center, man right over there in the corner and one night i was just coming home me and my mom had moved to texas and she's like you know i was trying to find a karate school i'd gone to a couple it wasn't really my thing mm. we're going home and we lived off scarsdale yeah sorry oh you're good skip burps <laughs> <laughs> so so i'm going to go home right and i see this fucking sign like those ones with the arrow and it says karate opening soon and i was like mom yo look she pulls a fucking hard right because my mom's a gangster dude. My oh, mom, yeah. my mom fucking loves martial arts. She loves. She we grew up watching Die Hard and fucking Chuck Norris, dude. Everything. Yeah. Bruce Lee. Oh yeah, hundred yeah. percent. She oh. fucking loved it. She loved it, dude. Yeah, yeah. Van Damme. That was oh, my shit. That was my shit. Van Damme. Let's go. So that's it. So fighter. That's it, man. Oh, the worst of them. The but worst of them, but it's right. still all right, all right, it's still right. Van Damme. My bad, my so bad. anyway, she pulled. No, I'll go, we'll go down that yeah, hole. I'm done. <laughs> so she pulls in, dude, and I look in the door, and it's locked. And I see my future instructor right there. I didn't know, you know, boom. He, he like gets up and he comes open the door and we sit down and talk forever. You're, and six? He had, You're six? No, at this time oh, okay. I had started in Louisiana. Oh, okay, sorry, sorry. So this time I was like nine when I moved to Texas. Okay. For the first time. Yeah. So then we go over there. Anyway, he was fucking awesome. And I believe he told me like I was his first student to walk in the door. What? Um, so yeah, I think he had a couple people that he had trained before somewhere else that were coming sure. as well. And then sure. he had his nieces. And oh, then okay. it was me. And then you. Yeah. yeah. And so, but he was about to start classes. So I go in there and he was so awesome, man, that we just hit it off. And this dude was so badass. His name is Mike Tucker, man. And I this. I remember Mike. Remember him? I remember Mike. Greatest. Yep. I'm, I'm so fortunate to have had that human being in my life. Like that man, even my grandpa years ago looked at me and he goes, Sean, I want you to remember when I got my fifth degree black belt, he goes, yeah. realize that man has done more for you than anybody has ever done for you. Just, just remember. And I'm like, I know I'm, my mom has done a lot. Of course mm. yeah. it's a different thing. But as the man, he as the that man, man, yes. Man has done. And so, yes, absolutely. And so, uh, you know, anyway, where was that? I, anyway, I start training with him. Yeah. Uh, and he was just amazing. He hit it off. And that's where I was going. He, I didn't have a place to go after school because my mom was working. It was just me and her. Mm. And we didn't live far from the karate school, but she was like, what are you going to do? Like, we're, we're going to figure something out. And so Mr. T, I still call him Mr. T, man. I don't ever call him Mike. So he goes, uh, Mr. T's like, he's like, well, just have him ride his bike up here and he can do his homework and he can train. And my mom's Dude. like, my mom already couldn't afford classes. At the time, I didn't even know she wasn't paying because she couldn't afford it. And it was like 50 bucks a month, right? It's back yeah. 91, 90, I think 1990. So, so anyway, he just like didn't make her pay. He let me just come there every day. He'd make me do my homework. 
make sure I call my mom, let her know I'm safe. Yeah. If I didn't, that fool would come in there and hit me with some newspaper. <laughs> yeah. Straight up, I'd hear yeah. the newspaper crumbling out. I'd be like, oh, shit, and I'd grab the phone and start calling. <laughs> so uh, he'd come in, smack me around stuff, but he'd make sure I got my homework done, and then he'd put me training, man. And I just, I grew up there. Like, that's what I did. There yeah. wasn't any kind of after-school program, none of that shit. It was just... That was it. My mom get off of work whenever she could and she'd come and grab me. And so that's where I grew up, right? Doing that. So did that forever, man. So anyway, I stopped doing that right after I graduated high school, went off, party, did all kind of everything I could. Sure. You know, whatever job I could do. Yeah. And then uh, came back. I used to bring him lunch all the time, man. And he was just like, when are you can come back and teach for me? And I was like, Dude, I think I'm ready, man. Mm. You know, done working in the restaurants, doing all this stuff. So I came back, taught for him for a long time. And then, so that's what's going on during Oceans. So I had an arrangement with him where I could leave. That was my job. I could leave, though, as long as the school I was running was taken care of. Because mm. we had a couple schools. Right. So I trained my guys, made sure they could run it while I was gone. Right. They'd check in with me. But it would be weird because they'd call me. It'd be like one in the morning. Oh, and sure. And it'd be like, right, you know? Yeah. And so... Anyway, he was cool about it. We made it happen, uh, and that's our tour and everything. And then he ended up uh, he ended up dying about, I guess it's been about five five years, six years. I'm I don't know. I'm terrible with time. Right. But he ends up dying, and I was just like, man, okay. And there was a, a decision to make on the road. I was doing all this stuff, and it was just I wanted to be home with my daughter. I wanted to lay down a solid foundation for my life, and I knew that. I wanted to do something I love to do, which was martial arts. And it was either start my thing or be st stuck. Not, you know what I mean? Just be stagnant. I, I mean, with with the music. You, you with, had, with the martial arts school. Oh, with the martial arts school. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, I see what you're saying. Because I was playing music and I was teaching and I was like, well, my, my, my guy has died. Right. I want to do my thing. So I told the guys in the band, I was like, I want to open a school. Yeah. You know? And uh, it might take me a year to get it on there. So for that year of touring, we'll need to hire a replacement. Mm. I'll pay for it. We'll figure it out. Yeah. And it met with a lot of resistance. Um, and and in the end, it was right. I needed to be focused on the school. I think that's a tough decision if you think about it, right? Because you're doing what's best for you. What you see is your path that you have to take. Mm -hmm. But you doing that is going to impact four other individuals and their livelihoods. Right. Right. And so I see why you're saying, hey, we'll find a replacement. I'll pay for it or we'll do what we need to do. But but the fact that you're willing to do that tells me how important it was for you to start your own martial arts. school. Yeah. It's almost like you needed to give back. It seems like what what Mike Tucker did for you mm -hmm. sounds like you felt compelled that I need to do the same thing. Yeah, man. I don't. Yeah. I, I think at that time, everything was very unclear to me. Everything was super unclear. I. Yeah was in this world of traveling. When you go out on tour for that long, you come back and like the world isn't for me, maybe not for everybody. Yeah. But in my experience, I would be gone for so long that that became normal. And when I would like the world didn't exist, the home world didn't exist. I mean, it did, but it was so foreign. So yeah. far away. It wasn't, yeah, it wasn't visceral. Yeah. yeah. You know, it was like FaceTimes and, but the rest of your day is this thing you're doing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then, you know, getting back home and stuff. And I was, I don't know. I just, I, I felt I was scared shitless to quit the band. I was scared shitless to quit my job. I was scared shitless to go into debt. I was fucking terrified. Like yeah. I was like, oh my God. I think that I don't even I hardly remember those year, that year of my life because mm. I was so like cortisoled out. Like Yeah. Oh my God, everything's gonna yeah, fail. Fail yeah. it just crumble around you. Yeah, yeah but yeah. I started shooting out 
I started shooting out little, little lines, man. I was on tour one time. I was on tour in New York. Or maybe we were just playing a show out there. And I'm talking to our drum tech. And he's a great guy, Eric Lawless, if you're out there. Right? Oh, Eric mm-hmm. Lawless. No, Eric? Yeah, so, man. So you want to talk about a gangster real estate agent yeah. for commercial? No, dude, uh, yeah. Michelle knows Eric Lawless from like way back when, man. They're like real tight. They, they're, there's really? A, there's a strange family connection between, uh, between her and Eric Lawless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His uh, stepdad. I forget his name. God bless. Is related to Michelle? Well, played in uh, one of the uh, bands that Michelle's stepdad played in, mm. right? And so she she knew yeah, his yeah, stepsister, yeah. which I think she's all grown up now and and got a kid and everything. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. So, anyways, my bad. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, but, please but, but, do that. No, awesome, no, no. Man. But I, we we know Eric Lawless. Shouts yeah. out to Eric Lawless. No, no doubt. No, dude, that <laughs> breaks up the monotony of my voice. It's no, good you're for good. Me. You're good for me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying we, we we know who he is. You admit yeah, yeah. you, your drum tech, Eric Lawless. You hooked up with him. Yeah. Yeah, so he was he was doing drum drum work for us, like teching and doing all that. He'd come with us on occasion, and we went to eat at this overpriced fucking Italian place. Yeah, and he was talking about getting real estate. I said, "Dude, well, I think when I get back, I want to look into opening a school. Maybe you could take a look at a place for me." Yeah. I was just kind of throwing it out there, like yeah, there yeah. were these little pieces of me yeah. just slipping out the crack, but not really fully committed. You know? Yeah, yeah. We get home, and like three days later, Eric's like, "Hey, man, I found this place." Hmm. So he tells me about the place, and I'm like, "Well." So I start like challenging. I'm like, okay, well, how much do they want? Yeah. And so he goes in. And he's like, they're being really like, like negotiating. Like they're being very flexible. Like I can get you this and that, so this and this. And I was like, well, will they do this? And he throw it in. He come back. Yeah, they're cool with that. And I was like, <laughs> well, will they do this? Boom. And so it came to the point where the deal was so good. I was like, okay, look, everything's lined up. I gotta figure out how to get some money together. Like, mm. how am I gonna do this? I go to the banks, dude. I put together my little business plan. My, like Holly helped me. It was beautiful. It was yeah, like this yeah, thing. Yeah. I go to these banks. I never open that bitch once. Like I get up there, try to get an appointment. And they'd be like, well, do you have like, oh, look, I have this paperwork, sir. Yeah. Are you going to give me money? Yeah. Please give me money. Please give me money. I've made beautiful PDF. <laughs> <Yes>. No. <laughs> have a PowerPoint presentation. Yes. For you. Just wait. It's all here. I promise it's <laughs> yeah. going to work. Yeah. Oh my God. You're going to be rich too. No. Yeah, didn't right. So the banks had nothing to do with me. They were just like, you got to have 20, 30% or whatever for us to be able to do anything. And right. I'm like, if I had 20%, bro, I wouldn't be I won't, I won't need you. I won't need you. So I was like, ah, damn. All right, dude. I had to figure something out. So I reached out to <clears throat> a couple of old friends, man. A couple of old friends I knew who would be on board. And I, you know, I'd tell you the story about them, but to protect their privacy, I don't know. I don't know what they're, you know, all that is. So yeah, anyway, yeah, yeah. they're, they're awesome guys, man. They stood behind me. They fronted everything. I had nothing, man. And then, you know, and then another gangster move on Holly. She goes, hey, because they needed like some kind of collateral. Like, dude, what if you go under? What's up? Well, they put the house Firstborn yeah. child. Put the house. No, house. The, <laughs> house, man, not children. House, oh, not okay. child. Good Lord, man. As 100,000 more, it would have been the child. Right. So uh, maybe if it was what's-his-face. Oh, that's messed up. You who? know what I'm talking about. Who? Come on, man. The dude who hung himself or whatever, supposedly, and he had an island and all that shit. Epstein. Oh, no. Uh, maybe if you're going through Epstein, he'd be like, give me your children. Give me your children, not your house. <laughs> I got <laughs> plenty the, of houses. The blood of your children. Yeah. Oh, my anyway, God. My bad, my bad. My Them bad. fucking guys. Guys, so Holly was willing to put up the house. She's oh, like, I got she totally collateral. did, dude. We yeah. signed it over to this thing. And then so, like, so I get in there, start opening it up. I'm freaking the fuck out. I get in there and I'm like, all right, how am I going to teach? How am I going to get students? And we had our grand opening, man. And already had you know, taught out in Pearland area and done all this stuff. And so I had people who, you know, knew me. And mm-hmm. when I opened up, I had a grand opening and everybody fucking showed up. I, I had 12 geese, karate uniforms, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I had 12 of them. I was like, well, maybe we'll sell like 12, 12 students. And we signed up like 60 people. And I was like, what Damn. the fuck? So we had this big party, but all of these people came out to help. Man, my good buddy, Dwayne, he comes out and 
and brings, you know, barbecue, this and that. One of my old black belts, Glenn, who I love so much, he comes in and he gets my wall pads because I couldn't afford them. He gets his, he gets my vans tagged up with the, you know, with the, the, decals, with the decals and shit, man. All this stuff, just helping, dude. Just people just helping. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you guys are fucking amazing. So, so we start classes and everything. And then I get to the point where I'm like, man, I need a, I'm gonna need, you know, I'll figure it out. I'll keep going. Yeah. And turns out a couple of the guys that, you know, I got help from a couple of my students that I used to have that talked with me. They had got fired from their jobs. Uh, and anyway, they, they had to leave their jobs. Yeah. And I, uh, they were like, hey, man, we want to go teach with you. And I was like, come on. Come on. One of them, I said, I can't afford to pay you. And he goes, okay, well, I'm just going to take like a two-week vacation then, and then I'm going to come. And I was like, I get it, I get it, or a month, whatever yeah. it was. Yeah. The other one was like, I don't give a shit. You ain't got to pay me. I just want to be there. I just want to be there, man. Let's go. And I was like, uh, so this fool comes in and works for a month for free. For free. I'm working for free. I ain't got shit. Like, yeah, yeah. Everybody's There's working no for free. money. Everybody's working for free, man. I'm I'm trying to pay the bills, this and that, right? Right. And so uh, so anyway, ended up getting my guys, man. Students start rolling in. We start, you know. Start turning a profit. Getting there. We start we start to not not well, yes, I guess so, but I had all this debt to pay. Oh, right? uh, okay. So okay. I don't it is a profit, I guess, but it's going to pay off all that. So. Yeah, right. So we're still living on ramen, you know? And uh Dude, so yeah, we get all that out. We're going, we're going, we're going. And then like six or eight months later, COVID hits. And no. Was, it's a martial arts school, dude. No. Yeah, yeah. Full contact. <laughs> and, 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 and the house that Holly and Mazzy live in is on the line. Mm. And I was like, dude, all this hit me. And I was like, I didn't what even realize that, man. Fuck. COVID. Dude, and, and hey, okay, you know what? Okay. I'm with you. Yeah. And, and to everybody out there, everybody was affected by it. Yeah, absolutely. no difference on my part. Everybody had their story, but sure. this is my experience. This is your experience. Of, yeah, yeah, go. And it was yeah, and it was nuts, yeah. man. And so I'm like trying to figure it out. They're like shutting us down, but they're not shutting us down because I got licensed by the state to be a licensed uh, uh, child care center, so that I could pick kids up from school right. and teach them martial arts after. Right. So since I had that license, I could take care of kids that were essential workers' kids. Okay. Oh. So since we had that, I oh. put together this digital learning camp. And I upgraded my internet and I put it out there. I said, any essential workers, you need your kids to have school. I went and I made little cubbies in there and stuff, like little little cubicle Divide type things. Like to isolate. To yeah, yeah, yeah. They bring their computer. We help them with their homework all day. We teach them karate, this and that. That kept us floating, dude. We had people coming dude, in and helping. Way to go. Also, what kept us floating was, get this, is how badass our students are, man, our family. Man, these cats were still paying us even when they wouldn't come, couldn't come, just to keep us afloat as long as they could. Come they on. were still paying this and that. It was crazy. So they wouldn't even show up, but they'd still pay. At the time, we were we were trying to figure out what we were going to do, but they yeah. were still paying. So some of these people, I had their kids in the after-school program. They were paying me a good amount of money a month just to help us, just to make sure we were okay. And they're fucking solid, these people. And, and their kids man. weren't even in that. Their kids weren't even there. And one of the moms, I told her, I was like, dude, thank you so much. And she goes, she goes, Mr. Gary, when all this is over, we're going to need you here. Yeah. And I was just like, man. That's true. So it was beautiful, man. So then we started doing like YouTube videos and I was like, all right, we're going to make YouTube videos for every class and we're going to send them out. Yeah. And so we'd send the links and the kids were doing whatever. And then somebody kept telling me about Zoom and I was like, we got to figure that out. Yeah. So then we started <laughs> Zoom classing it, right? All that shit. And dude, that, let me tell you that, dude, you're sitting there and you're teaching classes. You got to chop classes down pretty short because it's like exhausting. Yeah. And when you're looking at a screen full of students and there's a seven-year-old and he's like jumping on his bed, wrestling with his dog while you're trying to teach him. And you're right. like, Johnny, 
get off the bed. <laughs> Dude, yes. Yeah. All the time. It was hilarious. Because even when they're physically, you got to get them kids in line. You got to get on them. Yeah, you, gotta, you, you sound like a, probably a junior high school principal. Oh, my God, for them kids. Oh, my God. Johnny, what I tell you about? What I tell you about? <laughs> get off that damn bed, boy. <laughs> and then while you're fussing Johnny, all 20 other kids are like yeah. waiting, you know what I mean? Right. Or you got like the kid that's like just totally watching TV. Yeah. And you're like, dude, get out <laughs> What are you man? even doing here? And then you like got the super committed parents where you see their arm enter the video every now and then yeah, yeah, and yeah. like, get you know what I mean? Or they'll right. go turn their legs and stuff. I'm like, thanks, yeah. man. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. But uh, <laughs> then they let us open like halfway, yeah, right? Yeah. So then we would have class half day. So you would come to class instead of multiple times a week. One time you'd do in person and one time you would do on Zoom so that we could mm. do the six foot apart spacing right, thing, right? Right, right. So we're doing that. We're rocking that stuff, dude. And then finally, you know, we came out of it, dude. We survived it because we worked our asses off. Yeah. Our people supported us like no doubt. insanely. No doubt. And then, and then kicked it, dude. So we just been hitting the school, inner fire martial arts, a war to rep today, baby. Let's go. Yeah. So uh, we uh, we've been doing great, man. We've got you know a lot of students now. A lot. Our school has grown. I've got a family there. Our uh, our instructors are just so close. Everybody's such a family. We've got this after school program and this summer camp, and our girls that work that are just amazing. Mm -hmm. Everything is just so good. And so. Yeah. Like yesterday, I was sitting at that summer party and I'm looking around, dude, and I was just like, this is so bad ass. Yeah. Like, it's just pure universe being like, here you go, guys, man, because these people are so fucking awesome. Yeah. You know? No doubt. What, what community are you in? Where's Inner Fire? It's on Pearland Parkway. Uh, Pearland Parkway between Beltway and, and, and uh, what's it, Barry Rose. So, oh, Barry so like, Rose. if you were, yeah, it's like Hughes is Barry Rose. I don't know if that's yeah. yeah, 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 right. So, yeah, we're kind of like middle Pearland Parkway, I guess. So, I if I took Hughes that. all the way to Barry Rose and I hit Pearland Parkway, bust take a right, right, take a right, yeah, take a right, because that's going towards ahead. Beltway, right? Yeah. And then I'm going to okay. be on the left. There's a Wendy's right there mm. and a couple gas stations, yeah, yeah, yeah. Boop, right that's there. Us. So, the Pearland community is who really Pearland came community, that's a good community, dude. Oh, they're amazing. Dude, I get along with them so well. They're so cool. The parents are just awesome. Yeah. They're trusting. They're mm. cool, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're just, it's like my people. You know what it is, man? And I think too, because I'm you know, i a parent. Cody's a parent. We're all parents, right? And I'm thinking about putting my kids in martial arts, man. And and having a program such as yours, it is. It, it, it is something that I think that it, it, it makes sense that the community came together to keep you guys afloat. Because yeah. it's something that's worthwhile. It's something that these skill set that these kids l will learn from there. Yes. It's going to be with yeah. them for the rest of their lives. Absolutely. You know I, mean? I can't, I have no idea who I'd be if it wasn't for martial arts. Yeah. Man, I'd be, I'd, I mean, no fucking clue. Right. And, and my biggest thing now with the school is just always, how can we do better? You know, mm -hmm. every one kid that, that quits or doesn't continue, or we didn't have an effect on them that we wanted to right. hits me. And I'm like, sure. what did we miss? Like, how could we have, Helped that person. It'd always be awesome if y'all guys could have like a, almost even an exit interview or like a survey. And, you know, well, yeah. I always do. I go and, and I like talk to the parents. Why are you leaving? What's up? A lot of times, if it does happen, it's not like we, can, we lose a whole lot or anything. But sure, when it sure, does, sure. they're usually moving or something, or sure. or my kids just not interested anymore. Some kids want to go play soccer or do whatever, and that's cool, man. And that happens. It's what it is. But yeah. there's only been a couple times that I've heard, oh, it's just not you know, it's not really having the effect on them. We hoped we brought them here for more discipline. We wanted it to it to affect him, oh. and he would do great in class. These kids would they'd be great for us. So we thought, okay, they're doing great. They're doing good. But at home, they'd be a real pain, you know. And so it was like, mm, and and it was just kids we couldn't we didn't get through to great kids. Sure, it's just sure. it's the way it is. It wasn't the right fit, I guess. And so those always make me go, how can we do better on that, you know? But then it always feels better when I walk in the classroom, and I see this huge group. Yep. 
and they're just doing so good. Yeah, yeah. And I'm see I see this five year old girl throw a jab cross roundhouse to the head at some kid, and I'm like, this at five years old. <laughs> oh, bro, I got videos on my phone. You got to see, dude. You'd be oh, like, man. look at these cats. Yeah. I mean, nailing it, and you're yeah. just like, this is amazing. Yeah. yeah so yeah. yes, is the overwhelming is is wonderful and good. These are just things I think of being uh, uh, doing something that you care about. You know, you're always going to be trying to find like how do I get better. Right. How do we get better? Where are we? What are we? What are we missing? Like, well, and this yeah. is your main job, isn't it? You don't do this anything is it, else. This, this is, is what it. you're doing. You're yeah, doing there's no part. time for anything so, else. Yeah, so I mean, no doubt, you yeah. put so much time and effort in it. But this is yeah. this is the main. This is how you eat. This is it, man. Yeah. So this is I've got I've got ten employees now. We've yeah. got uh, it, yeah, it's just amazing, dude. The people are just awesome. They work their butts off. I have a great crew, man. These cats are just. Cats are the jam. Where, where do you get your uh, employees? Are they students, former students? Or? So as far as instructors go, they're all former students that came up and just, you know, it was like, hey, he's going to be a good fit. Yeah. So I've got two main instructors that are there, and then I've got three assistants that are learning, you know, teach and doing better. And then the girls that work in the after-school program and all that have been with me for a long time. And usually it's like a, we'd meet them through a friend of one of the instructors, right? Something like that. However, I did get one girl through a, What's it called? Indeed. Indeed. Oh, she's amazing. She's incredible, dude. Hmm. I got it from Indeed, and I was just like, I don't know how I'm gonna get it from, like hire an outside person. Yeah. And she ended up being amazing. So anyway, yeah, just got the got the employees, man. They work, and and yeah, dude, it's that from morning to night, man, hitting that, and then jam on Sundays, baby. Yeah. <laughs> nice. So that's the catch up, man. That's nice. it. Jamming. No, that ain't it, man. That's that it, man. It. <laughs> See you guys later, man. <laughs> <All right. laughs> Love, man. And no, a word from our sponsors. That's true, from our sponsors. We actually could we actually could do a do a do a quick little break, a little sponsor break. Uh Mr. Mikey J, our producer, if you don't mind. Talk of all trades is sponsored in part by EasyCoin. EasyCoin is a cryptocurrency that looks to change the world by changing the way we view crypto. Our goal is to make it easy for everyone with our user-friendly interfaces, cutting-edge technology, and educational videos to teach the world that cryptocurrency doesn't have to be difficult. In fact, it can be downright easy. So head on over to MyEasyCoin.com to learn more. I think that's three. <laughs> that's definitely know, three. Maybe not. It's, it's a loud fan. We're working on fan issue here. It's a little, a little spicy. It's a good fan. It's a nice fan. Yeah, man. It's got those metal helicopter blades on yeah. it. Yeah. Sorry about that. Yeah, so we are trying nothing. Oh, no, that's three. Here. <laughs> that's three? That's three. That's he like told me blasting. the other one was three. All right, look, we're trying yeah. our best not to, uh, not you to die here. You can care it, dude. I think, I think we'll be okay. We'll just, just keep it here for a second, just for a quick second, try to cool down, yeah. try, to, try to just process everything we just took in. Right. Uh, Sean with the martial arts. With the with the music, like honestly, throughout the whole thing, I can't help but think that like, oh, man. All right, I'm not trying to suck your butt, but like, you deserve it, dude. The butt. No, I'm, I'm being for real. Like, no, like, like, you, you know what I mean? Like, dude, like, right off the rip, meeting you, you didn't know me from nobody. I mean, I guess maybe the fact that I knew Cody and Lane was was like, oh, anybody cool with Cody and Lane's gonna be cool with me. But it's like, like immediately we just like connected. You know what I mean? And I'm pretty sure that's not by accident. That's just who you are as a person. You're going to see these people, you're going to interact with people, and you do on a daily basis, and you have throughout your entire life. And, you, and it seems like you, you, you give off this, this, this good vibe, this, this like, hey, man, I'm, I'm here for you. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I will be of service to you in any way, whether it be a conversation, a lending ear, uh, martial arts, and then even through music. Look, what you, look how you affected that dude from the Middle yeah. East. You know yeah. what I'm saying? 
you know, and, and, and so and so the universe has a way of blessing all of that is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, man. You know what I mean? And so your success is, in my opinion, is, is by no accident. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I do, just, dude. That's just, that's just everyone just saying, hey, thank you for everything you do because, well, you know, everything happening in the, in the, in the success that, 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 that you are experiencing, I think is. I appreciate it. I mean, yeah. I, I, no, I hear you and I accept it, dude. It's, it does not fall on deaf ears. So thank you. Mm -hmm. Thank you very much. I really appreciate that. Yeah. Um, and, and I would say, you know, meeting you and, and Cody, everybody, man, it's, uh, it's also a, it's a testament to who you are. Same thing. That's why we hit it off. It's just right. like, yo, what's up? Yeah, you know what man. It's fun, dude. It was badass. It's a good vibe. Easy going. Very positive, man. Can I ask you real quick? Yeah. What was it like teaching Cody and Lane karate? I don't no, remember. Like, how, how, you don't remember? No, oh. I was like. Uh, of course, not. you have how many students go through. Yeah. Oh, well, no, no. I, re I do remember. I do remember them. No, no, yeah, no, no, yeah, no, no, yeah, no. Yeah, Not yeah. that. No, okay. I just, I was, I was a kid. I'm not that much older than y'all. That's what I was trying to piece together. As you were telling your story, I was trying to piece together like the timeline. I was like, wait, so when you were in Oceans, mm -hmm. when you were teaching USA? No. Yeah, but that was way no, later. No, that was later. That's no, when, when y'all were there, okay. that was, that was yes. different so, time. Yeah, so yeah. When, when were you teaching us when you were Man, I was in high school. I was in high school. You're still a student yourself, technically? Yeah, he was yeah. an assistant teacher. Okay, so you were just yeah. an assistant out. instructor. I was an assistant instructor okay. back then, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, I was a, I was in high school. I was probably like, you know, tenth, eleventh, maybe a senior. Yeah, like I was five, probably like a senior. Four or five years older than us, probably. Yeah, six, I'm not six, very six, much older than you. This is five, so about five, six years older. So yeah, all I remember from from USA was, I, I know we did this video, right? This was supposed to be like a trailer to a movie or something oh, like that. Oh, that was the movie night, that? baby. The movie night, yeah. We made this like, just VHS recording, and I remember the the name. Okay, so we all it was like you know two teams you know facing off. On this, like you know, karate match, yeah. right? And uh, all I remember was was my team was called Blades of Fire, you know. M maybe you know a nice, yes. a nice little you know yes. <laughs> precursor to Inner Fire. But, That's amazing, but, yeah, dude. Blades of Fire karate versus I don't know what the other you know group was, but yeah, we faced off. You know, we did karate moves on each other. I remember I died. <laughs> <laughs> oh dude yes and, and, and that was it i still have the vhs somewhere in my garage i'm, no. I'm pretty sure oh hell yes we've got to find it yes thomas you to. lose your shit these are amazing <laughs> oh i believe it we used to make the little po remember you'd make the poster with your team yeah. name or whatever yeah. and then and you would he'd hold like it do a camera no he, he oh. would hang it on a little pole and he'd get the camera and he'd yeah. like Zoom. shoot it and turn it off yeah. oh because it was the old school fucking yes you know? of course and it was all there's no editing man it was like straight up it was on the Fly. You got what you got. Yes. <laughs> oh yes. Yeah. yeah. The Blades of Fire logo was like a saw blade. You know, like yeah. a circular blade with fire. With fire. Oh, yeah, fire. of course, of course. They can't leave the fire out, dude. <laughs> fire. Dude. Also, did you ever do karate with Lane at the same time, or you're yeah. at separate times? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I don't know if we fought each other, or like faced each other, or anything like that. But dude, Lane was actually pretty tough. Let me tell you how I realized Lane because we <laughs> first drunk. Drunk. Well, yeah. Well, when we when we would met we met junior high school or whatever. Mm -hmm. And we would, you know, tussle around and things like that, of course, because you're a young, you're a young yeah. macho bravado. Yeah. yeah, let's go. Yeah, let's do it. Let's yeah. get it. And fucking Lane fucking like hip flipped me or did some shit. And I was like, what the <laughs> fuck was that? I was like, who the hell? Right. He just, yeah, the motherfucking yeah. Steven Seagal in my ass. I was like, no, he didn't. 
And I thought I was some badass because I was in boxing. That was the only martial arts I did, I guess. Yeah, yeah. It was just classic boxing. Yeah, you know? yeah. So I'm like, I got my handwork going, and that motherfucker just hit, flipped my ass. And hey, when you're on the ground as a boxer, there ain't shit you can do. Yeah. You better, do, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just cover up, or I don't know. So. Ah, uh, good for yeah. Lane. Yeah, That's good bad. for Lane. <laughs> I whoop his ass now, though. Right. Like, I, I, I want him to know that. Yeah, he ain't doing that no he's more. He's got a broke back, so. God, no, I'm just even messing. easier. <laughs> even better. Let's go. Let's go. Make all the excuses. You I want. want my revenge, Lane. I'm coming <laughs> for you. Lane usually actually uh, 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 chimes in on these uh, streams that we do. Oh, oh does he? Yeah. Sometimes I don't know if he's uh, if he's here now. Nope. Do we Shout have... out to Lane if he goes back and oh, watches yeah. it, man. He's yeah. such a good guy, man. Oh, he will. He, uh, yeah, I love him. Man. Yeah, he supports, man. He's that's our brother, man. Always, know man. Y'all yeah. know that. That's for sure. Never really tussled with you, Cody. Let's go. Nah, man. <laughs> that's oh, a man, podcast. That'd be crazy. That's that a podcast. Yeah. Oh, dude. Oh, man. That was a horrible time. Uh, that was horrible. That was my bad. That, that wasn't really a tussle, though. No, that was just me being a drunk idiot. <laughs> I apologize. Still uh, to this day. What do you do? What yeah. do you do? Hey, man, we all do it. I know. I know. We all do it, man. Yeah. What was that story? What happened with that? Oh, well, we don't man. want to talk about yeah, that. No, man, not really. We can talk about it. It was the crawfish boys. Is that what you're talking about? Bro, oh, yeah. God. Got a little too drunk. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I might have said something like. Yeah, he hey, didn't man, say like, anything. Like, Here's what happened. I just didn't measure my response properly, and I yeah. cold cocked him in the jaw. Yeah, and I didn't even. What? Make, even I was like, "What am I doing?" <laughs> but I'm just so drunk, I have no control of what's oh, happening, dude. and just cold cocked him in the jaw. But he took it like a champ. That's for damn sure. He looked Fuck at me. Yeah, yeah. dude. Yeah, here, was, he, don't I, leave him I, hanging. I was like, I was like. What? what the fuck? And I was like, oh. And then it was uh, Amanda Russell's brother, Dustin. He was yeah. like, hey, man, what the hell? And he's like, wasn't going to have the vibe, you know, be, be yeah, disturbed. Yeah, man. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So he had to jump in, and I, I understand. And, of course, I was just, uh, at that point, it was the point of no return. I'm just, you know, oh, you're just in like, it now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm <laughs> you want some of this, too? Yeah. Ego oh, takes over, man. Who else was some of Debo? You know what I'm saying? It, just, <laughs> it was just bad, dude. It was bad all the way, and I look like a complete ass. Ugh. Ah, it's okay, man. It happens. It's done. It happened back then. That was that was in my early twenties. I mean, what do you expect? You are no longer that person. I try not to be. Kind You're of not. Had, kind of had a little episode last night, even. <laughs> That's okay. You're we're still just, we're just different. At the, we're just at the mud park, right. you know, and just you know, you get stuck, and ah, what do you do? We're y'all right, y'all mud. <laughs> Mudding? I was mudding, yeah. Oh, so oh, yeah, right Cros on. Crosby has a mud park called Extreme. I don't yeah. know if you've heard of it or not, but it's like, know. dude, it's like fifteen hundred acres or something. And it's like if you have a an off roading vehicle, an ATV or four wheeler, whatever, you take, just go out there and get take it. that thing out there. It's like thirty bucks a person. Uh, kids under fourteen, I believe, are free. So and you can camp out there until like nine o'clock in the morning. So that's kind of what I did with my weekend, right? We started off with Cinco de Drinco, Cinco de Mayo. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? On Friday, yesterday, Saturday, we went to Extreme Mud Park and and, and did it up there, which is was was a lot of fun. That's badass. You, know you and the family went? Oh yeah. That's yeah, awesome, man. We try to bring dude. the kids, man, and try to get them to do things. You know, like I said, man, what you doing with the martial arts, man? Like, like parents really want to do things like that with their kids. They know, they understand how important it is for for children to experience just about everything they can. Sure, you know man. Yeah, absolutely. And get them outdoors. I mean, don't have them. I mean, the screens make such a challenge. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Don't have the kids just stuck on a screen, and it's so easy to do. We ourselves as parents get stuck on freaking screens. Yeah, and there's you know a there's I mean? a complaint I get from a lot of parents and being on the screens and stuff. And a oh. shout out to somebody on that who helped me to understand it. I'm working on the implementation and how it is, but there's a woman named Dr. Shafali, S H E F A L I, and she is a I don't know what she is, but she's awesome, and she yeah. gives a lot of uh, clarity to how kids behave and their their um, 
you know, their, uh, their, their, their development, right? Mm, okay, good. But not just that. It shines a light on the parent as well. And sure. how we respond to our kids yeah, and absolutely. how we deal with them and how we are projecting things onto them. Right, right. But the screen thing was super interesting. And she has like this whole breakdown of why the screen is so, so addicting to a kid. Mm. And she's like, it's not just about saying, oh, you don't want, I'm taking away the screen. You're not going to get the screen. We're not going to give you this, right? That's just like taking something away. Yeah. Find out what needs it meets. Become the source of those needs. Uh. And those needs are things, and she goes through them. There's like five or six needs that this thing may, meets. And when you start looking at it, you're like, whoa. And she's like, if you, the parent, can become the source of that, if you can just find places to do that, they don't, they don't, they don't want the screen as much. Mm-hmm. Like when I have my daughter, she doesn't grab, grab her screen. Right. You know what I mean? Every, every now and then, boom, boom. But sure. I tell her, I tell her, hey, no iPad. I mean, I don't, we just don't do that. But yeah, yeah. she has one. She uses it sometimes. But I'll notice. She'll look over at me if I'm sitting on the couch. Screen goes away. Glasses come off. Tickle time. Russell time. Ah, what? Russell time. Because she knows we're going to do that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So she can get that interaction met. She can get that there. Right. And not that I'm wonder dad by any means. But, yeah, sure. but I see it with her. I see her voluntarily be like, boom. And it's not a forced thing. Yeah. And it's a totally different approach from... That's enough. Let me take it, right? Yeah, no, no, no. That's doubt. how we were raised. No, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you definitely uh, in the N sixty four got taken away if you didn't, you know, whatever, mm-hmm. <laughs> whatever mm-hmm. thing yep. that you uh, the controller messed. got taken or something. Something, yeah. man, something. But, but, but oh, that's know. worse. You just got to stare at the system yeah. without the controller. <laughs> exactly. oh, Could you imagine? Yeah, I, I did never, never thought about the controller. That's, <laughs> that's actually pretty one. sinister. <laughs> that's horrible. all you can do is just start it. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> just look at them. Just look at it. God. <laughs> I will tell you what, though. I would I would probably be okay with that with Goldeneye because mm-hmm. that that music jam. No 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 Don't you remember the pause music for Goldeneye? Somebody on the internet like, actually like. No no dude hey hey Mikey J do me a favor look up on YouTube Goldeneye's pause music. Somebody actually did like a little like a little funny little TikTok about it. The the pause music for Goldeneye you don't remember? I don't remember yeah. it. I, I played oh, Goldeneye okay. like one time or two oh, okay. times. Okay, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That I was... couldn't. I always got killed so fast. I was like, it sucks. Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Goldeneye pause music. You'll, you'll see. Goldeneye. I know that was like the OG shooter game. It then. was it no was. doubt. They, they, was. Recently, they recently re-released it for like the Switch. What? Yeah, it's, it's badass. They should really check it out. Listen to this. There it is. Yeah. See. Oh shit! I do remember this music. Hold up! Hold up! Hold up! Check it out! It's coming! It's coming! Yep. Dean, somebody needs to do a rap over this. They do, dude. And this is crazy. Go. Let me tell you how I flow. Bitches don't even know when <laughs> I go hidden in a Camaro. I don't know. Roll up and smoke the Optimo. Dang. You know what I'm saying? Whatever. Ah, Whatever. I think Whatever. you just you did it, baby. Do what you do. You do what you do. Just you repeat that bitch over and over. What's up? What's up? What's up? My man. But yeah, I could probably, if they took my controller, jam to that. But right. I, I get what you're saying, man. Like, get, you got to be involved and in, in the moment. Like when we went to the mud park, my kids were not on the screens. No. We were outside. We're camping. We're riding forward. They ain't even asking for them. Yeah. I mean, okay, for a second, when we p- took a break to eat, yeah. You know, my kid just likes to watch a little freaking YouTube, Mr. Beast, whatever. Yeah. And uh, he's got it there and he's eating his food and stuff. But I mean, that's like maybe t- 10 minutes, if that. Yeah. If if that, because like, again, we're out, we're doing things. Sure. And then like what you said, you, you, you pay attention. Like there's times where even I'm on my phone and my son comes up and goes, hey, dad, I, you know, uh, or my daughter too. Hey, I, I want to do, you know, and 
I'll be honest, I'm not perfect. <laughs> There's yeah, times yeah. where I'm just scrolling and they're talking to me and then I, I have to catch myself and be like, hey, Thomas, put that motherfucker down, dude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pay yeah. attention to your damn children. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 like, yeah. they just told you a whole story. You don't know a damn thing they said. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, that's dude. bad, man. That's an important so, important time, man. Yeah, it is. It is. It is. Because, I mean. Well, I mean, and I think it's important for them to learn to be bored. I, oh, sure. I, like, I straight agree. up, have nothing to do. Yeah. Because they will start figuring some cool shit out, dude. Yeah. yeah. My daughter just does the coolest shit whenever she's bored out of her mind. She like pitches a pit for a minute. It's like, well, this is all you got. And then once that's gone, next thing you know, she's drawing some shit or building some shit. Uh-huh. Just badass. She figured like, it out. She figured it out. Fuck yeah. yeah like yeah. it's either I'm gonna sit here and stare at the ceiling or I'm gonna do something. How old is she now, by the way? She's seven. Seven. She turned seven that in January. Quickly. Super quick, man. That's your only one? Yeah, she's a savage too, man. Yeah. She is a feral beast. <laughs> that that girl, dude, that girl is crazy. And I love it. <laughs> Does I she do karate? Love it. She did Could you it. imagine if she didn't? That'd be she, hilarious. Well, no, here's what she did. She did it from three to yeah. five years old, okay. right? In yeah. the in the little warriors class. Right, mm-hmm. right, right. And she like kind of graduated from it. Just like, hey, we're gonna move to the next little thing. And she's like, I'm gonna try yeah. cheer. So she did cheer for a year. Mm. And then she's like, all right, I'm not gonna do cheer anymore. I'm gonna go back to karate. So she's starting again. Okay. Back cool. to it. But I, I did, I was like, man, I don't wanna like make you make right, you. Right, but right. But I'm gonna try to coerce you. And at some point, I might make you make it because, because the, it's like math for me. You got to learn how to read, write, and kick somebody's ass dude, if you need to. Because like, that's a, a pra- gift that's a practical you. thing. It's though. a practical it's thing. A practical, you are a beautiful little women. girl. Yep, yep, mm-hmm. yep, yep, this yep. is something you'll thank me for later. Yep. I know you don't want to do it because it's hard, yeah. but yo, get over it, man. It's yeah. gonna make you strong. And, so, that, and that's that's my balance. mindset too with with my kids, trying to put them in, especially even with Zoe. Like, dude, you need to know how to protect yourself. Yeah. There's some nefarious people out there. And there's this, and yeah. you're going to encounter them. And I don't want you to like beat them down to where it's like, you know, fatality, finish them. I mean, beat them down enough to where you can get the hell away. Minimum you know necessary force, man. You know what I mean? Just, yeah, just yeah, get, absolutely. you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Like, just, you know, and then get out of there. You know? Yeah, it's so. important, dude. It's it's super important. It's, uh, uh, I mean, I, I, I wish everybody knew how to defend themselves. And it's crazy. You say the nefarious people there are. And somebody was talking to them the other day, like, man, the world's just so crazy right now like everybody's this and that and i was like you know what i gotta tell you like every day i go to the gym every day well four days right and Mm -hmm. when i go i warm up on on the the bike and every day on that fucking screen Mm -hmm. is fox news or something and it's going alert you know the fucking world's gonna end the fucking this guy has paperwork that's hidden under a bed somewhere it's like man what the fuck i'm at a health club and you're feeding us this shit so i don't look at it right and then I'll talk to people and they're like, yeah, the world's just a bad place right now. This and that. I'm like, listen, let me just ask you something. And I know there's like some crazy shit going on, but really, legitimately. Yeah. How many assholes do you meet a day? Because I don't. Mm. Most 99% of the motherfuckers I meet in a month right. are cool as fuck. Yeah. At least in that moment they are. Sure. Maybe they're doing some shady shit somewhere else I don't know about. Yeah, right, right. But mostly, dude, everybody's just cool. It could be that where I'm at, where I hang out makes a big difference, I'm sure. No doubt. You meet more assholes in other spots. Yeah, no doubt. So that kind of just kills my argument there. Maybe I'm just in a cool spot. Yeah, well, I mean. But I just think people are, I think people are fundamentally fucking good. We just have things that are, we we don't have that fucking support. Society doesn't teach us how to fucking what to value they teach us they teach us what to value let me take that back they teach us what to value but and it's the, the wrong, wrong thing shit. the wrong thing and it's not the wrong shit i won't say wrong because wrong is a bullshit word it is things that are not functionally they're not healthy right there are things that we value that aren't healthy i won't say they're wrong but they're you know they ain't gonna keep you healthy do you think it's do you think it's designed that way to to drive dollars revenue i don't know do you see what i'm saying like like i don't know is it I, all are we just consumers you know what i mean and that's how we're viewed 
Right. I, I think you, yes. I need, you, I need your dollars. I think so. I think definitely in the eyes of like right in the eyes of media and everything being set up. You know, yes. I mean, to me, it only makes sense. Like, but I don't think even those people doing it are fucking nefarious. I think they're scared. Survival is a strong fucking thing, man. No, no doubt. They got and, they have a paycheck that's dependent on it. They got. And, and if home, I don't eat. do this, what's yeah. going to happen? Yeah, 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 Survival yeah. is such a more powerful driver in the human being than creativity is usually there's like yeah. the carrot and the stick right yeah and most of us are more driven by the stick than the carrot and it's like we're afraid of certain things and it makes us do shit like that man and mm. i'm not immune to it and i'm not talking about like no yeah <laughs> being like trying to change people's minds for money not no, that but no. you know what i mean i know the feeling of being yeah. worried about survival and things like that so yeah. you're backed in the corner i mean what are you gonna do we're, yeah, well, a lot of times we're not even, here's the crazy yeah, we're thing, back we're not even back, but in here we are, yeah. Yeah. and that's the thing, yeah. the news goes boom, you're backed in a corner, how better to control people, right, and I, like I said, I don't know, this sounds like some conspiracy thing, but I don't know what the fuck is true, I don't know what they're thinking, but I see it, it's kind of obvious, right, like they're always preaching fucking scared. Yeah. You know how long I drove down fucking Beltway 8 with the fucking COVID code red alert? Boom, oh, boom. man. Mm-hmm. I remember I said, days. don't you fucking think we know? Can't you? How about you put up some health tips, bro? How yeah. about you put up, get some vitamin D, do this, yeah, do this, yeah, do yeah. this. Yeah. Oh, but you know what I'm saying? Give us some fucking good news, man. There's no good news. No good. There is so much good news, and it's not on the news. But it's not on the news. It ain't on the fucking that news. Don't man. That, that don't sell. That don't. It doesn't sell. So yes, your question. I mean, yes, I would agree. If you ask me, like, if I had to put my money on it, yeah, dude, it's a fucking design. Absolutely. Sure. How else do you control people and do this and that? Mm. I w- I don't blame them. I don't uh, demonize anybody because there's no them. Sure. We're all just fucking people. All just it's part, part of, of the system that we got caught up in. We got caught up agree and we made the system no man i had somebody ask me the other day because i work in the plants right the chemical plants and uh that's pretty much what you do if you grew up out here and you're not going to college you want to make good money mm-hmm. you know we know that we're an industrial town we're an industrial city anyways the point is someone said man how could you work for a plant when you know that they're kind of part of like the whole environmental crisis and parts like that and it's like though i understand where they're coming from and i could probably give them a million and one reasons how the plants are doing whatever they're doing to minimize environmental impact but the fact still remains, man, like if we didn't have them, the world would be mm. at least a little bit healthier. Sure. Of course, we wouldn't have the plastics and we wouldn't have all the sure. stuff and everything, all this, all that stuff and everything else. But I think we'd still figure it out. But regardless, yeah. uh, my answer to that was I got to feed my family. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. You got to yeah. find a way to feed the, feed the family. And this is yeah. it. And so you're right. You, you, would, you might go against what may be considered morally uh, correct or go against some of your own little values just, just to provide and just to survive just you know to survive I mean? which how can you be blamed for that man you can't yeah you can't be you can't be and so no. that's why you say you, know, you can't sit there and point the finger at the them we have a lot of songs that we write that talk about the them you know and i think what we try to talk about is whoever might have orchestrated it from the very very beginning the very top and i don't know who that could be but it's always the power structure and the power struggle and yeah. then keep everyone in line and it used to be things like uh Religion. Religion was mm-hmm. a way to keep people in line. Eternal damnation, you know, would scare people. And What better you know way what to mean? terrify You know what I mean? Being. Yeah, exactly, right? Yeah, exactly. Absolutely, man. And now that's now morphed into whatever it is now. Mm-hmm. Things that you're, they tell you you're supposed to have and, and you're supposed to do to be considered successful or whatever. I don't know. I think I think it I think you're absolutely right, dude. But every piece of that here's the thing, we were talking about AI earlier, right? No, yeah. But that but was pre show, but yes. Here's what's really weird, dude. Yes, pre show. Here's what's really weird. Like, 
all of that stuff that we're talking about is is us. Like like yeah. we're we're doing it. So like yeah. even like people have been talking about the doom and gloom on the AI thing, right? Mm -hmm. And all the stuff, and then like the how bad social media is and all these things, right? People created it. Well, here's the crazy <laughs> thing, dude. I was sitting there and I was thinking about it the other night. I was like, man, talking about all this fucking you know, Terminator shit happening and all this stuff, right? Mm -hmm. You know, whatever's going on. And I thought this is wild. Like I have this thing right here, this little this little phone, yep. right? Yep, 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 yep. And and I thought, dude, this is we could stop the whole thing by doing this. Ah. In, but everybody would have to do it. Yeah. I'm not saying that's the thing to do. I know that there's way more to it. You got electric, but you got, there is all this system that keeps us, um, you know, where we're at. Yeah. I, I, I get it. Yes, I understand. But just the fact that if everything went out, it would just like be back to this like primal thing. There'd probably be a lot of ugly shit happening. There would be. Mm -hmm. Woo! There would be. Bro. I mean, you see it whenever storms come in and shit, man. It'd be yeah. brutal. I'm not saying it'd be better. I'm saying that that uh, threat, that thing, is literally this thing that we have, you know. Like, it's like a byproduct. You just like stop it. It's it's crazy, but but it all comes definitely from a deep down, I think, place of the human being wanting to survive, be safe, be loved. Yeah, know? and we've designed our societies in such a way, and our lifestyle and our way of life in the first world countries, right? That's sure. all we can speak on, right? Around that, or necessarily this, but just technology. I'm just gonna call it technology. All right. You're right. If we did cut it out immediately, I think there's been some, you know, hypothesis on it, but there would be like within the first six months, I don't know, something like 90, 80 to 90 percent of the population would just die. You know yeah, what I mean? Because 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 here's the thing: where do we go to get food? Where do you, you go know? to get food? Where do you go to get sick people on on on? Yeah, uh, you know, machines. Certain types of medications. Somebody stuff. dying. Oh my oh, god! Yeah, yeah. It's done. No, no accountability. I mean, nothing. You just go. That I think it's. We've done beautiful shit with it. We just. Yeah. It also anything that we do that's an extension of us is going to accentuate all sides of us. Everything. Mm, yeah. The good, good and the bad and the shadow. Man, yeah. it's all going to get fucking put. Up, and that's okay. Maybe I was talking to a buddy the other night. We're sitting there and they're talking about some shit, and I thought, man, maybe it's just like the part. We're just going through the part right now. Mm -hmm. We're going through the evolution. We're going through the paint, the molting. You know what I mean? Yeah. This isn't like the end. This isn't doom and gloom. Right. This is growing pains. That's it. Yeah. This is us ah, fucking yeah. getting to the next uh, spot. We're yeah, crawling, bro. Yeah. And it's like, we got to figure it out, dude. None of us fucking know. That's a really good point, dude. It's yep. a whole new fucking era, dude. And the only way to do that is to fucking go through that fucking resistance. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Live and learn. So, yeah, dude. So I think that that's where we're at. I have no idea if that's the truth. And none of us do. No. So if I'm going to propose my own fucking future, then I'm going to go ahead and shoot that one out there because it at least is inspiring. No, it's a little no doubt. It's a little no hopeful. doubt. Yeah. No yeah, doubt. Man. Yeah, and like, if you're going to err on something, why not err on the positive? Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And because and, we don't know. And, yeah. and, and also at the same time, what if, what if we all maybe started thinking like that? Yeah. Then what happens? Then shit starts to change. Yeah. You know what? And we start to do things differently because it's like, oh, this is part of that. Yeah. Instead of, oh no, based on how we're seeing the fucking world, that's how we're gonna behave. That's right. how we're gonna respond and, and act. And that's how and you that's know? you know what's funny is that's how a lot of people like okay, so yesterday there was a mass shooting, right? Okay, and mass shootings are a big topic here, especially in America. Right. And so a lot of people like to say that the mass shootings are a product of some people watching all of the doom and gloom or the sure. new or whatever it is and, mm -hmm. and then taking rather than airing on the positive taking that and spinning it and going and being affected by it and influenced on the negative clearly because sure. they went to this extreme yeah. you know what I mean 
to where I'm just going to go in there and just try to take out as many lives as I can. Right. You know what I mean? And that's, I don't know, man. You and, and then that, of course, it's crazy because it's it's like a cycle. It just feeds back into itself. Now people like us watch and go, oh, another mass shooting. Oh, it just, just spells out how, you know. How bad the world is. How bad is. the world really yeah. is. It's, it's, it's the end times. Here we are, you know, just I think that this, this thing, shooting. that hits something in a person, man, for a person to have to do that. Now, I'm, I, I can't claim to understand someone who's gone through that. Right. Who's done that. Not gone through that. Who's done that. Yeah. I don't know what's going on in their head. Right. right? But it, it hits something in a human that's been dormantly waiting for that. Like, you know, it, it's something, something triggered you. Mm. Something went boom. Like and a Manchurian just, candidate type thing? I mean, not that. Not, well, not, that's no, crazy. but not like, you know, yeah, something yeah, not maybe they went through, who design, knows what but... they went through, through their, their father or their mother or kids at school being bullies or people being just anything they could have gone through. And all of a sudden it just hit and they're like, that's fucking it. Yeah. You know what I mean? They I mean, snap. think about it, take it. And I love you. You're a wonderful person. You never shoot anybody. But sure. think about the day you punched Cody, right? Yeah. yeah. It just, it happened. You yeah, didn't happened. know it happened. Yeah, You're yeah, like, yeah. I'm just in it. Well, I was also really drunk. You were drunk. Yeah. <laughs> and see, I have no, and I've, but I've done that. Know. I've like yelled and been like, oh, whatever. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what, I'm not sure what happens with, uh, with people like that, but I know that it's, it's a, it's a huge tragedy. You know, there's a story. Remember that UT shooter? I, I didn't. I think it was before my time. Shoot. You talking about the one in the bell tower? In the bell tower. Sixties. Mm -hmm. You ever hear about what the deal was with him? I oh. learned this from uh, Sam Harris was talking about. It. I don't know if y'all know who he is, but he was talking about it. Apparently, I'll get the story wrong, but yeah. this was really crazy. He um, and this is not to, hundred percent right now. Just uh, to be clear, this is not to condone or make excuses for anyone. Sure. Shooting like that is absolutely fucking atrocious. Yeah, like, yeah. I know. I mean, I have a baby girl. Like, oh, yeah. I love humans. Like, you know. Right. But there was, you know, the guy goes up there and, and did this thing, but apparently he, like, wrote a letter or something to his wife or whoever and was like, I don't know why I'm doing this. I can't stop myself from doing it. Like, please, you know, check my brain. I can't stop. Mm. Boom. Yeah. And they went, and after they killed him, they did an autopsy on his brain, and he had, like, a huge like softball tumor pushing on it like his amygdala and the doctors were like he literally had no control like impulse control with this oh, thing wow. like it was been, isn't that wild yeah, and, and wild. to think about it you're like we didn't understand him completely it, mm -hmm. it's a crazy it's a crazy dichotomy because it's not like oh it's okay that he did that it's not no, ever it's saying not to that say it's that, just like but this is the, this is something that just yeah a very physical reason too it like, just fucking you know, happened. Because like, I think we always uh, start to examine the psychological and what were his environmental, his, I say his because it's mostly a, a male shooter, but whatever, the shooter's environmental conditions and things like that. What was, how were they brought up and, yeah. and, and, and what trauma did they experience? And just try to figure all that out. But look, this was a very real physical case yeah. of a tumor. this dude had a tumor pressing on his it amygdala. Be, it could be so many things. Suppressed man. his impulse control and boom. It could be so many fucking things, man. It's really, wow. it's really wild, man. And and we have to keep. I, I don't, I don't know the answers uh, to yeah. everything, but I think that there's there's a there's a fluidity with which we have to approach all these things. We yeah. have to, you know, there's all these little yeah. details and all these things that yeah. we have to have compassion and some absolutely some like love to be like, okay, hold on, yeah, what's happening? Yeah, yeah. You know, let's look around. Let's see what the fuck's happening. Why did this happen? We yeah. need to find out why. Yeah. How do we stop that? I know? would certainly, you know. Because trauma happens so early for, for for some people. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Of course, adults can go through trauma. Um, something can happen very traumatic in your adult life, and that might shape the rest of your life from that point on. 
and you got these children that you could really re- and that's why we always try to reach out to the children you know that's why programs like what you're doing is so important yeah. that's a very positive thing and, and yeah. especially in children's lives and their development you know i would try to say man like let's stop the bullying you know let's mm. t- let's let's let you know these kids man they they need to these kids who are scared for their own survival and their own like safety just going to school you know just let that be you know your inspiration to just be kind to everyone then mm-hmm. you know and re- and and to reach out and stop bullying when you see it mm-hmm. because you might push this kid to the edge man whoever the hell's getting bullied has finally had enough of it yeah and just says all right i'm done i'm coming after you yeah. you know what i'm saying and whoever's in my way yeah. and it's like you know you could try your best to just try to reach him at that level and i would say you know as a as a parent you know I know the kids are saying, you don't even realize that, you know, to our generation, y'all didn't have mass shootings like this. And we didn't, I guess. But 99 with Columbine, and we didn't really deal with it at, this, at the rate that they're kind of dealing with it, you know. And though we didn't deal with it like that, at least at their level as, as kids, dealing with it as a parent mm-hmm. is, I would say, equally if not more terrifying oh because that's God. your children dude that's your baby. that is that is a parent's worst nightmare is losing their kids yeah and absolutely. i damn sure don't want to lose them to a freaking mass shooting you know something so senseless and something you can't even help you know uh, yeah yeah exactly so you're right i don't know what the answers are but we can try to just do the best we can to to infect that that positivity sure man you know? i think it starts with the level of the individual man you know it's the individual it's finding a sense of and like i said dude i'm not qualified to speak on this shit at all like you <laughs> yeah. know but these are just things that i see i'm just sharing my 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 view it has nothing to do with you know uh facts that you know anywhere it's just my view but i think that it starts at the level of the individual man yeah. if if we can find our our worth you know, our sense of worth. Maybe we don't look to bully other people, you know, things like that. I had a really cool to kind of brighten up the experience here. So I got down that <laughs> hole. But the other day we got called to go do a talk at a school, man. They're having the star test, right? Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. Okay, the star test thing. Cool. And she's like, hey, we need to we need to have them, you know, you know, do a motivational thing. And it's like, I'm like, yeah, fucking awesome, dude. We'll come motivate them for the star test right on. Because the teachers are This just, is a Pearland school, by the way? Yeah, it's Pearland school. Oh, cool, cool. So we get called quite a bit to the schools for that and they're just awesome man these teachers work so hard dude i mean they're awesome they're good people man those schools are good man those ladies are super rad but i go in there dude and we have this uh we go in and one of the things i do is like in martial arts you see them break boards right 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 so what we do is we use boards to represent a challenge Mm. so and breaking through a challenge Mm -hmm. It's what it is. So I, I tell people when they first come in, I always have like my kids break it. It's a confidence board. It's very, very small. Like you're going to break it. Yeah, yeah. It might take you a few hits, but you're going to break it. Yeah, yeah. But I explain to them, I'm like, you're going to run into hard things in your life. There are going to be challenges and difficulty. And no if you run from it, you're running from your dreams. You're running from what's happening. But if mm. you go through it, you're going to be stronger on the other side. Like you got no choice, man. Like you run, you're going to get weaker. You go through it, you're going to be stronger. Right. And so I tell them the board represents that. So I want you to focus, boom, boom. Because a lot of times they walk in, they're like, I can't break a board. And it's like, yeah, you thought you couldn't. And then here you did, right? Yeah. So anyway, at the school, we do a presentation, do all this stuff, get the kids fired up and stuff. And I tell them about the board, right? And I pull out a board, dude. And it's got star written on it. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, all right, guys. I was like, I've been watching. I'm looking for somebody who's who's uh, going to come up and break this board, you know? And there's a few of our students are in the crowd and one's wearing our wearing our hoodie oh yeah 
and I look, and I don't know how, uh, if she's a popular kid at school or something, but she doesn't strike me as one. She's an awesome kid. I fucking love her, dude. She's right. so cool, but I don't, I don't know. She doesn't strike me as the, the popular knowing kid. Knowing how, yeah, school and, you know, society, Knowing how dynamics. the kids are. Yeah, yeah. And two of my instructors come up, and they said, hey, you should call her up. And usually I call somebody who isn't our student, you know, and I was like, all right, I'm going to call her up, man. Yeah. So I call her up, and I'm like, who knows her, dude? And everybody's just like, man, they're raising their hand. And yeah. We're just, are you lucky kids? This is one of the coolest kids. And they're all just looking at her, right? Yeah, yeah. And so then I have her smash the board. And she's already done it. So she already knows. She's like, yeah, Yo, let's do this. Yeah, yeah. I hold it. And she bow. She plows through that thing. And everybody's like, yeah. Give her the board, dude. And she's just like, she goes, sits down, right? <laughs> so like the next day, her mom comes in to, to the school, man. And she's like, I just want to thank you for what y'all did. Dude, yes. She goes, she came home. I picked her up from school and she goes, Mom, I'm like the coolest kid in school right now. <laughs> and I was like, when we talk about little moments, yeah. who knows what that fucking moment is gonna do could for, have done for her. The rest of her mm. life. The rest of her life. She She's, might go, mm. you know what, dude? I got this thing, you know? And then when somebody comes and bullies, it's like she knows. Boom, like, oh, man. Yeah. I tell her, dude, that's you're just somebody gonna, talking, speaking words, yeah, man. You're not going to bring me down. I know who what I'm remember, worth. Yeah. I always tell him, dude, I got this from a guy I've learned a lot from, but he's like, but it's like, look, if this kid came up and you speak English and he started speaking Chinese to you, yeah, would you be offended? Yeah. You wouldn't know what the hell he was saying. Yeah. So he's just spitting sounds at you, man. Yeah. Get rid of it. Until his hands are on you, you got no reason. Yeah. To, and then know? that's why we're here. And that's he why puts, we're here, baby. Because if he puts hands on you, you're going to do... Because you respect yourself. Yeah. And nobody touches you like absolutely. that. And that's just that. You can warn him. You can be... You can, hey, hey, but psh, no, absolutely not. So, so stuff like that's cool. I think really, really one of the things with the kids going through that stuff is going through that, that difficulty and finding that they can succeed. And then yeah. you're like, dude, it's good for adults. Yeah. Look at how much fucking jujitsu's changed so many grown people's lives, man, mm -hmm. from going in there and going through these challenges and doing all this stuff, man. It's fucking amazing, dude. Not to mention it's for their health as well. For their health. The older you get, man, the older you get, health, man, older you, get, man it, you gotta be active, dude. You yeah, gotta yeah. be active. Dude, oh, because yeah, Because if you're not, dude, it's it's gonna take a decline. Oh, yeah. I gotta work twice as hard now as I used to yeah. have to do. You know what I mean? Yeah, no doubt. So, no doubt. Sean, can I ask you something real quick? Can we can we take a little a little break, a little pause? But while we do, I was hoping we could watch one of your videos from Anova Skyway. Dude, we totally have to talk about if we have time. Yeah. Okay, I'm good for whatever. Yeah. Uh, the what's currently going on with music? I don't want to. Uh, you know, I've got a couple of great bands that I love that I'm in right now. Right. And Anova Skyway is one of them. Um. So and yeah, we can actually check this video out. I started with these guys after I had. Quit Oceans. Yeah. Uh, Mike, there, there's two mics in the band with the drummer. I've been friends with these guys forever, man. We okay. used to play in some other bands, like just running the scene back in the day. Yeah, you know, right. And he called me up. was like, hey, there's been a change in the band. You want to play guitar? And I was like, you know what? Let's check it out, dude. So he yeah. went in there. Yeah. And it's been different from anything I've ever done. Yeah. And it's fucking fun. The guys are so cool, man. It's real, real quick, to get the around. timeline. This is, I know you said it's after, after Oceans. Yeah. But after I, Oceans, in even after that, Inner, inner fire yeah so i was about inner fire so now this is i was about a current. year and a half probably or two years into having opened inner fire yeah i had gotten i think we got through the COVID thing i was post-covid yeah yeah so it was through all that stuff and then they hit me up and we were we started jamming after that i you was like i got you got time now i can't tour a bunch sure, but sure i can commit a day a week or something they're like dude we can't either man but we can we can do some touring just not three fucking months four months yeah. at a time you right, know what i mean right so that's where it is, man. Old friends, this is good stuff. We've got a couple of... Uh, What's the name of the song? The first song we can put on now, Horizon. This is off the first EP that I'm actually on. There's okay. a couple 
couple of new guys in the band, me. What happened was Mike, the singer that you'll see, he used yeah. to play guitar. Yeah, yeah. Their singer left. Okay. Mike rolled into the vocalist position. Okay. They needed another guitar player. So I rolled in, and then we actually got a new keyboard player. And so uh, that's kind of what's been happening. But yeah, dude, if y'all want to rock yeah, this let's, thing. Yeah, let's rock it, man. We'll take a little break and rock awesome. that. Hey, thanks, Mikey.
Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> that was good. Nice and heavy. Nice I love I heavy. love outros, man. That yeah, that outro it's was a, killer. Yeah. Thanks, man. That own. Something of <laughs> the thing that's different. Yeah, dude, we're gonna have to check it out for sure. You said it's already available. For so that, yeah, that is our. That's the yeah, that EP is called Reset. <laughs> it's called Reset. We named it. Are Reset. We not on? Okay, a Nova. Oh, we're not on. I don't think so. We just said all that. We should be good. I know. Yeah, Vitamin R was up there. Okay, we're we here now. We're we're back. We're good. Okay, we're back now. Okay. We we're... just said the most mind blowing shit. Oh, okay. I can't believe it. <laughs> and now no one will hear it. No, I don't so... even remember what it was, man. Those those that uh st stuck around and uh watched that that was a Nova Skyway that was reset. No, the reset's the album. The name of the album is Reset, the name of the song's Horizon. Horizon, yeah. Yes. Here it is right here. Boom. Guess what? Added. Bow. Yeah, dude, get Bow. the get the EP. It's great, dude. It's a it's a it really is good. Actually, what's really cool, that song. Yeah. Little Humble brag for all of us musicians who mm. have been like trying to do shit forever. Let's that go, bitch hit go. number 20 something on Billboard. Come on. That song. What? That song? Yep. It was the indicator charts, which is like a part of Billboard. It wasn't like the, you sold a cabillion records, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but it was still cool. It was yeah, still, no doubt. wow, that's cool. It was yeah, like, it's, most it's on the map. It's on the radar. Spins. It was on the radar. It was cool. Let's go. You know? Yeah, man. From like streams, pretty much. Or? It was, a, I think it was like radio play. Stop. Radio, okay. Yeah, you have to talk to the other guys in the band to give you the the the, figure, the, yeah. the the truth of it. I don't I don't know exactly, man. Mm -hmm. I'm just like, oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's yeah, one yeah. of the things. But it was very cool, man. So yeah, I love this fucking band, man. It's fun to play with. Everybody's super committed. Everybody is super laid back. Yeah, everybody's like, I don't know. Yeah, adults. yeah. It's just fucking fun. Yeah, no doubt, chill, no doubt, no doubt, no doubt. I hey, love the music. Do you think? Do you think it'll get as far as some of your other projects have gone or i have no idea i have no idea where it'll go i mean it would be awesome for it to take off we'd love to share it with more people sure sure you know absolutely uh i mean what if it did go all the way like what if it did start to like tour well if it starts to tour that's cool it just has to be well here's here's something i'm learning for well everybody's in a different boat everybody's got a job mm -hmm. a few of us have kids mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying we ain't yeah. trying to well you know it get as big as it can get without us being gone forever and that's just that yeah. you know we have families to take care of we have sit like that and that's just you know what it is yeah but we will do as much as we can 
sure. you know? Sure. Yeah. And for me, one of the things I've learned over the past couple of years is I always, I was always on the mat, kicking and punching, teaching, right? That's what right. I did. Right. I realized after opening a business that there is, I'm not going to say irresponsible because that would be judgmental people who don't do it, but it is a, it is a wonderful thing to set up your martial arts school, your corner store, your whatever your business is. That is a business. I think be hands off. Be able to, if I end up in the hospital for six months, yeah, all my employees aren't going to be out of a job. Right. Right. Because yes, hands off. Because so it operates. You don't want, for me, I'm trying to get to where there's not one person who is in this key spot that can't be replaced for a while if they're out. Mm -hmm. Right? You know what I mean? Because if you have like one guy that can only do it and then he's gone, nobody knows how to do it. That's a recipe for failure. Is that how know? Mike Tucker set up USA Karate at one point? Um, no, he did. No, I mean, I don't know. Maybe. I, I'm not sure. I mean, I was running it when he was in the hospital a lot. Um, I was running it at that time when he would, when he was sick. Yeah. Um, so no, yeah, he did great. He actually could. You know what? Let me clarify. Yes, he did. Yeah, because it's still absolutely going. Absolutely he did. Yes, because it's still going. It's so still absolutely going. he did. I, I was hesitant because he was always there as much yeah, as he could be. That's what you're saying. And so I thought he's always but it was just yeah. because he wanted to be. Right. And so yes, absolutely he did. He taught mm -hmm. us so much. I wouldn't be able to do what I do without what he showed me, without him being like, Hey, I'm gonna be out for a while. You're gonna have to do all this stuff. And I'd be like, <laughs> Yes, sir, right. show me what the hell I'm doing, man. Yeah. Let's go. So yes. So that said, I should be able to, you know, step away and do that. Um, and tour like that, but I'm not sure that can be said for everybody. And so we gotta right. respect each other. And it's like, let's just make fucking badass music, share it with as much as we can and no pressure. Rock, and there's know. no pressure there then. <sighs> oh, we're like, we need to get signed. We're doing everything well, we can to get. We are in talks with a label right now. Well, that's cool. Who wants to sign us in June. Hell yeah. Uh we're we'll we'll see about that. We're still kinda on a thing. Man, was yeah. that supposed to be public knowledge? Sorry, guys. Oh damn. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Oops. I didn't name nobody. I will say this too though. We probably have like five views. So yeah, that's okay. You five motherfuckers <laughs> shut up. Shut bro. the hell up. <laughs> <laughs> well, cheers. Congrats. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so we'll see how that goes, Let's man. Do that. Cheers. That'll be rad. Lady seems cool as shit. From, so. a, from afar. Oh, no. We'll bring it in. <laughs> that's my brother. Right. That's my brother. So, yeah, I got him rocking with those guys, man. It's been fun. And then, so we share a space with Sound Barrier, which is my other band, which is Keegan and Anthony from... Right, right. Oceans. From Oceans. And then Mark Tabbitt. You know Mark? Plays uh, guitar like insane guitar player. He's a good drummer, too. I don't know. He's I our think, drummer. Maybe I sell space, man. You guy for for uh, singing. So, okay. we're doing that and recording all that shit, and that's what's been happening, man. Dude. That's the, that's the goods, baby. Yeah. And then I get a fucking call from you guys, from Cody, and be like, you want to do a podcast? Yeah, man. We're fucking going to talk about for three hours now. Can't shut up. No, baby. we That's got it, it man. Baby. I think we've been going pretty like pretty a, strong now. Mike, you got a count? One and a half hours. One and a half hours? That's halfway not bad. There, halfway part. Damn. Yeah, dogs. yeah, yeah. Sweet. Are you hungry by any chance? Uh, I, I will eat at any point. You will I'm eat fine. Okay. But I'm fine right now. Oh, you're good now? Are you hungry? No, no, no. I'm good. Yeah, I'm good too, man. I'm enjoying it. I'm just watching Mikey over here eating nachos. <laughs> uh, no, nah, I'm good, man. I'm good, man. I'm enjoying a enjoying a, a warm whiskey. Yeah. What are you drinking, Cody? Uh, I'm drinking it an old fashioned, pretty much. You know, just whiskey with or bourbon with uh, you know, some some simple syrup and some. Bitters. Who made the old fashioned? Yeah, fuck yeah. My wife, my lovely wife. My Christine. wife. Is it my good? Wife. She make a good old fashioned? Can I try? Can I try it? Hell yes, I fucking Dude, love it. Let me it. tell you yeah, something. Dude. Christine knows what she's doing behind the bar. Are we allowed to speak about what she does? Sure. Mm. So do you know what Christine does? Hold on. Okay, hang on. <laughs> <laughs> we got to sip some mo. Hold on, wait a minute. That's a good old-fashioned, bro. You know how to make a good 
Christine, that is a fucking fantastic old fashioned. <laughs> I always drink old fashions. That is a fucking perfect old fashioned. Don't some old if you had the black candied cherry, yeah, that'd be right. the last. Yeah, we do have some of those, and we do have the fat ice cubes, and we do have like the you know the orange you can you know, put around the brim, you know, right. But but maybe what's so special about that is it's not overdone with all that because that is fucking good. Yeah, just simple. I like mine simple. That's better. I mean, that is like amazing. Good. So what's Christine do? So Christine is a general manager for the Rupor. There it is. Thank you. Oh, right and I, I don't yeah. speak about her. He's got her husband right here. She can he can speak <laughs> on her. But yeah, that I mean, yeah, she she's she's at the you know the she does a lot right for the company right. as far as you know uh, wine. She's a, a wine connoisseur. Um, I, I think there's a certain like you know not degree but like you know certain classification you get as far as like your knowledge of wine. What is that called, dude? Uh, 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 a sommelier. 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 Yeah, Ooh, yeah that yeah. sounds fancy. Yeah. Hey, it is fancy. Look, look, she's not a sommelier, but right. she's, she's like, you know, looking to, to get to that level. That's amazing, by the way, to get to that level. Yeah. And then, of course, her, her whiskey and bourbon knowledge is, is on par with, you know, the, the, the tops of, uh, you know, everyone else, I guess, at the company. Yeah, that's um, badass. Yeah, they, they hold whiskey classes, you know, teach you about different whiskeys and bourbons and things like that. Wine, yeah. you know, dinners and things like that, you know, pairings and whatnot. So, I mean, yeah, definitely on the higher end of, like, the alcohol, you know, connoisseur, you know. That's what, well, that's why you were, like, my wife's a whiskey connoisseur. I was like, hold on, we're going to hang out. And I went over there, and she's like, well, this is the most booing. I was like, I don't know what that means. Yeah. Yeah, before, just, just drink that, man. Like, right. that. Before she got into that, you know, it was, you know, it was, awesome. it was Jack Daniels and Crown Royal. Sure, of course. Sure, that, sure. That's all I knew. That's all we did. Yeah, but, like, like there's so much more to I'm it. I'm with you now, dude. I've been, I've been finding these whiskeys, because whiskey's my you thing, know, man. Yeah. I'll sit and find them and stuff like that. So. It's ridiculous. But, so, it is, but, so, so Jefferson Ocean has an interesting story. So Jefferson's Ocean. It's like uh, a, a bourbon that they they take and they you know put in a barrel and they put the barrel on a ship and they put the ship out to sea and it just rides the fucking seas and it gets you know tossed around and you know just like goes through storms and hurricanes and shit and when it gets back it's got this distinctive you know flavor this taste maybe like from the sea air from the sea air or yes just the sea motion and the, the, the motion yeah. Yeah. that's commitment that, baby yeah. that's yeah. commitment and, and they all have their own stories like what seas they rode and what hurricanes they went through and storms and shit they endured and and they all have it on the bottle and it's just it's they all have their own distinct taste that's badass yeah. is there really a distinct taste yeah because like do you have any here i believe so oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah because they all taste a little different like you'll get one one uh, like number cask or right, whatever right, it is right, and then right. and it'll be different from the other one so yeah they're not all going to taste the exact same it's like every bottle of jack daniels tastes the exact same sure sure you know what i mean so yeah they'll, they'll, they'll be you know i guess the reason why i awesome. asked that is because if they didn't you know what i mean then then, then that's then, a lot of effort then, for then they're nothing. doing all thank you <laughs> they all taste the same yeah <laughs> if they have all this tossing like around in the ocean right? then what the that's a lot of work that's what i'm saying <laughs> i could shake that shit up for yeah you right now, man right? hey we were in the indian ocean <laughs> there Blow some salt in it. Yeah, stand yeah. in a swimming pool. Yeah, yeah. You're in my swimming pool. Like, go to Galveston. <laughs> no one's going to Galveston <laughs> to shake their bourbon. Right. Oh my god, they eat should your, though. Eat right. your they, insides. They're not going to. That's. <laughs> but here's here's what's cool that that what I've noticed and what I've know about Christine is she's done a lot of her professional life in like the service industry as far as like the bar. And restaurant service industry. Right. And one of our next guests, couple of our next guests actually, is going to be Scott Sexton. Yeah, who, right on. Who owns Scotty's Pub? Yeah. Used to be the bass player for Anibis. Mm -hmm. And then we're going to have Dan, the pizza man, 
If you remember old Dan, the pizza man. Well, I'll man. give you some stories with Dan. <laughs> oh, I want stories. Oh, yeah. We yeah. want stories. Oh, yeah, man. So it's gonna Dan's be... coming on? Yeah, yep. hell yeah. Dan's coming on. That's Scotty's awesome. coming on. And I think it'd be actually really cool if we even had, I, mean, I don't know if Christine feels up to it, if she wants to yeah. sit in too, because she can give some insight. Like I said, she's, sure. been, she's dedicated her entire yeah, sure. professional career to that, to that industry. That's awesome. There is definitely a welcoming energy to your home. I appreciate it. I give that to you and her. It was yeah. very nice. And then you guys always be here, of course. Yeah, my <laughs> and Michelle, love y'all. Oh, yeah. Kids she are doing did. great with the podcast thing, but it's nice, man. I really appreciate y'all coming in. Y'all very, yeah, man, get whatever, boom, boom. She's helping yeah. me get whiskey. I'm like, yeah. thanks, guys. We're trying to be accommodating, man. Oh, you it's know wonderful, dude. The dog is the size of my truck, and it's like a rug, man. It's all Link. And he went right up to him. He didn't even bark or nothing. He just jumped on like yeah, man. all friendly. I love and them shit. puppies, man. Just your, your energy. His energy. You I'm telling you, dude. Yeah. Sean's got that energy, yeah. man. Not I got like five dogs too, man. Threat. So that's like yeah. a smell. No, he can smell threats. He can smell like yeah. people. Well, I'm glad he didn't bite me. That's good. Yeah, yeah, man. That's good, man. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it, man. Goes the show. All Fucking right. Rap. So story. Oh, would you, story. Well, no, I, mean, Dan, story Dan, I don't even know that it's not a story, but me and Dan. So. Dude, we go back from like ninth grade. Oh shit! Jamming together, shit. Like, Dan's a musician. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dan, on, man, so when you go in to get this play? next time, guitar. Guitar. When you go into Dan's next time, if yeah, it's yeah. still sitting right there on the right hand side of the wall, there's a green Ibanez. Mm -hmm. That was his guitar when we were kids, man. Oh, so man. we were we were fucking we would fucking rock out, dude. I mean, we we only jammed a couple times. Him and my buddy Chris were like super close, but we were all real close. And he's been doing pizza since we were in high school. Yeah, like. He worked at Sicily. Like Sicily's. this cat fucking yeah. has done pizza forever. And he was always all about it, dude. And forever. Like he was just always about it, man. And he was always just a great friend. And, uh, you know, we grew up, we jam sometimes together, get some shit, but we've just been, uh, he's just, Dan's been family forever. Like I love yeah. Dan. He's been through a lot and he's a fucking awesome dude, man. I love Dan. I fucking love Dan. I'll support him for everything. And Dan is the kind of guy that will show up and support you through everything. Yeah. He will fucking support you no matter what. We'd play a show. He'd be like, just call me, man. I'll bring some pies out. You, you know go. what I'm saying? Yeah. I'll bring some pies out, man. That's how he supports, okay. by the way, with pies. With, with pies. Via yeah. pies. Because that's his shit. That's his jam. That is yeah. his love. Yeah. That's not just, oh, I'll give you some, some pies. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, that's yeah. how Dan Gibbs is like, that's my shit. Yeah. He's got his fucking pizza tattoo right oh, here. Oh, yeah. Shit, <laughs> that fool was going to fucking like LA or something. I don't know. Dan, you can correct me when you come on here, but. All the time he go out for like fucking like uh, pizza conventions and oh, shit. Oh, I bet you that's shit. in Vegas. I think I, I think saw maybe one. it was in Vegas. Yeah, dude. I think I seen there was a pizza convention that they you know televised and it was like happening in Vegas. All conventions are in Vegas. That's <laughs> it. That's where they because you get yeah, to party after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he don't fuck around. He goes. He, he goes. Get he goes better, dude. That's, like he's yeah. the shit, man. And I'm yeah. so proud of him. And uh, and good. Well, and Alex is his partner too man yep, i grew yep. up with him too yeah, goof yeah i was gonna say goof but nobody calls him that anymore <laughs> yeah, dude that's man, awesome goof. yeah we that's call him goof, goof man oh, we dude. know who goof Shout is man. Goof. God, dude <laughs> i dude goof on my bachelor party dude there was this <laughs> fucking amazingness that happened with him but yeah dude i'm just proud of those guys man they worked their ass off those two yeah. yeah i mean work 80 fucking hours a week like crazy yeah no doubt no nuts doubt. i'm just so proud of them man they fucking made a Made a fucking impact. Everybody knows Dan's, man. Yeah, everyone. Yeah. Everybody knows it's so fucking good in the fucking environment, everything about it, man. And yeah. it's the same thing. It's like I said, you know, when you're, you're a, when you're a local cat, you know what I'm saying? All the local guys are going to yeah. love you and support you. But when you hear other people 
talk about it. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, people you know, you're making a name for yourself, oh, no yeah, doubt. Oh, yeah, dude. We were know? talking about something. I think it might have been one of my employees talking about, yeah, you're with Dan's this and that. Make you <laughs> Dan's? Like, yeah. Dan's. I was like, have I? Right. Tell me about it. Tell me about it. <laughs> Even my job orders Dan's. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. For, for, every Saturday, they order yeah. you know, something. So, yeah, Dan's is always on the menu. Hell, yeah, dude. Oh, yeah. They got fucking great pizzas, man. Mm-hmm. If you haven't had their NOLA. Nola pizza? I actually haven't had the Nola. The Nola, man, I like it on the thin crust, but it's good like the full-on crust, too. Yeah, yeah. It's like, don't get me wrong, I think it's, I like the Alfredo sauce pizzas. Mm-hmm. It's the shit. Mm-hmm. It's got like Cajun shrimp and pepperoni what? and like mozzarella. Dude, fuck it. And it's got like flakes of like, I don't know, some green parsley. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Dude, so <laughs> fucking good. So good. It's a good-ass pizza. If you like nice. those ingredients I yeah. just mentioned, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Nola that yeah. Okay, we'll do the Nola nice. next time. Oh, dude, get I your big one. I got this sandwich that one was a mufalada. And I fucking good. fell yeah. in love with it. Never had a mufalada in my no, life. Yeah? Had one for the first time at Dan's and was like, this motherfucker. I could be wrong, but I believe it's called a muffaletta. Uh, maybe Ooh. so. Man. I could be wrong. No, you're probably right. I but I'm from Louisiana. I think they originated in New Orleans. And, and no, that, mu- yeah. that, that sandwich did originate but I could be. But that's even worse if I'm correcting you from Louisiana and you're and, right. And I was right. <laughs> but I've always, they've always called it a muffaletta. I'm just like, oh, okay. Okay, cool. we're going to call it a muffaletta. But the, but the Dan's one's good. I haven't had it. It's good. I've never had it's it. Good. Uh, hey, it's good. Hey, and, 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 and they, that's exactly how it's, I think, described or advertised that on Dan's menu is that it's an authentic New Orleans mm-hmm. style. Muffaletta? Muffaletta. Muffaletta. But who fucking knows? It could be a muffaletta. Hey, let me tell you something. I told, I told the waitress, I said, give me your muff. And she was like, wait, what? Hold on. <laughs> yeah, I've got right. $5, though. I have. I, yeah, and I, I see it right here on yes, the menu. Yeah, $5.99. I got it. <laughs> I didn't know they put it on the menu already, man. Oh, damn. It's there. Yeah. So, yeah, we're going to have him on. That'll be awesome, man. And yeah, uh, That's cool, man. Yeah, that'll be a blast, man. That'll be cool as shit, dude. Dan's a good dude. Mm-hmm. And then Scott's awesome too, man. Yeah. Love Scott, dude. Again, he's, another hometown, hometown, you know, hometown hero. He's done yeah. great, dude. Yeah. I love seeing my cats, man, that have done so good, man. In fact, me and Dan and another friend of ours who've done our own shit, we all met up by accident one night. We were having a, I was having a beer somewhere with somebody else. I think maybe this one guy was, me and this my buddy were together, and then Dan walked in to deliver a pizza or something, which yeah, I'm yeah. like, Dan, why are you still delivering pizza? Right. Yeah. yeah, he does. <laughs> you know what I mean? He does. But like he said, shit. 80 hours a week, working hard. A week. That's my boy. So <laughs> he comes in. And we took like a group picture of these three boys who literally grew up like me and my other buddy. We had like, you know, I mean, we, we were they're, they're poor as relative. Sure, sure. Poor can be fucking poor. Yeah, we grew yeah. up on the, I had the a south roof. side of Sagemont. You know I mean? Come on, we weren't. Yeah, I had a, I had a, well, so I hung out with people from there, but we were in a South Houston spot. And, but yeah. when I moved from Louisiana, we came from the projects in Louisiana. Okay. Yeah. I was like, you know. Yeah, yeah. So, so we came out and it's just, but I mean, no, it's been a great fucking life. But anyway, it was lower end type shit. All yeah. of us. All of y'all. And then all of us like sitting there and Dan just looks at me. He goes, look, dude, we all fucking, we made we're it. like, we did something. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck, all three of us did something. And I was like, we sure as fuck did. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just sitting there fucking, and fucking play, you know what I mean? Like we fucking did something, man. Like right yeah. on, man. Yeah. It's fucking, it was a cool feeling, man, to see. We took a little picture. I was like, hell yeah, man. Hopefully you still have that picture. I fucking do. That's yeah, that's yeah, one that that doesn't need to live digitally. That's yeah. one that needs to be printed. Yeah, I need to find a way to maybe do this framed. Shit. Frame no, no, it it, it's it's easy to do. Whether you use Walgreens or you go to the Walmart. But or do they print up in like good quality? Oh, man, I don't know. There's maybe it depends other, where you take other it. Services on. that will do it. Yeah, there in, you go. In good quality. There you go. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I gotta get. But one I'm sure it's a Google search away, bro. I'm sure. I've got this picture of me and my daughter, man. Yeah. We went to that magical winter lights. 
Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Dude, it's on my phone. I gotta Dude, show y'all later. That's badass. Is that the it's one badass. in Texas City? Texas, the Greyhound yeah, Park? Is it one, that one? Or? They have one? Yeah, it's, it's, that's it's where Bay they Town. usually do it. Oh, okay. No, no. They moved it they to moved the Bay, to the Bay, Bay Town. Yeah, Bay yeah, Town yeah. was this year. So we go out there, man, and there was this... I know we stood in front of like this heart-shaped thing, right? But it was me holding her hand. We were holding hands. Oh, yeah. And Holly took the picture of us. But she sent it to me. I was like, oh, it's a great picture. And I just updated my phone. I still don't know how the motherfucker works. I like pushed it. I was thinking I was going to save the picture. Like I know if you hold it, you'd give you like save, but it just highlighted me and Mazzy. And then it said cut background and I cut it out. Yeah. And it's got this white background with me. Dude, wait till you see it. It's, Mm. it looks like me and her like going into infinity. Yeah. It's fucking gorgeous. And I thought exactly what you said. I need to print Print this. this. I need Mm. this bitch. Like, yeah. Yeah. Because it's just a magical moment. Oh, I'd put it on my, Size of a door. <laughs> Think about all the pictures right, you have. Mural. If you if you guys have pictures of y'all from childhood, mm-hmm. I mean that that's how they are. They're oh, yeah. in they're in the they're in your little photo. Yeah, they're on the papers, papers, and they're in, they're in the, the, a photo album. Yeah, but ours are now on here, on and I'm, t- I'm telling you, dude, yeah. it's it's. I yeah, think it's cloud. Well, well, we print them. We actually Christine prints them. She takes or like sends them to this company, and they'll print like thousand photos for like I don't know, hundred bucks. 200 bucks something like that and they're good yeah high quality you get a fucking stack of photos for like a couple hundred bucks that's fucking that's worth it worth it in my opinion that's worth it because one day unfortunately you know we're all gonna pass on and whatever yeah. else man and th- and those those photos man is is gonna be yeah. so so important yeah, to our the phones are gonna be gone the phones are gonna our facebook account's gone. gonna be gone that's it they're not gonna have your iCloud yeah, password yeah. and all that crap yeah. you know yeah. how many pictures did you lose that were on myspace oh, i lost some pictures oh. so many. i lost some live video footage of live yeah. shows well i think i'm kind of glad some of those photos are gone but uh <laughs> that's a good point that's a good point man that's a good point. i'd like to access my myspace can know? we do that is I'm myspace sure even a thing i don't know we need you to look up myspace it is it's still a thing yes and if you still have your account you can log in yep and it'll have your top five playlist yep. and all your. Fa- I don't even want to get five into friends. That. <laughs> your favorite five. Fuck. <laughs> uh, whatever, whatever HTML background you put, whatever yeah. you know, music player you put. Oh yeah, <laughs> I had Tom Waits on mine. You guys listen to Tom Waits? No. Mm-mm. Oh guys. Oh guys. I know who it is, but I don't know. oh guys, I'm uh, dude. When we before we go, shoot Tom, Tom, Waits. Tom Waits. I saw your post up the other day about like music. You were like, I've been oh, listening yeah, to this shit the, in that. The, the same fucking like mm. 12 minutes. I got a so, list for you that's going to move you. I I, mm. I saw your list and I was like, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pull you into some shit. I, I got need some to. Shit I need you, to. Man. I need sure. to. My, my good, hey, good luck with that, by the way, Sean. Because I it's send horrible. him shit all the time. It's horrible. He don't listen to none of them. Do you listen to Catatonia? You have to basically waterboard mm. his ass into oh, fucking. That face. Yeah, I'm not going to send you anything. I've heard Catatonia. Okay, well, then I don't know if I can help you. You see how big he is? I don't know if I can help you, man. This dude right here. I don't know if I can help you. What's wrong with your ears, my, man? My, my, my boss turned me on to Elder. Have you heard Elder? I actually have. That's a little old, I have it. little older sound. But Who's this? Who's this? Who'd, who'd you pull up? Tom Waits. White. Tom Waits, baby. Tom, Tom Waits is absolutely fucking brilliant. I feel dude. like that's some old school stuff. It is sounds Tom like Tom old Petty. Tom has. Not, Tom not. has. Uh, is a multi I mean he is a multifaceted human being. Yeah. Tom Waits is absolutely brilliant. You want to talk about a brilliant artist? Yeah, yeah. Period. Human you've seen him. He's in movies as little extras as an actor in little extra mm. parts sometimes. Every time I see him I'm like it's fucking Tom Waits. He's yes, <laughs> dude. Just Tom shows Waits, up. His voice is is unmistakable, dude. Like what, what, what just, song? What song? Cool. Let's play. We're my play favorite song. well my favorite Tom Waits song is called Bottom of the World. That's just my favorite. That's not everyone's. But 
Bottom of the World's my favorite Tom Waits. Check that, check that one out for us, you can, try, you can find that guy on there. Tom Waits, Bottom of the World. You can leave us live, too. We'll try not to talk during it, but mm. if there's something that we want to say, we'll talk. Hey, about hey, it. you know what? You could probably get through. How long's the song? Hey, you know, you could do like a minute and a half of it. You'll get the feel. Yeah. All right. Do a minute and a half of it, and we'll call it. Just all right. All right. so we don't take the whole time on it. But, but that way, if anybody is listening and wants to check out Tom Waits, this song, to me, is just the shit for Tom, man. No shit. Mm-hmm. And also, you know what everybody out there needs to watch? Mm-hmm. Not needs to, but I would suggest, because I just watched it the other day and it blew my fucking mind. What you have Netflix? Yeah. Netflix? I think it's called A Trip to Infinity. Hmm. A Trip to Infinity. Write some of the shit down real yeah, quick. Guys, on, man. don't on, man. fucking sleep on that. It blew my fucking mind to where I think it might have affected how I see the world a little bit. Really? Yeah. I like that. It's good. It's really fucking insane, dude. Trip to infinity. Trip to infinity. If anybody's listening, dude, go check that bitch out. Mind-blowing. It's a uh, it's a documentary, but it's people who are... It's like uh, mathematicians and physicists talking about the concept of infinity. Hmm. And would it... What it means for, yep. When you when you watch it, dude, it's, it's yeah. This is it in this mind-bending science documentary. Experts explore infinity and what it means for the future of the universe. Nice trip to infinity. Nice, dude. Who knows? Maybe a year from now, somebody will come out and go. They were all full of shit and made it all up. But <laughs> for now, it's the shit. It's like guys, nine eleven. All right, let's check out this Tom Waits man. Bottom right, of the world. Right. Tom cool. Waits. Oh, is this a live version? I don't know. Oh no, this is on Brawlers. Okay, this should be good. Yeah, no. We're, we're skipping the commercial, though. Oh, don't skip on Sweetwater, though, baby. I know. Sweetwater's how we got this beautiful video switch. It's true, man. Here we Thank go. You, Sweetwater. Thank you, Sweetwater. All right, let's go. It's a railroad track So when I was 13 I said I'm rolling my own And I'm leaving Missouri And I'm never coming home And I'm lost And I'm lost And I'm lost In the bottom of the world In the barbershop line Lost at the bottom of the world Satchel pudding And Lord God most Sitting by the fire With a busted Yeah, man, you kill it. That's raw, dude. Dude, Tom is a, uh, he's a storyteller. Yeah. When you listen to his music, it's not just 
music. It's a, he's a storyteller. Like some man. Bob Dylan kind of shit. And he does everything. He's got all these crazy instruments he uses. And, and you listen to records for him that don't sound like this. Right. There are records of him that sound completely different. Really? So he's, he's incredible. Because this has got like a folk vibe. This has right. this folk you know vibe. That, that record's Americana really geared that way. Yeah. But, but so, uh, so, you're, so other Tom. Yeah, man. You can check out. There's a lot of Tom Waits, man. There's a lot of like, come see my dead person. Remember that? Oh, oh I loved those, those boys. guys. Rock. <laughs> a Sunday morning, Saturday. Oh my god, <laughs> that was my favorite one. Actually, we tried to get Matt to come sing for us after uh -uh. Come, for Lao Tzu. Oh yeah, old yeah, man. yeah. And he came out a couple times, whatever. But something happened where we couldn't do it or whatever. Yeah. But uh, but it was yeah, I love those guys. Those guys rock. Oh, they were my favorite Houston man. Back yeah, when they were around. Back I was like, this is the best were... band in Houston. And you know, it's so cool. I'm so glad they, and I'm very thankful they have left their stuff on iTunes. Mm -hmm. They've yeah. left it there, and I'm glad they have. I'm I love sure that it's on other streaming That platforms. song, The Rose. The Rose. If you want to go back and listen to that. Hey, can yeah. I make a request? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Christine, I know you're in the living room. I don't know if you can hear us. Uh-oh. One of these old-fashioned. <laughs> oh, oh, here it is. Another old-fashioned. I'll take it. If, if you would. If not, it's totally okay. Yeah, I don't want yeah. to ask you for nah. to, to do work while you ain't at work. Yeah. <laughs> but this is amazing. That, that was good, wasn't it? Oh, my God. Do you want the black cherry in it? Oh, you ain't got to do all that. You can make it just like his. Okay. Don't go out of your way. I was going to say, he okay. said they got black cherries. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. Christine's out doing I'm, some I'm other shit right now. I don't keep stock of them. I don't keep stock. I'm just... Yeah, yeah. I know yeah. We, we usually keep a keep stock it. of them, but... Oh, man. You never know. It's not because you do it. It's not because of me. Yeah. yeah. Christine's making sure there's got <laughs> black cherries. She's got it out there. Yeah. So what are you like. cats been up to, man? What's been up with uh, music on y'all's front, man? I'm curious mm -hmm. about that. I know yeah. I'll probably talk about it on here, but I, I haven't heard eh, it. No, no, we don't really talk much. about us too much it's on still, here. It's still in the works. I mean, we, yeah. we, we have an album we're writing, mm -hmm. right? Um, I mean, it's basically me and him. You know, Lane's obviously, you know, a little predisposed. San Angelo. Sure. San Angelo, six yep. hours away, tough to write. Yeah. Um, remotely. Uh, we tried it for a little while. It's just kind of, it's kind of tough. Uh, so I just been, me and him just been writing, you know, some, some tunes, man. You know, I mean, we, right on. I basically write all the guitar, drums, you know, basically sample, you know, or, you know, Keys digital drums. Yeah. Yeah. Digital. Um, and then uh, bass lines and stuff like that. And then, you know, me and him come up with some lyrics, some vocal melodies, stuff like that. And, uh, we just record it here at the house. I'll be honest Badass. with you, man. That 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 lyric writing, right? You know, just speaking to me personally, it can be like it's it's tough, dude. You go through writer's block like crazy. Mm. Uh, Cody is amazing. He he can he can just start opening the door. You know what I mean? Get the first few lines down, or not even the first few lines. Well, verse and chorus. Mm -hmm. Presents it to me. I can see it, and I can go, dude. I see where you're coming from. I know what you're trying to say. Right. From there, I'll try to you know. What I might think sounds a little better or whatever, not necessarily better, but just how I hear it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Change it. He's up very, your own style. he's very receptive to that as well. Bringing all that up because with the advent of AI, you know what I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying that I'm asking AI to write our entire songs, but what I'm saying is, could you imagine having writer's block, not being able to get this one thing that you're trying to say and I can't quite get it? I don't know. Let me put it like this: AI has a style to it, anyways. So it's gonna sound very machine or uh, machine uh, originated. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's not gonna sound it's a little hokey. Yeah, yeah it's a, sometimes it's a little hokey. I had to write a song about Cinco de Mayo even when we were. Oh yeah, <laughs> Friday, Friday we were drinking. I was like, write a song about Cinco de Mayo. Yeah, you wrote oh a whole song. It's actually pretty. Funny, dude, right? dude but, man, but anyways, I, what I'm saying is, it, it's it's a tool is what I'm trying to get at. It is. I you're can right. see it as a tool. I'm not trying to say, hey, write the entire song, but maybe like what Cody does, 
like where he writes a few lines and that, that that's that's just enough you need to to help spur but that i would i would the I floodgates would, yes you know what i mean yes absolutely and i think probably cody you're probably more he probably can do that i don't know i'm just throwing this out there yeah, but yeah. maybe it's because it's not your job you don't you're not you're you don't have to be that he has you have to do that you right. have to come with the lyrics yeah, yeah for yeah. him he can just be like oh i've got this coming out boom here's this it's yeah. for you there's no mm. pressure on it yeah, right? yeah, yeah. and so there's a flow and so then it hits, you know, Thomas, and then it's like, oh, shit, cool. That's you know, and then, oh, reposition your Sorry, chair. Sorry, my bad. Uh, I got producer telling me to position the chair. Fucking around. My bad, my bad, my so bad. So maybe that's why. But, yeah, I mean, I get it, dude. That AI thing tripped me out the other day whenever I, I, I type something in. I am just going to, I even got, I even ah, got. Ah, look, she heard ah, the request. Oh, yeah. Christine, thank you. Thank you so much. One old fashioned coming right. Cody up. owes you a back rub. <laughs> Many back rubs. Oh, thank you guys. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, you're welcome. Did, yeah, did that... y'all hear the AI song that was written um, mm. in, in the style Thanks, of Drake? Oh, Drake and, and the weekend. The weekend. Yeah, 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 yeah. Did so, they put it out? Did they actually like, like pro- not to produce it, but uh, I guess released it? No, they, they, they took it down. Somebody released it. Somebody created oh, it. Oh, somebody created it themselves yeah. without Drake and yeah. Weekend's yeah. blessing. But, but it was more than just lyrics. It was AI voice, right? So you can literally yeah. have these programs that, that will mimic a voice. Oh, right. Of course. Right? Yeah. So it, it, and then I guess the beat, he just made a beat and then did the voice and the lyrics and, and made a whole song. It sounded exactly like Drake and, yeah. and The Weeknd singing it. And then, uh, think about this, dude. And then the record companies took it down. They were yeah. like, this is copyright infringement, plagiarism, blah, 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 blah. Oh, there's all the legal stuff. all the legal stuff. They shut it down. Of course, you can still find it on the, on the you know, web. The, on dark the, web? Dark, the dark web? The dark web. The dark web. No, I'm sure. Reddit, I don't even know where that is. Thread somewhere. Me neither. Yeah. You don't want to go there. You know what's really fucking crazy, dude? Think about this. You know that thing they say, you know, you if you don't use it, you lose it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I... I even went to a thing a while back and somebody was telling me with this little seminar and they were talking about how you can use AI for your marketing and AI for this and that. And AI, if you're not using it, you're falling behind. I totally yeah. get it. I get it. I get it. I get sound it. like I get Gary Vee. I get it. There's so much shit yeah. that you... Well, it wasn't Gary Vee, but... I know it sounds But like it's it. like, okay, I get it. Here's the deal, man. When we start relying on that, our fucking... Our ability and our tools are going yeah. to deteriorate. Yeah, you're our right. And, but, but here's the crazy thing, right? And maybe... but It's just coming to me right now, but think about this, dude. That computer, that thing is going to have the same information we have. Maybe it will continue to evolve and have original new shit. Maybe it won't. Maybe it'll just freeze it where we're at. Maybe there's a thing to be inhuman that we have to continuously work that muscle. Nurture. We have yeah. to continue something. We don't, man, the second I go and I say, all right, I'm at the hard part, bail me out. Mm-hmm. That's the board. Yeah. I stopped. Yeah. Instead, let me put two more weeks into just showing up. Read Stephen Pressfield's The War of Art. Read it. Read it. And it's about showing up even through resistance. Resistance is that, oh, I've got block. Show up anyway, right for the trash can. Boom, 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 right? Yeah. And, and, and that, to me, I think is... is it, we are saying that this is our voice. Right, correct. If I write a song, I'm saying it's my voice. Yeah, yeah. Not AI. Not, like an AI, not AI inspired. Or I don't want to hear. Yeah, I don't want to hear that. I don't want to know. And I'm gonna feel it. Mm. Something in me is gonna feel it, or maybe something in me won't. Maybe I'll get hoodwinked. But I love knowing that the people. Music makes me cry. Yeah, oh, I love knowing the people that wrote the songs that I'm listening to. That came from a human being who's been through what 
I have fucking been through or more. And that relationship between me and that person doing this and those people, that is fucking sacred, man. Yeah, man. And I'm not going to outsource it. Right? Yeah. And and Thomas, I love you. No, no, no. no you're right. You're but right. Even with like, I've had them tell me I should do it for like my website and for like blog posts and yeah. stuff. And I'm like, fuck that. It's then every blog post, everything's going to be the same fucking thing. I'm yeah. just going to sound like that guy. Like, and there's no human here anymore. You're right. There's just the machine that gets you to come in that so I can make money. Damn good Fuck point, that, man. That is a damn good point. Yes, dude. Here's the fucking here. Where is our fucking visceral roots, man? Who, what are we? Right. We made this AI thing. Right. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When we stop fucking doing that, you know, it, it was born from this thing. And right. this thing just gives up and goes, okay, take over. Yeah. What happens? What happens? It'll deteriorate. It'll atrophy. Yeah, it's going to atrophy. And what happens atrophy. to our kids, man? What yeah. happens to our kids when they don't have any struggle? Yeah. We've already started to see Yeah, we can't. When they're not okay with being bored. What happens to our kids? What happens when they're not okay with being bored? What happens when their brains are so accustomed to constant stimulation, constant stimulation that bro. the real world no longer is pleasing. It, it, it isn't. Why are people depressed? I think maybe we just tapped on a little bit of it. Like yeah. when we are so overstimulated, nothing tastes good anymore. Yeah. But this goes back so far, dude. Like my instructor, my karate instructor gave me the Tao Te Ching by Lao Tzu when I was like 14. Mm-hmm. And I read it and I didn't understand what the fuck was happening. But I always went back to it. And there's a part he talks about, basically, paraphrases like, you know, if you overload the senses, you are numb now. You, nothing is engaging anymore. Yep. If we are overloaded, everything becomes dull. I mean, Maynard sang about it in, what was that, uh, Stink Fist? Over, uh, stimulating, over... Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Separate the body no, from... No, that's, that's not, not Stink Fist. Oh, okay, that's, no, no, Stink Fist, though. I mean, oh, my yeah, bad. But it was talking about, like... Uh, no, you're, I know what you're talking about. He has that lyric that talks about, uh, I remember the riff. Oh fuck! It'll come to us. What's yeah. that but anyway, the, yes. the song is all about uh, overstimulating yes. your senses, and and you know, is there no subtlety anymore? Like, like no subtlety. All the stuff that we miss out on. I mean, think about the bam, thing bam, with, bam. with 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 like porn. Oh yeah. Oh damn! It is a completely everything. What what, 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 can stimu- what can stimulate you after that? Yeah. yeah. And, and what do you expect from another human after you Dude, just it's... watched that happen all the time? Then what do women become? Objects, objects of course. Objects. Mm. And then what do women think that they should be now? Exactly that. Now they should be like that so that they are desired by Jeez. this human being. And then you lose that entire fucking thing. Man. It gets even worse, dude, because you've got virtual reality and stuff like that. Oh, God. Now, now it's a whole fucking... Yeah. All the senses. All of them. I mean... And then, and then there's and haptics then now. You, you've seen... Uh, Ready Player One. I know. Yeah. Oh god. Yeah. Oh, imagine that. Yeah. Imagine yeah. like it's a suit. It's all haptic suits and. Oh wait. Oh my god. I just remembered that there's <laughs> no, no, little no, no, people. No, 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 no. Yeah, this. but we're not getting too graphic about no, it. No, no, no. But is... it's. I think it's super important. And then yeah. what? What chance does any human being stand against that? Against AI? Mm. Where are we? Just yeah. Of course, somebody's gonna be depressed. Like, yeah. of course, I'm gonna feel like I don't have any worth because everything's better than me. Your filters are better than me. Yeah, you, your life yeah. looks perfect, and 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 Dang. you write such good music. Yeah. No, you don't. <laughs> no, you don't. You're looking at a fucking bullshit thing, right. and you go meet that person, and they have their fucking struggles. That connection, of course, we're gonna be fucking lost, man. Where else would we fucking be? Yeah. Doesn't stand a fucking chance, man. And then how does a person's woman who has to do all this shit stand a chance against 
all of that, you know? And how does a man stand a chance against the guy next to him that has... My buddy was telling me last night he met a girl. No, it was his cousin. Oh, okay. His cousin was telling him, well, I was dating this guy. He makes 250000 a year, but mm. I really want to live in this neighborhood. I need somebody who makes 500000 What? And so she, like, broke up with him. Damn. I was like, dude. Uh, it's just a tool. Yeah, yeah. It's just crazy. And, and look, I say all this shit. I am not immune from all of this, but sure. I'm seeing every day for me. I want to learn more about the things that, that make me learn more about my humanity yeah. and what choices I have to, uh, to do better for the people I love. Yeah. You know, to be able to leave the fucking, to leave life and go, all right, man, that was a good fucking ride. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and, and feel whole. Give like, my all. Give my all. I love my people. Right. You know, and it was, and and that was the shit, man. I didn't, you know, didn't hold there, nothing there was, back. There was man. truth. There was yeah. honesty. Yeah, that's what it boils down to. And I guess that's what something that's what it boils down to. I, again, I guess that's what I guess you know. Fundamentally, even me, you know, I, I guess this is me trying to rationalize AI, right? I'm going through writer's block. Let me just give it a prompt, and maybe it'll spur the little, like 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 what I said, what he does. He'll write some lines, and that'll be enough that I need. Or he'll be like, hey man, instead of starting with this note, start with that note. And and I'll sing it from there, and completely not necessarily change it, but just you know com compound on on top right. of that and right. and make it make it my own and just make it sound really good, right? right? And so you know I'm over here rationalizing AI as being that tool, like it'd be that thing for me to do that. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there does seem to be something that's fun, you know, also disingenuine, you know, right? Having a song written by AI or even inspired by AI or used in some sort of way, is it going to have the same effect, like you said, mm -hmm. from someone who has, has actually really experienced and gone through it, knows how to, you know, uh, capitulate it, articulate it, whatever. And that pain comes out in their voice. That's what I'm that saying. pain comes out yes, in their voice. Yeah. It's not going to be something that's going to inspire someone yeah. from to I mean, leave Iran and Iraq right. and go... To True. Canada and start their own yeah. freaking, you know what I mean? It's that it's that shared human experience that will do that. Yes. You know what I mean? And, and that's where AI falls short. Let's just be real. It, it's not it a does. shared human. And there's also an argument for what you're saying right now as far as we made it, and it is our tool, mm. and mm -hmm. maybe we can use it to open up our fucking boundaries even further. Mm. Maybe it's not completely evil. Maybe it is part of the molting process. Maybe uh -huh. it is an extension of us. We made it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe... Yeah, there, there's a whole yeah. other side of it. Maybe you do use it as inspiration. Think about editing in the studio. Yeah. When I bring my first demo when I was 14, mm -hmm. there wasn't shit. The motherfucker <laughs> was cutting tapes, man. And <laughs> it was tapes. like, he'd just be like, start over. It was we a went to track. It was tape. dude. That was it. We went yeah. to Rock Mermano's Red Shack, and that motherfucker yeah. said, "Play it one time." You yeah. know, yeah. drummers over there. We were all playing live together. Yep. Yeah, and, yeah. And there was that thing. But now we can go and we can. I mean, they're already auto tuning, which I refuse to do. But we're we're already still cutting and pasting, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah. Oh, I already played the riff over here. Let me move it over here. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Bleed it so in, it, it is in. all tools, man. I I don't know where it ends and begins. It's just I don't want I don't want any of us to lose heart. Yeah, yeah. Let's yeah, use yeah. them. Let's use it as a tool, but let's not lose fucking. Heart. Yeah, don't yeah. use it for creative purposes. Where you know our our little left side of our brain is supposed to work. You know to to be more creative and yeah. like create art. Like they have those AI art. You know, things that, which AI art looks pretty cool. It does. <laughs> the digital AI, AI art looks does. actually really cool. Of course, yeah. But I bought a To Whom It May poster that they used using AI art, and that bitch looked fucking cool. Did yeah. it? And that's why I bought it because I was like, this was used by AI art. 
It's to who it may. I fucking love these guys. I want to get this one. Yeah, they're great. You know what I mean? But, uh, but well, you yeah. know why they did it. I get what you're saying, though. How they about- did it because it's fucking, because they were like, yeah, yeah. let's do this. It's ironic, yeah. though, like, right? like, Dexas is an amazing artist. No yeah. doubt. Right? So he could totally do something. But you're it's right. one of those things yeah. that's like, hey, let's fucking hit it. They're fucking so and cool. And I'll tell you what, I, De- I know we, we were going to have Dexas on. I guess something came up. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah. you still, know, what, still would like to. Oh, of course. Yeah. yeah. This is definitely a, a, a his invitation is yeah. always open. Always open. So hopefully one day we'll get him. always open AI. <laughs> Hopefully we'll get him on here one Don't of these days. Don't come and have a chat, GPT. <laughs> yeah, guy. I like that <laughs> zinger. Dang. No, but uh, but you're right. And 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 if he was to make a poster using his art, I would so buy that too, man. I yeah. told him I was gonna freaking go to one of his shows. His I haven't done shit. one of that yet, yeah. man. I'm just, ugh. I'm gonna make it a point, dude. I'm definitely going yeah. to one of his next shows. It was the um, what I get thrown off. Oh yeah, you're saying. Yes, where we're trying to be creative and we need to use the left side of yeah. our brain. Let's try yeah. to keep that part human. Right. The mundane email that Calculated you need to send. Stuff, the yeah. mundane sure. bullshit. Uh-huh. Let, yeah. Let's let let's maybe let a tool like that. Yeah, you so know, take it or free whatever. Us I don't know. Free us creative. up to be more creative. Right. That's, and that's a cool what, thing. That's and that's what people. Society, that's right? what people are saying. AI is supposed to be. Right. AI is supposed to take care of the dull, mundane tasks. And free us up for the more creativity task. I doubt that's what's going to actually right? happen. Probably not. But <laughs> yeah, I don't but that know. That sounds good on paper. Yes. yes. It sounds good on paper, but I think it's going to go all the way. But you know what? It'll swing all the way, and then it'll come back. It's a pendulum. Yeah. It's all, yeah, man. I don't know. Have you, you seen the AI beer commercial yet? No. Oh, oh dude. Yeah, Mikey, Mikey. Commercial, yeah. Hook us up. AI beer commercial. <laughs> no. And there, there, there's even the AI movie. You showed movie it to trailer, me. Yeah, yeah, the movie trailer. <laughs> it was like the Great Gatsby, the great Gatsby looking thing. The Great Gatsby, yeah. It was, it was the it was great. Fun. Oh, it was weird, bro. It was so weird. I haven't it seen it. It was weird. Here's the thing. It's going to get better. Look up AI beer for, commercial. Right now, it's still kind of sloshy. Yeah, like, yeah, The, the yeah, animation's yeah. still kind of like weird. And there's too many fingers or too many teeth or whatever it is. Wait, the whole thing is is AI made? AI made. Here it is. Here it is. video? There, that's the second one. That, 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 that one there. Wait, these people aren't real people. These are not no. real people. This is AI shit. Hold Check on, this out. stop Check. before you play it, man. Okay, okay, okay. Well, we got the commercial to always go through. The obligatory commercial. Yeah. What? What's up? So you have AI picture still frames, of course, art, right? All this is is a AI moving picture. They animate actual people. People. So these aren't like... The AI didn't, um, well, hold on. The AI didn't generate these people. These are real people no. that are being uh, manipulated. No. Right? Like well, it's all AI generated people. Well, generated so these aren't, people, like, they, they I look exist. at one of these persons, one of these people, they and they're exist. not a real people. They're a I fucking composite. Composite, essentially. Yeah. yeah, they take images from all over. From whatever. all over to create. Okay, yeah. so this either way we fucking slice like. it, these are pieces of people put into sure. something. It did not generate something original. I mean, uh, no. It took parts you and put can, it together. Yeah, you can argue. Which you can argue anything. Nothing. Yeah. yeah I guess well, just check, check this out. You've seen beer commercials, so check this out. Tell okay, me what yeah, you think. Okay, yeah, I'm ready for it. All right, watch it. Sideways triangle, brother. <laughs> I'm fucking with my <laughs> Unmute. Unmute that VH. Uh-oh. All right, start it over. He's got uh, it. Unmute. It's okay. It's our first... First go with this. So. First go. Their mouths are so <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> but look at this. It's got the backyard. Look at the look at the spot. <laughs> <laughs> it's upside down. 
drink the new whatever the hell that was. Dude. That was so weird. No, man. I know. Oh I know. Like said, it's just the beginning. It's it's, it's the beginning. It's sure young. it is. Yeah, it's It'll gonna get, get even better. better. Uh, More realistic. I don't want it to though. I don't want it to. Step into another Bud Light. Right. <laughs> oh my god, you imagine the like the car commercials. Oh exactly. Gonna, get uh, yourself a Whataburger <laughs> and a Dodge truck. He's all just driving his Dodge with a fucking Whataburger and shit. Oh my god. The most generic fucking jam. What's the music generated AI? You know it had to have been, man, and that sounds like because I know you can do cr- samples, you can do things yeah. on on yeah. your program software, whatever Pro Tools, whatever you use, where it'll it'll make like riffs for you. You can tell it what key to jam in, you tell it what drum beat to jam in, you tell it whatever you want baseline. What then? And it'll fucking do it. What then? Fucking actually makes uh, one. Uh, I don't like it. I don't like it because then you're just going to this thing like what makes any kind of nuance in the world? What makes any kind of individual like originality in the what, world? What, like what there button is, you push? What it's, button you push? It's what right? button you push? I, but, I chose but, this one. I chose that pattern. I chose that fucking riff. Uh, I see. I chose that key. I see. I chose that. There's not enough style. nuance to that. There's not enough nuance to not that. Not enough. There's not enough. You don't think so? Pl- no, because no. because look, dude, I can hear when Dimebag Daryl comes on the guitar. Mm-hmm. I can hear. Whenever any certain person comes on guitar, I hear it. I hear their attack. Yeah. I hear the humanity in it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And and that shit, you can't you can't fake it. Like yeah. that. you just yeah. can't. And maybe this will just be a phase where it's like, oh yeah, fucking everybody gets on this thing, and then it just goes, this shit's dumb. Yeah. I mean, hopefully it'll be like I just don't connect, <laughs> or it'll get so good that it's like I don't connect with anything except for this. Except for, yeah. Yeah, our kids are growing up. Our kids are growing up with this. They're growing up with this. It's ear candy. Everything sounds ear so perfect. candy. Perfect. Everything's pristine. Everything sounds so perfect. And it's like I always thought I was gonna be able to protect my daughter. I was like, no, no, no. We're gonna listen to this, right? Yeah. But thing is, there's this thing called school mm. and these other people in oh, the world. Of course, influence. Yeah. And then she gets all that from there. And then also, you know, there's stuff her mom likes. It's like you know that it's like whatever. But but I'm just like every time I get her, and and her mom's a big metalhead too. So she gets all of it, right? Yeah. But man. Dude, I tell you what, those days when I get in the car and there's there's a couple jams that she fucking loves, and she loves of Wolf and Man from Metallica. Mm-hmm. And she goes, "Can you play of Wolf and Man?" I swear, my eye, I start crying. Yeah, yeah. The other day she goes, "Daddy, can you play this Love from Pantera?" And I was yeah. like, "Oh, sure I'm driving, I'm crying, I'm just crying, <laughs> I'm you driving." This and I'm like, "I can't explain to you why I'm crying right now." Yeah. I am so moved that I get to share this thing that means so much to me with you. Yeah. yeah. This fucking like we have this yeah. right there, man. Like, oh, I'll take I'll take any bit of that I can. Of course. And you should obviously nurture that as much as you can. Um, mm. over the weekend we had Zoe's friends stay the night, right? And them two were off on the computer and they were looking up things, right? On to, to on YouTube songs music right and they put in psychosocial by slipknot i was like i was like right on and then they got nirvana going and then they got like just other other music that we listened to growing up and i looked at my wife in the kitchen i said it the cycle repeats like look at this like they're 11 12 year old girls you know and they're listening to the same music that we did when we were that age as well yeah look at the cycle repeating and we're definitely going to encourage that and nurture that yes the crazy water that plant I think for them is that for us, think about this fucking thing. They get to go to the next video. With us, 
If you got Slipknot, for instance, yeah. you got that fucking CD. Mm-hmm. That bitch didn't come out for six months. Mm. That bitch didn't come out. Didn't come out of your CD player. Oh yeah, for six fucking months. That's what you mean. Because you weren't constantly. I got the next one. I got the next one. I got yeah, the next yeah, one. No, yeah. I got to go back and listen to this fucking record again, or I'm right. listening to this and that, and we fucking understood the record. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now it's just, oh, that's cool. What's the next thing? What's the next shiny thing? Shiny, 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 shiny. Yeah. And I, I want, I want them to be able to like rest on that like, mm-hmm. for a minute. Like, wait, wait, wait. Let's go down this hole. Yeah. Go listen to more of what that is. Right. You know? Right. You know, find start find an it. album from start to finish. Oh. And appreciate it for a for a thing. while. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah marinate man. it. Yeah. Marinate it and get the fucking full effect. It's man. true. Yeah. You're right about that. Yeah, like like it's it like is. compared to like TikTok, this is long form conversation. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And then TikTok's a little sound bite, so thirty second like yeah, you, know, you guys remember like opening up a CD, right? Oh, of yeah. course. You remember reading the, the lyrics and looking at the whole thing yeah. and yeah. jamming it all night. Mm-hmm. I remember going to I the record store itself, the CD store. I mean, I know yeah. at one point it was records, you know, and then CDs, you know, still something physical that you picked up. It yeah. wasn't this. I just got a Nova Skyway right here. Yeah. Boom. I didn't have to go to freaking what was it called? Sound music or whatever that that place was, man. Sound waves. Sound, sound waves. waves. Yeah. Oh, I was gonna say. I love sound waves. Was my shit. Yeah. And we'd go to the one on Montrose. Well, you there was out meet them all. Yeah. The one I made made a point to go to was the one in town, Montrose. It was mm. more yeah, uh, the Montrose sound seemed more, sound more avant garde. <laughs> it was hipster before hipster was a term, but that was the term, you know. Montrose Soundwaves is shit. Man. It was. That was where we went, and we dug through, okay, and yeah. we found the thing. And you're right, you get the fucking wreck, the CD, yeah. and kept the cellophane open, uh, this yeah. and the other. Yeah, you know, so much made, excitement in that. Like it that was. record you just downloaded from Innova. Yeah, you should. There's a cover on that. You see the cover. Mm-hmm. You should see. The fucking record layout, the the vinyl. You mm-hmm. have a vinyl. Oh, can we? Can I? Oh, he likes vinyls. He likes yes. vinyls. Okay, Cody, uh, wait till you see the I, artwork. I want it. it is fucking, fucking unreal. Fucking it's it. like you open it up and yeah. it's this journey, and it's uh, like yes, and yes, yes, yeah. absolutely. I'll get you one. You just actually, Fuck you that. just made, you just made the case. <laughs> you just made the case for me of of possibly getting a, a record player now. Yeah, because I think that's what, but you know, between streaming, you know, CDs records cassettes you know and all that other stuff it seems to be like you're gonna stream everyone streams mm-hmm. right sure. but but if you want to really appreciate and, and take it all in it's gonna have to be the vinyl the vinyl you know yeah. what i mean yeah. and you can get you a vinyl record player some decent speakers set all that shit up and you're good to go and then the and the vinyl's gonna 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 um i guess uh, satisfy all the other you know like the art and the yeah. and the being able to, mm. to hold it physically and physical, see it yeah. all it's and read the lyrics, thing. you know what I mean. It's so it's gonna be able to analog, satisfy all of it's that. It's a very analog yes. sound. Yes. How crazy too. is it, dude? How crazy? How grooves. does that not blow your it mind that you away. have this little thing of wax? <laughs> yeah. And you put it on, and a needle goes on, and then people playing in one moment in time. Yeah. yeah. One moment that chord was hit one time yeah. at some specific second. Some yeah. And it is immortalized yep. in a groove. In a groove. In a groove, man. <laughs> I still don't understand it. Yeah. And I don't. I, I saw a microscopic, like. Buzz um, me away. It, where, where, like, zoomed in to a, a vinyl record's groove on a microscopic level. Mm. And it looked like sound waves. Really? Like, like on a Pro Tools track, you have a left and a right. Oh, well, yeah. the groove itself is like a V. And the left side and the right side are literally. Fucking sound wave looking fucking grooves. That's wild. And when the and when the needle goes in between them, it it fucking vibrates like that. 
And that vibration, and that vibration comes through a piece comes, of metal. Yep. And then through through the wires and through the fucking speakers. <sighs> and the speakers are going like this. And it's just like coming out and just like in your ear holes. And it's just like, boom. <laughs> if anybody thinks oh. fucking life is fucking boring, <laughs> yeah. look at a fucking piece of vinyl. Dude. Right. Like that is incredible, dude. It's, yeah. it's insane. It's got these little wavelengths etched into it. And they recorded it and just moved it. All these instruments are going on at once. And it's, <sighs> you hear the kick drum and the fucking guitar. A the, moment the in time just, just uh, a moment in time yeah, is immortalized right. even with the intricacies of like the picking technique or the fucking strike of john bottom's mm-hmm. fucking yeah. bass drum yeah yeah, yeah. is like comes through on this thing like like what yep it's ridiculous the world is fucking amazing and you guys need to watch that fucking <laughs> it, trip into infinity one yeah. yeah trust me it's that it. fucking good it's gonna change your life i, gotta I don't know if it'll change your life but down. it didn't change your life made me it didn't change my life but it made me stop for a couple days and go, hmm. all right, <laughs> I need to take this information yeah, yeah. and actually integrate, like, hold on, let me just reflect on this every now and then. Yeah. Because this is incredible Yeah, if this is legit. And then I started going into a little rabbit hole and, like, researching it, and everything says it is legit. It's, like, just a bunch of mathematicians, like, yeah, yeah this is just based on physics. And yeah. it's just, like... <laughs> Fuck, man. Wow. Did they talk about eight-dimensional objects or anything like that? Did they talk about any sort of like... So the first half of the documentary, my buddy came over, mm-hmm. and we had been drinking some whiskey and hanging out, and he goes, yeah. you got to watch this. Oh, yeah. like, you got to watch this, dude. I started watching it. Cool, cool. I'm like, all right, cool. So the first half of the documentary, I'm sitting there arguing like I'm a fucking physicist. <laughs> and I'm like... Which we had a physicist on earlier. Matt Teal. Yeah, Matt Teal. <laughs> did ahead. you? Yeah, we did. Episode six, the one before you. Matt Teal was on. He was a physicist. But go ahead. You're arguing like a physicist. I didn't hear about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, I'm like, but no, infinity doesn't make sense if they're talking about multiple infinities because infinity implies everything. You can't have separation. Everything's one. Boom, boom. And so I'm trying to break. But I'm trying. Really, I'm not trying to argue it. I'm trying to understand it. And I'm like, no, this doesn't make sense. Boom. And then it like hits this point where I was like, hmm. And I said, hey, we need to pause this because I need to go to bed and I'm not going to retain any more of this. Right, right. So the next morning we get up and I hit play. We start. Did y'all catch that fucking yeah, guttural yeah, ass good, burp? Yeah, you good, baby? That was good. <laughs> y'all gonna taste it. So we start watching it, and I'm watching, dude, and I'm like, "Wait, hold on." So I start pausing it, and I'm like, "Hey, you realize if this is real, like it means this?" And my buddy's like, "Yeah, I think I think it's what it, it makes sense." And I was like, "Dude," so I hit play, and then they're like. The importance of this is because if this is this, then it means this. And I was like, that's what I said, dude. And it was just like this moment where I was like, made sense. Fuck. Yeah. And, 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 and just kind of looking at it was like, man, to embody an idea like this, not have it in your head, but have it viscerally in your body to actually understand this idea would take all the fear out of life. Mm-hmm. It would take all the fear out of life. If you if is you it, felt it, not it if you li- just is it oh, life, it's an idea. Is it life or death? So I'll tell you the idea. You know what I'm saying? Can I share the idea? Yeah, share the idea, man. We'll still, oh, watch, okay. we'll still watch the documentary. It would it would okay, you said is it life or death? It would take the fear of death out. Yeah. Not the fear of life. Well, the fear of what happens in life too, though. Sure, sure. But yeah. I think all that comes down to fear of death. There's this thing that they talk about in it. And I butcher it. There's a box. The box is like sealed and nothing can get into it, right? Okay. I'm going to fuck this up, Trip to Infinity people, but mm-hmm. I'm pretty right on. Let's say, theoretically, you put a fucking apple in it. 
Yeah. Okay, you put that apple in there and it's closed and you leave it for infinity. Now, infinity means for an infinite amount of time, forever. Forever. <laughs> so it's fucking, it's in there, right? You come back three weeks later, it's breaking down, it's deteriorating. It's, you know, a little tore up fucking apple you wouldn't eat. Come back a couple hundred years later, it's ash, right? Well, nothing can escape that box. You come back long time later. I don't know what they're saying. Mm-hmm. Now the energy that that ass is made of is trying to redistribute itself back into the universe. Like it's, you know, it needs, there's there's heat. Yeah, yeah. So then it will superheat. It will become, you know, I don't know how many fucking millions of degrees because this fucking energy is in there and it's fucking just... Dying to get back it, in. It's Yeah, and it's not going to go anywhere. It's like, I, you know, it's like the whole thing about energy is not destroyed or yeah. created. It's right. just like it's a supernova. Fucking... So it's sitting there. Now you got all these elements and then you think about it and you're like, whoa, all these elements are in this box. And if you come back over time and over time, over time, over time, it's going to take a long time, but eventually you're going to come back and it's going to be an apple again. What? But here's where it goes crazier. All right. It's going to be an apple again and you start going, wait, what do you mean it's going to be an apple again? Well, every particle... That is in that, that makes up all of those ingredients. Every particle has like, I don't remember how many, 40 something or whatever um, possibilities that it can be. It can be Uh this, 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 this. So over an infinite amount of time, each particle will be in a different possibility combined with every other particle that can be in a different possibility. So when you come back, not only will it be a fucking apple, it will have been everything that, that it could possibly be. So this apple will have turned into a flashlight, a statue, a shoe, uh, whatever it might be, because the elements are there and yeah. they're reacting to each other. And I was like, I stopped it. And I was like, okay, hold on. To me, this sounds like it's saying that, that, that as something deteriorates, it's going to become these, there's all these different possibilities and it's going to become, you know, this thing, this thing, this thing through all that. And I was like, that's kind of crazy because if the universe is like that, mm-hmm. then that means that you and I are not different, like at all, like not physically, not anything. But like I transformed into this thing, you transform into that thing. I'm going to die. It's going to become this and you're going to become that. And there's no separation at all. Like the, th- you, you cannot die. You can't die. Like the Sean or the Thomas or Cody can die like that thing. Right. But, the energy that it makes up this thing does not die. And the only thing that's a Sean is a thought anyway. Like you could have named me anything. Like this is a thought, this is a memory. Yeah. This is crazy, but this is not crazy. Actually. It's just, it's not what everybody thinks about, but it will fucking continuously resurge in everything. And that ties into like Buddhist shit. It ties into everything. Yeah. Reincarnation, reincarnation, no becoming doubt. this and that. Right. And then he, Chris is like, yeah, man. And I hit play and, he, and the guy goes, so why this is important is because if the universe is like a box and I was like, son of a bitch, that's what I'm fucking saying. It, we, it, it's like, there is no death. Right. In that case, the only thing that dies is the memory, you know, mm. the memory mm. of who we were, the, right. which is a beautiful part it is. of being human. And it's very important. I'm yeah. working on it, accepting like, oh, dude, we're human now, you know? Yeah. It's, but it's that, that's a beautiful part, but like the physical, everything's just going to become this thing and that thing and. There's just no end to it. It's just this like dance, and the wild thing is, this is all based on fucking physics. It's not and like, mathematics. Yeah, and they're like, 
all the people on the documentary are even like, we don't have an answer. Like, this is just what the formulas say. Like, mm-hmm. We don't know. Yeah. But it all makes so much sense. And maybe that whole thing is just a picture in my head that sounds cool. Yeah. But if it is the way it works, it gives credence to a lot of things. Man. Well, here's the deal, you know? right? Oh, there's like a little weird red spotter crawling on my microphone. Straight, straight up. <laughs> really Anyways, yeah, man, this is because we're in the freaking garage. All right, so here's the thing. If if it did anything to alleviate the anxiety of the inevitable, let's be real, right? Because death is coming, okay? Sure. Nobody makes it out of here alive. Sure. Jim Morrison. If that documentary did something for you to help alleviate that anxiety that's associated with death, mm. not just you, anybody, and helped rationalize it to you in a certain kind of way, then you can digest that a little bit easier. Because that's a hard pill to swallow. Sure. You know what I mean? The memory thing sucks, man. The memory of who you were going to diminish one day. You know what I mean? And mm. it's sad. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's just a little bit of narcissism, I think. I suppose, in your ego or whatever else, yeah. man. But, I mean, it's but just it goes a... back to what we were talking about, even survival. We just want to live. We want to survive for as long as we can. Yeah. Think about you know Alzheimer's people who can't remember their kids. Yeah. That's tough. You can't remember your kid. That's a tough. There is that's such, a, such a, a horrible disease. Uh, and there's such a beauty to being human because we get to experience, like, straight-up pain, grief. Yeah, man. Absolute excitement lust ecstasy all these things yeah and it's like there's this full on like gamut of what it is to be human mm-hmm. and i think that for me i can't tell everybody i've always tried to be like more than that somehow and and it's crazy it's like no just embrace that i have these we call them flaws it's not a fucking flaw what is a flaw oh that's wrong no it's natural Mm-hmm. You know, you're a part of this thing. And so, yeah, what you're saying about like the the memory dying, that is, that's like, fuck, I'm going to be gone. You know, and then my kids are going to eventually a few lineages down, man. They're like, not going to remember. They're not going to remember. I don't, I don't remember my great, 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 great grandpa. Right. I don't know anybody past my grandpa, no. right? <laughs> you know, like, no. uh, nobody passed and Nobody that. does. That was no. the beginning of the bloodline. Yeah. Unless it's written down in a book, yeah. a history book, no one remembers anybody. Five, six, seven generations. Back. Right. Yeah. But the whole thing just happens this way. There's nothing we can do about it. Like, no, there's nothing. There's, there's amazingness to it. It's like, let's start to find the beauty in this thing. Let's mm-hmm. start to find the beauty in this temporary existence that we have. No doubt. Where it's like, we get to be here. Because no yes, dude, I want to, I, I never want to forget my baby girl. Mm-hmm. You know, or some of those things that are just like so beautiful and just like, man, this is, this is life, man. And we have to be, in, but what comes with that is pain. Don't you? It, it comes with it. You don't yeah. get the one without the no, other. No, you don't, man. You really don't. Because and, even yeah. if you lived a, a, a pretty decent existence, right? I don't say sheltered or whatever, but just a very blessed existence, v- devoid of any sort of crazy tragedy and, and trauma, there's going to come the time when you're going to have to separate. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And yeah. that in itself is going to be painful for everyone involved. Yes. You know? For, yeah. your, for you and the loved ones you leave behind and everything else. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. That's, that might, you know, and if that's the only traumatic thing that people go through, then that's a life well lived, I suppose. Sure because it is, there's a man, lot Because there's right. a lot of other things out there that can really affect. You're right. You know, and it does give an immediacy to, I, I can't I can't say this for my, like uh, these are my words, but they are at this point, but they were definitely influenced by a talk that Sam Harris gave talking mm-hmm. about death okay. and, 
we talked about how death gives this immediate importance to life. Like this immediacy. Yeah. Like it, if you really accept that death could happen any moment, right. then it's not later that I get to do this. There's an, there's an urgency. Now. Yeah. Right now. There's a fucking now that's like, this is special. This could be the last. And that gives this like beauty to life. That yeah. eternal life with all that shit. Yeah. Doesn't give. Now, I think this is kind of crazy because maybe eternal life in, in our religious minds and everything is I am going to live forever. The me, the, the my idea, Sean. The memory of Sean. Sean's going to be hiking up yeah. there and doing his thing. <laughs> but instead, Sean disappears and I just return to everything that I'm already a part of. Right. And that is eternal life. Like, there's no Sean. It's just the whole. Yeah. And imagine if everybody could actually on the earth viscerally feel, viscerally feel be like, it's one thing. And yeah. you looked at the person next to you like you're an, you're my arm. Yeah. You're an extension of me. You're not somebody I'm up against. What would that world be like? I heard a theory. What the fuck? I don't know, it was a weird theory, but okay, imagine that reincarnation doesn't all, doesn't only, you know, um, travel linearly, right? And through time, it, it travels across time. Right? So it's not like you get you know, you die now and you get reincarnated as a bug a few days later. But it's more like I die now and I get reincarnated as a person 20 years ago or 100 years ago or, you know, it's kind of like quantum leap almost, you know. That would say, oh, I love that You, you know what I mean? But, but, like, but like, yeah, you know, like, like you die and you live as every person on the planet. So everybody is literally the same person living as the, the another different person. Life. Yes. Yeah. So, so I am you in, in a different, you know, universe or timeline or whatever it is. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes, it's, but and and, cool. and here's the crazy thing is that that different universe, that different timeline, can't be separate. It's no. one thing. Yeah, it's all the same. So, so we're the same person. But, but exactly. But imagine being able to like not, not just have it as an idea, but feel it. For me to look at you and be like that, to where that yeah. that wall's like gone. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Nobody would be fucking hurting each other, right? I, I, I don't know. I don't know. You want to hurt yourself? No idea. You wouldn't hurt yourself. That's one of those things too. That's one of those things too. Is is realizing that you know every every person has this importance, and I think a lot of people might give a lot of their life to taking care of other people, and that's beautiful. It's fucking awesome. But there is like a your cup runs out. Like your life is important too. Mm -hmm. You got to take care of yourself. Yeah. So be able to fucking fuel that, man. No doubt. That's a little side note, but yes, dude, absolutely. That's fucking wild that. That it's all one thing. Yeah. And like physics and everything points to it now. Like yeah. it's like, guys, this is what's happening, but we just, we can't, we can't feel it completely. Yeah. The guy that cuts me off, I still want to like, <laughs> right. like yeah. you're a fucking idiot. Right. <laughs> and I'm practice. I practice. I'm like, this guy's a fucking idiot. And then I think, oh man, maybe he's just cruising. Have I ever, have I ever just been cruising? Yeah. And have I ever just been like, you yeah. know, I'm going 30, man. Just what I'm doing, and I pull over here. Oh, whoops, my bad. And then I go, yeah, oh, and, and yeah, I yeah. did the, yeah, I did yeah. the whoops, my bad. Did he yeah. just go the, oh, sorry, man? Yeah. Did mm. he do the thing? No, hell no. He <laughs> said, fuck you. you saw yeah, no, bad. he's just a fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah. You cut me off. Maybe his dog just died that morning. You know, you, yes. you never know people's shit. Yeah, there's but a this lot comes with going. being a fucking human, yeah. and we have yeah. to accept or, that this yeah. is a part but, of us. Let's and take then, it to one more degree, and let's let's say time, or let's say uh, you know, reincarnation doesn't just cross time, but what if it crosses? galaxies what if instead we get reincarnated on another planet ah i love that thought too. You know get I mean? ready for that i love why, that why, thought too why is I love it bound that too. why is it bound to earth yeah it shouldn't like be like why yeah trip into infinity they address that they are okay. nice i'm so glad they do because well, you, you have to listen to, to it dude logically yeah. you, you have to watch it right yeah 
they, like, they talk about like copies of people and it's not just like in other times or dimensions. It's actually across space. Like yeah. there's this infinite mountain. There are all these copies of you and all these different things. Dude. Yeah. You got to check it out. Uh, you'll love it. You'll love it. You'll love it. Okay. We're going to watch. Cool. Hey guys, I wanted to ask you guys, I wanted to get one more of these drinks. Okay. If I could, I was yeah, going to go out and make one. Yeah. Yeah. You guys cool with jamming yeah. another video? Let's do it. While we do that, let's do a Nova Skyway. What's the other song? Translucent, cool Translucent. song, man. It's the, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a good fucking jam, and any of the five people watching, you skip ahead. <laughs> Ooh, oh, there's actually a video if you want to pause it. Yeah, let's go back. Let's look for the. Video. But see that fucking album art? You got to see that fucking album art, dude. Good album. That guy's the guy who did a couple of the Ocean's records. He's done a bunch of shit. He's amazing. Yeah, yeah. All right, man. So this is a good song, man. Check it out. Thanks, Mikey.
More Nova Skyway. Good shit. How do y'all do your videos? Nova Skyway pre, uh, pre Sean. <laughs> that song right there that was about to come on yeah. is pre me. Okay. And and uh, that is my favorite song to play live. Oh, really? I told the guys before because we used to play shit. Are we on right now? Or are we, we are. We yeah, yeah, we're back on. So I told the guys before we got into the band. I said we got to play Flutters, man, because when they would play for with us at Ocean shows, we play together or. Whatever they play this song, and I was like, "Look, that's the fucking song. That's the one. That fucking song. The end of that fucking song. Yeah. The riff. <sighs> Every time they play it, I'm like, dude, I just want to play that fucking riff on stage. <laughs> it's the end riff. And then when I got in the band, I was like, we're playing this fucking song. They're like, yes, and we've been fucking playing it. Mikey, dude, skip was, us to the end riff. Find us the end riff real quick. Oh it, no, it's got to be in context. It oh, won't, it really? won't make okay, sense. Okay, won't make sense. Okay, well, you know right, what? Right, it, right. it might if. I, I don't know. It's it's a it's a development. Okay, no worries. The no song worries. is progressive. There's it's a development. Eight minutes long too. It's, it's hey, always but, long, but, dude. But here, here's what I think is cool. Anova Skyway and Oceans used to play together. Yeah, yeah. We used to play shows together, man. Uh, absolutely. Like yeah. so, back in the day, they were in a band. A couple of the guys in the band. Uh huh. The uh-huh. singer and the drummer. Yeah, yeah. They were in a band called Blood Void. You guys remember Blood Void at all? No, not at all. So Lao Tzu and Blood Void and a couple of the other bands used to fucking play together all the time. Like, that was our fucking circuit. Like, we'd play fucking Fitzgeralds. We'd play here, here, here. Andrew Walters. Walters. Yeah. <laughs> so we would, we would we'd have this group of bands and we'd play fucking, yeah. like, you know, once a month or something. Yeah. All of us. So we were all super close. And then they ended up going in to make a Nova Skyway. And then we went in and made Oceans. Oceans, and, yeah. And so yeah, yeah. So the, yeah, we play fucking shows together, of course. You so you told me you told me uh, pre-show we're, we're gonna you're gonna have a funny story about the engine room, the the sound guy oh, from the, sound the guy. engine room, dude. This is funny as shit. And engine room's an old school venue. Yes, in the Houston yeah, Houston. Everybody yes. remembers that. Rip. Yeah, if you guys remember engine room, man, yeah. that was the oh, shit. Yeah. That was the shit. There was this. Uh, oh, it was all concrete. Like oh, that place, man. I got so many stories from it's like fucking old airplane hangar, something, right? Uh, some, some type of I don't know what the fuck airplane hangar. Right there, no, San Jose. The airplane's all. Airplane had to stop. It was the engine room for a reason, right? Oh, like the, the engine, like some, something to do with airplane. Okay, maybe they worked on the engine. Oh, maybe they worked on airplane engines. Got you, got you, got you. Because it was all concrete. Yeah, but I loved the engine, man. I loved the engine room. I had so much. Fucking fun! I didn't even realize until right now how much yeah. fun I had there. Yeah. I went to so many shows there, so mm-hmm. played so many shows there, had so many so crazy many experiences yep. there, man. Oh my god! But you know, to the sound guy, one day, man, I don't know. You were talking about it, and I just thought about this dude. There was this day yeah. that fucking it was when Anthony had joined Lao Tzu, and we're like fucking gonna play this show. And I'm looking, dude, and the sound guy is like over there, and I'm like adjusting my amp. I'm like, do I need to turn it down or up, right? And the sound guy's standing there and he's going, he's going, he just, his arm's like this and he's going. Yeah. And so I keep turning it down and I look at him, he's all. And I keep turning it down, he's all. (laughs) And it was like constant and I was like, what the fuck? And then finally I got to the spot, he goes, and then Keegan goes up. Yeah. And it was like turning down. And Anthony, so we still, it's hilarious because it got to the point where it was like, my amp's on one, man. No (laughs) You know, it was, but it, it was this thing. Yeah. So every yeah, time yeah, it's yeah. like a, it's this little inside <laughs> joke with me and Anthony when we'll be talking about two ladies off. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it's like that guy. He's off. Hey, dude, that, if it's the same sound guy, it's the I, same guy. No, listen, it's I the remember, one guy. I remember watching a show, and he was no nonsense, by the way. Mm. And this motherfucking singer dropped his mic and fucking made that fucking whole sound spike. 
and he cut them off. That was it. He was done. He was like, "You're done." Then he like he did like a little mic drop, I guess. And like I said, did that shit, or he slammed the mic on the ground. Just try to do something real rock star, I guess. Yeah, you know right. what I mean? The the vocal rock star version of breaking your guitar and lighting it on fire right. was slam your fucking mic on the ground, right? Well, that sound guy wasn't fit oh, to have that. No. You almost fucking blew all his cones out, bro. Right. And he shut them down. He was shut like, them down. "That's it, you're done." Yeah. And he was. I remember the singer being like, "Wait, what?" what? And I, I, this is, I think, right around the time where we're getting ready to play there and stuff mm-hmm. like that. I remember telling myself, like, self. Do don't throw the fucking microphone. Yeah, don't think you're gonna be some fucking punk star, yeah. rock star, whatever the fuck. You know what I'm saying? Oh, that's punk funny, rock dude. shit. The only don't. funny story I got was, was basically I think we were there for Anibus. I was there for Anibus, whatever, back in the day. Uh-huh. And I was, you know, underage and I'm just probably drinking uh-huh. beer or so and they're like, Hey, where's your wristband or whatever? You can just get out. Yeah. They said it like that? <laughs> no. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, they kicked me, kick me out. Well, I'm I'm downtown. I'm fucking 17, 18, maybe something like that. Tops. Yeah. You know, I'm like looking around like, what the fuck do I do? do I like, do? where do I go? I'm lost in the big city. That's a cool of, moment. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's cool, but the buddy of mine was like, hey, man, just come in here. Like, come to my car. Like, we'll switch shirts. And I'm like, all right. Bet. That'll work. <laughs> so I fucking changed shirts, changed clothes, went in there, fucking paid again, got right back in. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Man. Ah. Didn't, yep, didn't even notice. I was like, yep. All right, let's go. That'll Change work. shirts. I'm yeah. back in, baby. Change shirts. Oh my god, dude, that place is so crazy. Yeah. Sometimes the AC would go out there and it'd just be fucking hideous what? in there. Yeah. Man, but I saw some fucking shows there, man. I saw some fucking shows there, dude. You know, next door the Jet Lounge. Is the still Jet open. Lounge, yeah. It's, it's still, still, open. still open. That's still open. We Engine room is done. The Jet Lounge is still open. Jet Lounge is still open. Yeah, we played really? a show there too. Yeah. Damn, that's wild. That little Swinging corner from stage. from the rafters. Swinging from the shit. <laughs> yeah. Try to be cool. Fucking, what was that? Knee Plus Ultra? The Knee Plus Ultra rocked, man. Yeah. I like them. Cheers to them. I remember seeing, uh, I mean, you know, I remember seeing Dillinger at, uh, at Walter's one night. Mm-hmm. And he was grabbing the fucking goddamn PA off the top because that oh. guy was just, he was blowing fire first. And I remember them saying, because I'd seen him blow fire to the shows, and yeah, I, yeah, I remember yeah. them saying, Walter's ain't going to have him do it or something like that. They won't let him. Mm-hmm. And he started fucking blowing this fire. And then he started grabbing the fucking, the speakers hanging from the ceiling. Yeah. Swinging from him. Yeah. And my girlfriend at the time, me and her were under it, and I was like, we need to move back. Yeah. That, yeah that's yeah. on like a little chain. Oh, no, it snapped. Like it, it snapped? No, no, it didn't. Oh, it didn't. Okay. But okay, I remember okay. them fucking. I remember going to the bar to get a beer, and I remember the bartender being just like, "Who's gonna shut this down?" Yeah, <laughs> I remember him freaking out because he's breathing fire, fucking crazy. He's fucking, he's fucking blowing fire. He's holding it, and I was like, "Nobody, bitch!" Like, yeah. dude, like, no, this is on, dude. Oh, I saw man. them at fucking one of the most intense live bands. I saw them at uh, Meridian, and they were playing, and the singer. And the singer will never fucking see this, but I was right there, man. Yeah. And he like caught his fucking eyebrow on Ben, the guitar player's on his on his headstock. Oh. And it tore his fucking tore his eyebrow, dude. It was yeah. like, about that. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, because mm-hmm. that happened to me. Did yeah. it? <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah. Oh, dude, dude. Yeah. Really? And I fucking blood everywhere, bro. That shit was fucking oh, that was so cool. <laughs> I couldn't ask for nothing better. Obviously. Oh my god. Because I had blood coming down. I was like, right. Are well, you not entertained? That's you know, fucking it. Is that, is that in Fort Worth? No man, I think the where was I? No, it was in Fort Worth. Yeah, it was in Fort Worth, bro. Because yeah. we all took like a little the picture, picture afterwards. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I had nice blood and everywhere. Bloody. Oh, dude, it was the shit. Nice yeah. It happened twice, though. It happened once there, and it happened again at Scout Bar. Nice. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So wait, I'm sorry. I didn't, mean to to take, I didn't mean to take away the story. Though, no, that's perfect. Cut, that's that was perfect. it. It cut him. He made him. Oh, well, he went. And, he went and like super glued it back on. Oh, and came yeah. out and rocked it. But no, dude. And shout out to Scout Bar for being such an excellent local. Band. Dude, yes. Yep. Thomas would have got top notch. Dude, yeah. Thomas would have got you. Know, you're crazy about Scout, dude. We were on tour with um, the Hunger Insomnium oh. and. Who else was on tour with us? I forget. I think it was just us and them sound name and then hmm. whatever local bands. Oh, okay. And we're, we're going through and we were coming through fucking Houston. Yeah. And I told the guys, it was before we even got to Houston. And the dude was telling me, uh, one of the, the guitar players was like, Houston, we're playing scout bar. And I said, yeah. And he goes, oh, and these guys are from Finland and yeah. they're good friends of mine. I love these guys. And Marcus is like, best venue in u.s like my favorite venue (laughs) yes straight up so i was like really you like he's like this we love fucking scout bar we love it so we go there and we get our shit and i told thomas that night because we were in town i was like hey man these guys fucking like you have a reputation overseas like for being like one of the best venues like people just love it here and he's like oh great and i know why i know why it's not because the venue is the best venue it's not because it's it's how thomas treats people it's how right he does people. In my opinion, man, he has done us so solid all the time. And when you go to Scout, if you're headlining the show, you've got your little room. It's 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 well lit. It's got a good stage. The sound is good. He doesn't just let it go to shit. Yeah. He's constantly updating it. Yep. You know, it's AC'd. Like, it's just, it's nice, man. Yeah, they, they treat you like rock stars. And they treat you like a fucking, they treat Dude, you like a rock star. because he was a musician, star. man. It, yeah. He still is? Yeah. Well, he, yeah they I mean, treat you sorry, like, yes. yeah. They treat you like a fucking rock star, man, no matter who you are. And that is fucking amazing. Because we'll go to these fucking venues where we're just like crowding into these shows. Yeah, they don't give a fuck. Yeah, man. Whatever. You know, it was wild. We did a two-week tour in Europe with Epica. And it was their 20th anniversary or something show. Or tour. So it was like two weeks. And every show was fucking massive. Every show, the green room had full-on spread of food, mm. laundry, like you could go to your washing machine and wash your clothes, go get your food, go do this and that, get all, it was fucking amazing. Yeah. And you go out and there's just these giant crowds, right? Mm-hmm. And then like, you know, two months later, you're playing a little show at fucking Scout yeah. <laughs> with a couple hundred people, you know what I mean? It's so fucking wild of a dynamic, man. Wow. It's crazy. But shout out to fucking Thomas and Scout for what they do because they are an amazing venue here, man. Bro, they're going to be around for a long time. Yeah. Scout Bar. He does it right, dude. He cares. He fucking genuinely cares. I talk to him all the time and we have these conversations. He is a, he's, he's the real deal, man. So I'm curious, man, because, you know, you being a a business owner, we kind of broached on it a little bit earlier about USA Karate, obviously having gone on past Mike Tucker. Hopefully, Inner Fire has something like that too. But will Scout have the same? Would Dan's have the same? Would Scotty's Pub have the same? Right. That's interesting. You, to know think what I mean? about. you just brought up three really good ones. That's you know really I mean? that's yep. really interesting, man. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. Time I guess we'll see. Right? Time will tell. Of course, time you know. Tell, but I'm, I'm curious. You know, if, and, and not to say that Thomas has to die in order for Scout Bar to you know d- dissolve. But what if Thomas was ready to retire one day? Yeah. What if you're ready to retire one day? Sure. I'm sure you one will day, be. Yeah, we're, we're all gonna be old. Yeah, we're gonna be like, hey, you know, it's 65. Yeah, I'm, I'm tired of this. I'm good. I'm good. Go. I think about that with my instructors all the time. You know? Like my instructors don't want to be on the floor until 9:30 every night. They're gonna have kids. They don't want to be on the floor teaching until 9.30 every night. I need to find a way to elevate them. 
to bring up more instructors yep, who yep, can yep, teach yep. more and we can spread this and it can be that thing where it's that time in your life you can transition to that, mm-hmm. you know, and still be effective in what you're doing. So I'm, I'm with you. That's that's a big part of my goal, man. I feel like it's a mentorship too because oh, but just what I hear too, right, right? Super mentorship. You started out as a student instructor, so to speak. A lot of your instructors now were previous students. And All so of them. That's how, that's how, that's how that, yeah. you know, probably that's how that cycle continues. Yeah. Maybe it'll be the same for Scout. Maybe there'll be somebody on the, you know, come up. That keeps it going. Yeah, you know, keeps on, it going. On the business end of things? Because, I mean, you have to be a businessman at the end of the day, you know? I suppose so. That's a hard one for, you, you gotta for be Thomas. In man. the scene. I mean, he's so immersed in the scene uh, through his connections. I mean, it's hard to, like, say, okay, oh, this is my new protege. This is who your new point of contact is. You know what I mean? Like, he knows as much as me. He's, you know, been around as, as long as me. You know, you can't. Yeah. Like pass that down, really. You know what I mean? Like you just have to have that through, through your connection. I suppose so, but I figured just in order for in well, order you have to the... start integrating that person into those yeah. connections, right? Yeah, you have to start pulling them in to hey, we're gonna meet with this. I want you to come with me. Mm-hmm. That's what that is. Mm-hmm. It's like what I'm doing with my main guy right now is that he is now making uh, equipment orders, shit like that. But I integrate him into it as I do it. Be here with me while I do right. it. Right. And then I'm gonna let you do it. I'll be here and I'll watch you do it. Yeah, yeah. All right, cool. Like you take that, you get that. You know, you you gotta you gotta bring him into it. Yeah, that's all it is. You have to be associated with that, and then it transitions. Yeah. I mean, if anybody I could think of, I mean, I know Chris Harding's been in the scene for a long time. Sure. He'd be a good, I think, candidate for just somebody. He's a he's a businessman. He's Chris Harding is just as old as Thomas. I know. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. (laughs) Who would would a young buck be? That's what I'm trying to get at. Yeah. Yeah. When when he when Thomas is 65, like who's going to be the next 35 year old? And don't mean to talk bad about Chris Harding because we're gonna we're gonna have him here (laughs) on on the cast too. He's coming coming, too. Which I we're really excited about that. Yeah. I'm so proud of him, man. Yeah. (laughs) Every time I see him, dude, I'm just proud of him. I'm proud of him for sticking with it and doing his thing. Yeah, he's another good good human being. Oh, he's a wonderful human being. And he's a a real musician, man. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, we're talking about two different people. I'm talking about Chris Harding. Yeah, yeah. Chris Hardy. Chris oh, Hardy. Hardy is who I'm talking about. Yeah, you're about. talking about Chris Hardy. Chris Hardy? Sorry, you're talking about Harding. I'm Harding. talking about Chris Hardy. Yeah. Those motherfuckers <laughs> have the same name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah same yeah, name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chris Hardy, just to complete the sentence, yeah. is a fucking wonderful musician. Yeah. And he is a lifelong real fucking. Oh, yeah, no oh. doubt. He's yeah. he's definitely Die cool. Hard. I would love, love to have him on the cast. Yeah, we should reach out to Chris Hardy. We should. We should reach yeah. out to Get him and him see on, if he man. would be down. That'd be bad. Oh, that'd be a great conversation. He's got good stories to yeah. tell. He's yeah. A, he's, a, he's a great. He could even do an acoustic dude. set. So here's the thing. Here's the thing. He'll do it. One yeah. of the stories for Chris Hardy right here is this scar that's on the side of my head. Yeah. This was uh, when Chris Hardy was a guitar player for Prototype 13. Uh, we were playing at, yeah, and we were playing at, at the, the Balinese, Balinese room. room. <laughs> and I took a fucking beer bottle, glass beer bottle, in the mosh pit and fucking smashed it. Smash it over my head. Wait, over your own head? Oh, my own head. You gave yourself that scar? I did fucking stuff, <laughs> man. This scar that's been a part of my life. Fucking, was it UTMB? For fucking years Galveston, now. Or yeah. What, what no, it? well, we tried UTMB Galveston. This is Mardi Gras. Yeah. So after like the seventh gunshot fucking victim, we were like, <laughs> I'm not going to be here. Rabbit took me there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jimenez, fucking Robbie, Robert Jimenez. Robert yeah. Jimenez. We called him Rabbit, anyways. And I was like, dude, just take me back to my Jeep or car, whatever the fuck I was driving at the time. Take me back to my car. Uh, I was like, there's no way I'm gonna be seen here, even though I have a gaping fucking head wound. 
But uh, yeah, we went back to Southeast Memorial and got checked out there. Saw Lane. Lane had pneumonia. Lane had pneumonia. (laughs) I was like, Lane, we just played a show together. What are you doing here? He's like, what are you doing here? He played the entire show at Balinese sitting down in a chair. Yeah, man. Because he had pneumonia. He was sick. We didn't realize it. bro. And he played the show, though, like a trooper. Yeah. You bad motherfucker. (laughs) Get it, baby. Dude, there he was. He (laughs) was like, I have to play. Anyways. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And I'm there because I fucking bashed a beer bottle over my own head in the middle of Prototype 13. Things mosh pit. Oh my yeah. god! And I remember Chris Hardy. I remember telling him about that. And he's like, "Dude, what do you take a picture of it? We're gonna post it on MySpace, <laughs> and we're gonna be like, this is what Prototype 13 music does to you. Right. <laughs> it yeah. makes you go crazy. <laughs> Nobody wants to listen anymore. Yeah, right. Dude, there's right. a thing with music. So the other night, a, a few months ago, um, I fucking some shit happened with my my arm. It yeah. started like like I couldn't pick anything up. Like I couldn't pick a fucking. Uh, a bottle, a gallon of water. I, yeah. My shit would buckle. And then my arm started shrinking. And then mm. I was like, what the fuck's happening, man? And I couldn't sleep. It was like weeks I couldn't sleep. I had this pain. I went to multiple treatment things. And then I found this this chiropractor that I'd known about for a long time. And he's also a strength coach. He's now my strength and conditioning coach. Yeah. Writes all my workouts. I go to him and he gets me right. Gets my shit right. But here's what's crazy. Because this comes from the bottle on your head. When... All these years after that guy I mentioned earlier told me you need to move more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. I went all the way. Mm-hmm. Fucking heads going. There were every show I get up, I could barely move my neck. Yeah, oh, I'd yeah. be like this. Right? There's all these times, and then there was a couple times in fucking I'm rolling with somebody on the ground, and we're rolling, and boom, my neck gets jacked. All this, right? Right. Go to the chiropractor. He fucking sends me an MRI. I've already gone on two months of like muscular therapy. Nothing, man. And he does the MRI. He goes, all right, you need to come in for your MRI reading. I'm driving to my MRI reading, and I'm listening to Rogan's podcast with Dave Mustaine. Uh, and Rogan says something about, hey, what's up with your neck? You had this and that. Dave Mustaine says, yeah, man, I got a, a, a herniated C5 and C6 from all the head banging. Mm-hmm. So I had to have this and that done. And I'm driving. I'm like, I'm thinking that's 100% what I have. You know? Yeah. I get into the fucking chiropractor thing and he's like so you got a herniated c5 and c6 <laughs> straight up dude and i was like i fucking knew it i man. didn't need you dave mustaine told me that shit dave mustaine told me that. <laughs> i didn't fucking yeah, need to pay bitch, nothing get out of here god man, oh he's, he's still the gonna best. bill you dude he's gonna yeah. <laughs> so he's got me like fixed up he put me on a whole protocol my workouts to fix it all up and shit but what you're talking about is like the the other night I've regained function. Yeah. Like I'm I'm probably at like ninety five percent. Like I can I can lift with this arm. It's not as strong as this one, but it, it's almost there and it's yeah. coming back. Yeah. I've been sleeping all that. Friday night. Not this Friday, the past Friday. Okay. We go to see Gojira and Master. Oh, oh, damn, man. You can't help yourself. Just head You can't no, help dude. yourself. No, can't help it. God it comes bless. through and I'm fucking just <laughs> oh. This is what metal does to yeah. me. It does. Come back to the Beer. Hit yourself on the head is the same goddamn thing. Mm-hmm. I'm just like going, and then for the past few days, my hands been feeling tingly. Oh, I'm like son man. of a bitch. So I gotta go this week and see if hopefully I didn't fuck it up too much. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Like, can you just get me right again for a minute? I yeah. promise. I promise I'll never do it again. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but fuck, man, music does something to you. Dude, it's like fucking metal. Well, here's the thing. I've torn some rotator cuffs, Boston. I fucked, yeah. I fucked my shit up, man. I, I torn my shit up. I mean, doing some other shit too. But I mean, yeah, my my shoulders are fucked. I think it's my, something it, to be it, said. When you when you head bang, yeah, and you're sore the next day, they call that a bang over. 
Oh, a bangover. I've never heard that. I've never heard that either. I like it though. You get a bangover. The king of bangovers. Bangover. Oh my <laughs> god, I've had bangover. some bangovers. Yeah. That's for damn sure. Some oh, bangovers. You're just sore. You're stiff. Yeah. Can't move. Yeah, you're just yeah. like, oh, stop yeah. it, guys. Right now, if anybody's out there and you're young, if you're younger than 40, stop. Stop it. Just like find another way. I'm going to find another way. Well, see, that's what I was going to say. I'm just going to start elbowing. No, 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 no. no. My, that's my what I was going to say. Are over. Hold on. That's what I was trying to it's, say. It's done. Is that when you were young, yeah. you had your mo- prime moshing days. Yeah, so you many. did it. You fucking got the t shirt. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now we're at an age where we could possibly bow out. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And still. <laughs> Save some face Gracefully. and reputation, you know what I mean, and not on, be a man. fucking cripple. As no, you grow up. exactly, because yeah. you don't want to be a cripple from fucking headbanging, bro. Come on, yeah. I remember. Sucks. I remember one of the last pits I was in, and and, and, and there's some some ego, and there's some bravado, and there's some all this stuff into it. You know, there's the show on stage, and then mm. there's the show in the pit, dude. right? And you're like, you want to be in the crowd the participation. Seven dust. Yeah. It was seven yeah. dust, seven and I remember yeah. I was fucking washing my yeah. ass off, and to the point to where I got. I threw up. You, you know what I'm saying? Up, yeah. They're like, "You're out of here." And I was out. like, "Fuck yeah. you! I don't care." Yeah. And on the way out, though, you know, I'm over there by the truck. I'm cleaning up, and one of the guys comes up to me, and I'll never forget this. This is the way he said it. He was like, "I saw you in the pit, and I got this big black cross back tattoo, so it's real easy to point me out." Yeah. You know what I'm saying? With the shirt off and all that, and he's like, "You were the alpha," and I was like, "Yeah, I was the alpha." I'll take wanna, that. I will take that title, no doubt. I was the alpha. A little bitty old me, right, you know, like, right. uh, you know what I'm saying? Nine, yeah, blue. seven, <laughs> five foot nine, my boots on, but whatever. Anyways, <laughs> you know, that, that's what I'm saying. That was, that was, all, yes. and that, that would, that actually lifted me up more hearing yeah. that. I was like, fuck yeah, thanks, fuck dude. Yeah, Give shit. me a hug. I that, love you. That's the way to you know go out, saying? you know? Yeah. That's exactly. the alpha. The alpha. The alpha of the yeah. night. I've been, I've been, you know, so, so what, you know, ground that night. You I'm put good. that well. I'm like good. There's I'm this. good. I'm good. I don't have to mosh anymore is what right. I'm trying to say. You yeah. know what I mean? Good. You it's put it well. Fun. There's the show on stage and yeah. the show in the and pit. And the show in the pit, bro. Because here's the thing. I don't remember nothing from that Seven right. Dust show yeah. of Seven Dust. You don't. But right? You, don't. <laughs> you remember where you were. I just remember being in the pit trying to survive. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And be the alpha, I guess, whatever. But but the point is, like, yeah. I, I remember after I got kicked out or whatever and I was in the parking, I was like, I don't remember seeing the show. Fuck, that's fucking that sucks. <laughs> that sucks. It wouldn't be the first time though, you know what I'm saying? Oh, it wouldn't be. Oh wouldn't yeah, be. you forget a lot of them. Yeah. Yeah. There was a, I went to a fucking show to go see uh Super Joint Ritual and Skin Lab. And I don't know if you guys ever listened to Skin Lab back in the day. Mm-hmm. No? Yeah, uh, I got yeah. some good Skin Lab records for you. Okay. They had a few of them that were really fucking awesome and wasn't my thing. But yeah, dude, Skin Lab was like slated in like ninety nine. A lot of the magazines were like, This is the future, like this was gonna happen. So I went to see him one at Fitzgerald's and I was like, we got to check him out. So we went up there and I was like, oh, fuck. They were bad as fuck. Anyway, they were playing with Super Joint Ritual, which is Phil and Selma. Yeah, I was going to say, that's Phil's, yeah, Phil's side project. And we went to fucking goddamn uh, San Antonio, man, to mm-hmm. see him. Mm-hmm. So we're at this fucking venue, man, and we're fucking going at it. And I start fucking moshing and this dude looks at me. He's this big motherfucker. Oh, yeah. And he's like, he looks at me like, we're, we're gonna we've been it. moving people. Yeah. Now it's me and you. Yes, and I was like, what? Okay, <laughs> let's go. I got my fucking karate gun. Yeah, yeah. I run at this motherfucker, dude. He hits me so fucking hard. Dude. <laughs> I fucking, I, I swear, in my head, it was like, yeah, your legs came up from out of you. Oh, shit. oh, dude. And I tried to like catch myself, which I know better than. Yeah, yeah, because you break your fucking. You arm. break your shit, and yeah. I broke my fucking wrist in the God. pit. It was my left wrist. Damn it. So I, I, yeah, so we're staying in a hotel, man. Yeah. The next day, I'm trying to get my pants on. I'm like, guys, I can't put my pants on. They're like, what the fuck? I'm like. You gotta pull my pants up. I can't get them up. <laughs> so my boys are pulling my pants up, buckling my belt, and my fucking wrist is fucked, man. Yeah. 
So I get home back to Houston, and my grandpa was hanging out with my mom. He was visiting from Louisiana. Yeah, yeah. I said, Gramps, I can't move my arm. He goes, well, he like checks it out, and he's like, well, I don't know. You want to go to the hospital? I'm like, yeah, take me, man. So he takes me, and they wrap me up, give me all this shit. And they're like, you just got you got a fracture. You just got to leave it like this. Yeah. But I was working at Joe's Crab Shack at the time. I was Damn a waiter. Man. So I go to Joe's. And I'm like, yo, I got to pay my fucking my truck note, man. Yeah. I got to figure out what the fuck I rent. And they're like, well, we're going to give you a test night. And I was like, what does that mean? They're like, well, you're going to get three, like two tables. It was yeah. Two, three or four tables, whatever. It's like at the bar section. And and we'll see how you do. If you can handle that, we'll move you up to this and then we'll keep you on. I'm All like, with a right. busted wing. Dude, so I had the fucking bitch wrapped up, so I would use that as a fucking hot pad, right? So I'd have my fucking plate on here. You can burn my fucking arm. Really? Hot as you want, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> so I go over there, and I thought, I'm going to make so much money, because these people are going to be like, oh, this poor injured guy. Shit. Fuck. No. <laughs> nope. Not at all. Like, no sympathy at all. Ew, They're gross. just like, here's 50 fucking cents. Yeah. And I was like, dude, what the fuck? But they let me fucking work. Yeah. But the worst part was I couldn't. It was like, well, I can't play guitar. Yeah. But it was crazy because they were like, well, you just can't move your wrist. I was like, all right, well, I'm going to go to practice. So we fucking went to practice, and I had it. It was a, it was a, like a cast underneath. It was a splint. Oh, okay, okay. It wasn't a full hard cast. Yeah. It yeah. was a splint, and then it had Top the wrap. bottom, and it had a wrap. Right, right, right. So I could play as long as my fingers were like this, yeah, and it worked. Free. And so we practiced for like weeks like that, Come dude. On. And it was like, yeah, yeah, straight up. I could play, dude. It was wild. I could play all of it. You broke the strumming hand. You broke the fingering hand. I broke hand, the fingering hand, yeah. Still could. I could still play. I could still play, but it was like, it was difficult. And I probably, I mean, it was so long ago now. I probably sucked. I don't know. Yeah. But I remember still like practicing. Yeah, yeah. And being like, oh, yeah, it fucking works, man. <laughs> and I felt like such a warrior. I was like, that's that warrior fucking yeah, metal. I'm here no matter what. Yeah, yeah, I'm, so, I'm going to put it all on the line. So, what yeah. Joe's was it, by the way? The one on Fuquay? Fuquay, baby. Oh, dude. Everyone the one worked. Only. The way everyone worked, worked at that one. Yeah. That's not Christine worked at it. Christine I mean, worked there. Michelle, Michelle worked there. What year did they work there? Oh, oh fuck if I know. Long Probably way. Ago. Maybe after you. I don't know. Oh, I got to talk. It had to be after me. Yeah. They're way younger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Damn, they all work there too. I'm trying to tell you, yeah, man. Especially with like Christine, she's got years in the bar and restaurant industry. Damn, dude. Yeah, and dude. I was at Joe's was like, for a while. She was like the hostess. Yeah. The hostess with the most. After, after Dixie's was Joe's, and then yeah, yeah, so on and so forth. Dixie's Diner. Dixie's Diner. Oh, her <laughs> place. Yeah, Joe's had some fucking. Joe's had some wild fucking times, man. <laughs> I bet. Got any Taylor stories? Powell worked there. Shit. Taylor Powell, Patrick Moneyhan. Yeah. Dude, we had a crew working that motherfucker. We used to have a blast. Those parties were nuts. The, the after parties. Know, the after parties, after parties yeah, were nuts. Yeah, yeah. But what was wild is I always had a band. So like the big party, they'd be like, hey, we got a party tonight. I'm like, I got to practice. Yeah. All uh, the time. And me and my drummer both worked there. Yeah, yeah. So we wouldn't fucking make the party because we were to practice. Dude, that's, that's how fucking committed no, we were. That's really. awesome, no, though. that's awesome, though. That's awesome. That happened a lot with sacrifice, us, too. That yeah. happened without Leon. But, but then every now and again, you would... You know, thank you for the sacrifice. But every now and again, you would go. <laughs> you would go to the party, though. Yeah, I'm sure you go to the party. Yes, you go to the party. And it was all like, the time, but you still went to the party. Oh yeah, what absolutely. were they like? What were they like? Oh, they were great, man. <laughs> they, were great. they were great, and it was cool because you could tell everybody's been partying all the time, so nothing yeah. was new. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So you go in, they're all happy to see you, but you're like, it's not that you're that awesome. It's just like they're like, oh, he finally fucking yeah, made yeah, it. You're after the six new months. guy who never. Sh- yeah, hey, new yeah, guy, let's yeah, go do yeah. a shot. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like, oh, you guys hang out every night. Yeah. Right, right. Fucking fun though, man. Good times. Fuck, super fun, man. How quick they go by, huh? Uh-huh. Uh, dude, it's wild, man. They're all old and shit. Let me ask you, man. We're gonna. I think we're probably gonna wrap it up here. Do you have any like last thoughts for us? 
anything that you might. I mean, we talked about a lot of stuff. We talked about your your history with the music. We talk about your legacy that you're leaving with the martial arts. You know what I mean? Yeah. Is there any 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 kind of lasting thoughts that you might want to leave us with, or with you know any sort of advice, whatever? I don't know. Man, I you know I don't know. I don't know that I have any kind of advice because um, every day of my life. If anybody out there for the five people who are out here, all you five motherfuckers. The five people. Five people. Um, I have struggled with my life being a perfectionist. And what I mean by perfectionist is wanting to get everything right. right. I want to do it right. I don't want to fuck it up, right? Mm-hmm. I give myself a hard time if it doesn't come out to where everybody around me is okay. Everybody's happy, right? Like if it, if it didn't work out that way, then I'm a piece of shit and I need to fix that. Mm-hmm. And I've really been working with this feeling of the acceptance of just, I'm a human man. Yeah. I'm, I'm never going to get it in quotations. Perfect. Like perfect. Whatever that fucking stupid word means. Like shit's going to work out how it does. And this is not advice. This is just kind of where I'm at. <clears throat> and it's accepting my own humanity. Like mm-hmm. I'm going to forget shit. I'm going to mess this up, whatever that means. Because we never know if it's messed up because later it could end up being perfect just like it was, you know? So it's just the stop beating the fuck out of ourselves. Stop beating the fuck out of ourselves for not being fucking quotations perfect. Except we're fucking human and integrated and do the best that we can and do the best that we can. Yeah, sounds like just show up, right? Show the show fuck. And, do the, and, and accept. Do the work. And accept what we that we're that that we're gonna, you know, we ain't got it just right, man. Yeah. And maybe, not perfect is perfect. You know what I'm saying? I feel that. Just because it doesn't show up exactly like we thought it would or we hoped it to be doesn't mm-hmm. mean it isn't the best thing that could happen for yeah. us. Yeah. And so, I mean that that's it for me. It's not any kind of advice. It's I guess where I am currently and what I've been thinking about what I've been feeling in my life, how much shit I've given myself for not doing it all right. 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 And how hard that can be on a person and how hard it is that we give ourselves that and realizing that so many of us do it. Mm-hmm. We don't talk about it. No, nah, we don't talk about it. Fuck. No, we just fucking, well, I gotta fucking get it right. right. Yeah. <laughs> the ones closest to us know it. The ones closest to us know it. If, if we're gracious enough to fucking tell them, yeah. cause sometimes we just shut down. Mm. right Mm -hmm. we just shut the fuck down and we don't say anything about it but if we can say something about it and we're it's it's not a bad thing like it's not a bad thing it's not like we're imperfect we have to get better no we are perfect like this is what a human's made to be yeah that's where we are right now yeah it's all good so go easy on yourself go easy on your fucking self this is where you are Yeah, yeah it's not the fucking thought of we are flawed humans and then we will be better Fuck that. Yeah. No, we're not flawed. We're exactly what we are. We're fucking human. Mm-hmm. And we have a choice. And we can like figure out some better ways to do shit. Right on. You know? Yeah. And and that's it. Accepting all of it, integrating it all, and just being like, fucking yes. It's not no condemnation. So the self-judgment shit, man. That's been the hardest thing for me. Biggest growth, I think, for me. And uh, the most open possibilities. And 
that's my uh that's my last thought and and also thank you fucking guys because yeah. this has been a blast <laughs> it has been i have never yeah. done a fucking podcast <laughs> yeah. and with you two guys this is perfect y'all have the right fucking y'all got the right uh chemistry dude thank you for the shit to work appreciate man. that man yes, thank you well, me and much. him are best friends so we're kind of hoping that comes across man. oh it's perfect, it was awesome dude. to have you give me yeah. a fellow musician ah, and fellow fellow human love you man I love yes, sir always Cody, let me spin this way and thank you mikey j for being a producer are oh, you closing us out good i love it right, close us out it. close us out with anova skyway flutters know. old school the end of the song. Hey, you guys want to jam the song real quick? Oh, yeah, let's go. Well, hey, dude, get this in your ears. Hey, same singer? That's the old singer. Now the new singer, you'll see him. He's on, That's him. That's our new singer. <laughs>